PKA457, Taylor, oh, with our guest Tucker, Taylor. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Squarespace, Casper Mattresses, and Blue Chew. It's good to have you on again, Tucker. It, it feels like we were just hanging out. Yeah, I think it was, what was it, like a, a little over a month ago when I was last on? So, yeah, all the we'll favorites really get are that. getting recycled because I could just picture Ch like I was I was glad not to have Chiz's job when Kyle went to prison because I could tell how stressed he was getting when he was just like, I'm just I'm firing out all these invites. And it's like the same revolving door of our six like closest show friends who agree. <laughs> but, you know, how many times are they willing to do that for us? So we appreciate it. And uh, Kyle, you know, if he weren't in prison, he, he'd be he, grateful, too. He would be very grateful. You know, he is yeah. grateful. He's not dead. He's just, yeah, he's allowed to be grateful he's just in, in prison. prison. <laughs> we yeah. should have been talking way more shit on Kyle during I his prison <laughs> days. He will never go back and watch this episode series. Never. Well, you think he's going to go back and pop in and be like, oh, those two guys that I spend like five or six hours a week shooting the shit with, I want to hear them talk. Like, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> like, right. So many possibilities frittered away. Or I guess he's got a, what is it, three more weeks? After four more That's weeks, so three more weeks. No, I, I. It's like week five. I'm just counting it by the number of PKAs we've done without him. I think this is the fifth one. It's incalculable. It's incalculable. There's no possibility. <laughs> we we can't know that. Uh, is your background different than usual, Tucker, or am I uh, an idiot? Uh, I usually have a green screen that I like chroma key out, but uh, I don't have any way of doing that anymore because I use a different program now for my camera. Oh, so. okay. Just got have to panels. figure all that stuff out so soon. You, what, what different camera program? So you're not using OBS? What do you? Uh, no, now now it works just fine because uh, I have an internal capture card that I use with my camera. But prior to that, uh, the range of the camera was too much for like Skype or whatever we were using prior to Discord. So I couldn't like just use my camera. I had to open up XSplit and then screen cap XSplit and then send it to to you guys. So yeah, I. I just to make something 10% better can be four times the work. And you just hope people appreciate it. Truly, truly. But, you know, here we are. And now it's perfect. It's easy. Cool. Uh, nice. I, you know, I, I can't not bring it up. We, we should be talking about Tucker right now. But Taylor's getting a second dog. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it literally took like, yeah, I was for like one day. I was like, he's a, so me and my girlfriend are out working most of the days, you know, most of the day, every weekday, we're gone. And I was like, dogs are kind of like appliances. They just turn off until you get home, and they, they're they fine. And then, like, after a few days, I was like, man, he seems like, like he's really freaking out when I leave. And he's clearly just, like, scared to death. Like, he grew up on a farm with all his brothers and sisters. Mm. And, like, to be alone in a new house, pretty pretty scary for him. And so I was like... This dog is so fucking small. Should we backtrack a second a touch? One. I think we've only oh. talked about your dog on PKN. Maybe. I got a 10. Yeah, like I have a... no idea that you had a dog. Teddy! <laughs> That'll work. He doesn't, he doesn't know come yet. So that's probably He doesn't know, know Teddy dog. either. <laughs> I, I he, knows, he knows Teddy. Like, if you say that, he'll, like, tick, tick his ear. And you can tell. Oh, but would clicking or making kissy noises be any different? I can see him. Yes. <laughs> That's how we train our dogs to come on the sixth attempt. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, he's like 10 weeks old, super, super little. Ender, come here. And please. He's a half Cavalier King Charles. <laughs> Cavalier King Charles. King Charles. I need to. I, look, look at that. That's a real kind of dog. I thought the breeder was being cheeky with me. That's a real kind of little dog. And he's half poodle, so he's never going to shed. And you won't sneeze when you're around him, which is why I wanted half poodle with, with just kind of anything. And I like, I'm a little dog person. I'm an any kind of dog person, but I like little dogs especially. The most recent family dog I had was a little Bichon, and he was small. And he died. So I figured a nice little way to resuscitate Tobo is to get Teddy. And then so he's been here for like five or six days, but he's still having trouble acclimating to all the alone time. And right. so I figured my girlfriend and I figured like we may as well go buy one of his brothers or sisters. And so they have some company throughout the day. So he's less likely to get depressed or sad or tear stuff up as he's acting out. And so tonight we're having his uh his brother Fozzie delivered. And so, yeah, he'll, he'll be showing up tonight. Yeah. So Fozzie should make an appearance on the show. Uh, he, it does, I don't know how late it's going to be, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully he'll make an appearance on the show. At some point when I get up to pee, I'll hunt down Teddy, snag that little fucker, bring him in here. And yeah, he's, I, I thought that potty training dogs, and maybe this is what it's like some of the time is like, they're pissing all over the place 24 seven, like just pissing, right. shitting. You try and take him out to go and then he won't and you bring him inside and he like looks at you and just pees. And <laughs> this dog has not done that once. He like uh, my girlfriend got home earlier than I did today and she said that and he'd been home for six hours by himself, seven hours. And as soon as she got home, she took him out. He pissed and shit right away. Like the kind of shit, like when you're as us humans are like, we pull into the driveway faster than usual, and, and we're like, like ah. you know, I can close the garage door, but on the way back, and you run in, he just like fired out of hot shit. Which for him, another reason I was comfortable with two little dogs that are like ten pounds total, or ten pounds each, is like a big shit for them is like, a I was gonna say king size tootsie roll, not even, <laughs> not even those like shitty ones with like four brake lines in it, yeah. For whoever's breaking and segmenting their Tootsie Roll consumption. Oh, boy, you can't have too much of this Tootsie Roll. Better not overdo it. Just one square today. Yeah, it's like even if he does shit, as long as he doesn't have diarrhea or, or the green apple splatters or something, it's just like a little nugget. And so thankfully, hopefully Fozzie isn't a complete cunt. And if it turns out that Teddy was the smart one and he bamboozled us into rescuing and saving Fozzie from that beautiful farm and that loving family. <laughs> this is this is like the dog version of chain migration. He's like, I got out. Hey, Fozzie, come in here. <laughs> Find a really nice place and I'm not comfortable here without my brother. And <laughs> my, name is, my name is Fozzie. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, Fozzie's coming. I don't think I'm going to change the name Fozzie. I kind of like name. that. I've never heard that before. And like, hmm. I figure you need to keep, maybe this is wrong, but I feel like dogs, if the consonants in diff their names are too similar, like if I had a Tommy and a Teddy, like, I feel like they'd both get bam like confused. Or if I was like, uh, hey, yeah. like they're probably both come as a T and a Y. And you know, they, does that make sense to you? Whereas Fozzie is so different from Teddy that they I don't think get you're going to have confused. a, I don't think you'd have that big of a, an issue. Neither one of these dogs is going to be that well trained for it's, it to matter. It's not going to be, first of all, it's not be like life and death. It's not like you got to be really quiet. It's like, all right, now if one of you gets out, of, like if one of you comes when you're not supposed to, like I get shot. It's like, like the worst case scenario, you have two dogs come to you. It's like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's true. What do I do if the dogs, 
if first of all, if he forgets that that's his brother over the he's only been here for like four or five days, then he's Back an idiot. But yeah, I wouldn't think he would. No. What if they start humping each other? That's... How do I break up my dog incest? You don't. Well, you why do you break up Alabama. your dog incest? Is my first question. Why do I not like it? Yeah, you're being a little judgy. Oh, uh, you're right. I'm trying to be more progressive, and that means full-throated <laughs> endorsement for dog incest and people. Incest. And that's <laughs> thank you. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I, it's been way incest. easier than I thought so far. All he wants to do is snuggle with you and let, rolling on their belly. That means they're being like. Does that just mean they want belly pads, or does it also mean they're being really submissive? You mean rolling on their back? Rolling, yeah, rolling on their back and showing, showing the, belly. the belly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that both of those things? I mean, like you could like it. It varies from dog to dog, right? Like if my dog rolls over on his back, like in the morning, I walk in and and he's he's eight, and he'll see me coming, and he'll roll like roll on his side. He definitely wants me to go over there and you know give him some love. But yeah, yeah, like. My dog what rolls kind of dog on do his back have? and shows his gigantic Great Dane cock just to dominate the household, really. <laughs> Does your dog still have dog balls? No. Or I guess just balls. <laughs> I'm just talking <laughs> shit. He doesn't have, it's not much there. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the, that's the one downside to owning a male dog is on the belly pats, you have to be on dick patrol. Like, now, all right. So I, my, my, my eight-year-old chow has never humped a thing in his entire life. I've, he's never humped anything. I've never seen him hump anything. I've never seen his dick touch. His dick has never, his dick has never gotten hard. I don't well, know what the, like, he's, he's like an asexual dog. I thought all dogs just fucked everything. Yeah. I've had the dog for five days, four five days. I've already seen him hump another dog. Like <laughs> my, my girlfriend's sister has a big Australian shepherd well, female, thank God. I why did not want a gay dog, and, <laughs> and it was just it's like ten times the size. And immediately, Teddy just goes over and starts fucking going at it. Good for him. His little lip sticks out. And I do yeah, have a question like for Taylor, our anti-circumcision hypocrite. Are you getting your dogs fixed? Yeah, the, the lady with the sad song on TV told me. <laughs> it's not Sarah a person. McLaughlin. It's not Sarah McLaughlin. Isn't the person that's telling you? It's, no, there was uh, another uh, one, Bob Barker uh, or whatever. Bob Bar- yeah, it's some old person who's like, "You're killing you. You're you're a dog murderer and rapist if you don't get your dog's balls cut off." And like, I'm just gonna do that. Seems easier. And Are- it's not a person. We're different. We're above animals. We're we can make. Look at us. We're talking on computers. He doesn't know yeah, what like, that is a fair point. Yeah, dogs <laughs> sentient. I don't know. I, I'm just not sure Taylor's a great dog owner. He's chopping off his balls. He doesn't give what I call full service belly rubs, as he's careful no. <laughs> for the cock location. I I don't know if you if I'd want to be your dog. Oh, I'm, I'm a lot of fun. I'm a lot of fun. <laughs> right. he, he likes I, me. I like I like ask him questions in a tone. I almost use like this just my normal speaking tone like this. And I'll ask like oh, the news will be on. I'll be like, can you believe what Trump is doing? And <laughs> kind of look at me inquisitively and kind of give like a I, I want to know what you're saying, but I am a dog. My IQ is probably like 31. <laughs> not like, sure what I'm, you're I'm saying, but I I'm on your team. Yeah. But like Tucker, when you're giving your dog belly rubs, you just don't go far enough down to touch the dick because okay, that area so- between the sides of dick and their legs, they like rubbed. But you have to go like that with a dog. You would like I this just, with a dog. You do exactly no, what I, now? I just, rub, I just rub his belly. I don't jerk my dog off. I don't like rub my dog's inner thighs. Like I don't care how much he needs that scratch. Like he gets like here chest rubs. Like not even belly, just chest rubs. 
like, so no like, ass play. No. <laughs> Maybe he's a better dog owner than I thought. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Everything's on the table except being gay. <laughs> Wait, is it gay if you jerk your own dog's dick? Like, if you jerk your dog off, are you gay? No, that's normal behavior. That's fine. No, that that uh, that's a catch twenty two that actually makes my dog gay. No, yeah. but that, but you, you're just. I'm just a man with a job. I'm just, just, trying to get it done. Just, just trying to get my puppy. Just trying to, to have some fun, relieve some stress. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's all this is. So yeah, I'm having fun with it so far. I would if I had a dog like Woody's, which I, wait, how big is a Chow? That's a little um, guy, right? He's like sixty pounds, but he's like, oh. like, like I, he's he's big, but he's not like uh not like golden retriever, half a golden retriever. Okay, like yeah, even he's something that dense. big, like sixty pounds. Yeah, I would not be comfortable having two of those. Right. Definitely not comfortable having too many horses like Woody has, a like Great Dane. We used to have and, a, a sixty-pound yeah. dog. He was like a small lab, and he just had one ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, you one know, night. usually there's another ball around somewhere. We'll we'll let you know if we find it when we get a fix. Yeah. And, and they're like, yeah, sure enough, it was kind of in his belly. So yeah. he had a uniform. Oh. It was just hanging out. I thought you meant you were like put the neutering on a payment plan, <laughs> <laughs> and you got halfway done. And you're like, well, <laughs> we lowered the odds. Let's go with it. No, no, yeah, they, they like we could see when we got them. We're like, this dog seems to have one testicle, and and they're like, yeah, it, I, I guess it's not that uncommon. But it, when they neutered him, they hunted around, and his testicle just never left his belly. Like it hadn't descended or something. And that ended up being a huge benefit for him, because like. Did he get to keep that ball? Oh no, no. They oh. they found <laughs> they it and removed it. They ripped <laughs> yeah, yeah. it from him. <laughs> okay, well, scratch that. There's he thought he was actually. Anyway. If you're gonna neuter your dog, there's is it called spade or scab or sped? Um, spade is for females. It's called scab. There's a a service. Is it safe? Um, dude. Basically, they go around in like an RV and neuter dogs. And you'd think that this is like cut rate, not very good medical service. But in reality, these guys do like, you know, 1,500 of these operations a year. And they just become yeah. neutering and fixing specialists. And when we're not neutering dogs, it's actually a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in this episode is going to be Hispanic. <laughs> for some reason. That's what we've done. We set the tone already. We set the tone already. I want to give my dog, when I neuter him, comically large nudicles. Like those fake <laughs> testicles you can get for dogs. Just get some great dog. Dane ones and put <laughs> yeah, them in your 10-pound dog. Some just grade A, double extra large egg size things on a 10-pound dog. His balance is thrown off. He can't walk right now. Oh. Well, have you not, like, I think it was, maybe it was like Robin Big or it was some, like, you know, some TV show, but their dog had giant nut. Like, it was a French bulldog or a, pit, or a pug or a pit bull or something like that. Mm -hmm. But just massive disproportionately sized balls and he would like sit on them and like yelp you know like it didn't look fun I, I was not like feeling like oh that dog has some great balls he was like that's a problem yeah <laughs> poor thing it was probably yeah. a bulldog those things always look uncomfortable yeah like we bred them to be like what what how much more can we spit in the face of god Bulldogs are bred in the image of Alex Jones. Like, I like they just they. I feel like they're cut from the same cloth. They're super wide and just very. <laughs> this is what happens when you spend hundreds of years prioritizing neck thickness and girth. You know, that's, you get this elite animal. He's <laughs> an elite animal. Look at this. Look at this he eats bone broth every day. Yeah. Just, Me and my pug, we actually use the same inhaler. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's <laughs> Alex Jones seems like the kind of guy similar to a bulldog that would wheeze a lot during normal conversation. Yeah. Where he'd be like, is there a gas station near there? And he's like, well, let me tell you where there's not a gas station, Area 51, because they won't let us in there. And it's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I should have just wazed it. Yeah. Yeah. So the dog thing, I'm super psyched on it. He seems really friendly. I'm glad they're only 10 pounds. If they were any more than like 10 or 20 pounds each, I would not be cool with having two. So I looked it up. It's called SNAP. I, I forget what that stands for. I'm sure it's on the thing. And it looks like Missouri is different than North Carolina in that it's supposed to be for like low-income families who otherwise wouldn't be able to afford the thing. But mm-hmm. I sent you the link just in case it fits. Uh, in North Carolina, it's just like spay neuter assistance program. I don't know. They just come around an RV. It's cheap, and they're very very good at it because they do it all day. Nobody wants cats in their 2017 annual report is what I'm gaining from this. They took in a thousand cats and euthanized 497 of them. Good. Let's get those numbers up. <laughs> Those are rookie, Those are rookie numbers. numbers. <laughs> literally, yeah. literally ha- almost half of them. 3%. All right, so this is like, I don't know what like a good report here is, but this pie graph is showing 52% of the cats were either killed or given back to the owner. Like, like that's not a stellar yeah, track is, record. This is like, you know how in places for, you know, if you named a, a suburb two hours, three hours from Baltimore, I wouldn't know. I'd be like, oh, it's all Maryland. Well, I guess yeah. Maryland's a much smaller state than Missouri. Yeah, but this is Missouri. Southeast Missouri. There is, it is not, it's shocking to me that that number of cats dead isn't higher. People do not own cats in that part. It's all farmers. It's all rural. It's like, even the dogs. My grandpa lives in Southeast Missouri and his dogs like never allowed in the house. They're pure utility dogs. He calls his, he has a male dog and a female dog named Roger and Molly. And he'll like, extol the value of roger we're like yep he can find a he can find a pheasant anywhere you shoot him drop it right down he'll run out there grab it bring it back and he's like and molly molly i'll let your youngest brother pick that one out and that's the most retarded dog i've ever (laughs) laid eyes on it's beyond useless i hate her i just (laughs) to him it's like a a liability another mouth to feed yeah (laughs) he's and he's like i'm like well she keeps roger company he's like well shit wouldn't you know roger hates her too i can tell he knows she's retarded in there. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Then I'll drop a couple ends, and and then that's the yeah. end of the conversation with Grandpa. So, yeah, I'll, I'll get my dog. I think you have to wait a couple months before you get their balls removed. You do, or they're you or do. they're pussy fixed, scooped out. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, it sounds like you could do it yourself. You got the gist of it. For sure. It sounds like it is. <laughs> Just uh, find some like bootleg Chinese video on YouTube. Halfway through, I realize they're preparing a soup. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I have a I top- to save onto oh. these. These are very tasty. Yeah. Do you remember Sorry, that guy that wrote us? And we like he was going to college, and he had sort of just, like gotten his social life together, but he was living off campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote back, and uh, I have an update and more questions. Are you guys down? Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you want to catch Tucker up a little bit, if, if any of that's necessary? Yes, give or me, if it's, well, give me a, give it's me a rehashed. Little, little filler. Uh, this was a gentleman in high school. He wasn't really socially thriving and, uh, you know, kind of turned it around. And now he's going to college. And, uh, you know, he's like, look, I want the new me to have a better life. Uh, how do I make friends? And he was living off campus. That was one of his, uh, like, obstacles. So. 
I just want to say thank you for your advice you gave two weeks ago in regards to living off campus. I've made a good amount of friends since then. Good variety of type of friends, too, by just putting myself more out there. I'm not meaning to pester you with too many questions. I promise this is the last, but I'm just wondering. I've never really tried it in high school. How do I pick up girls? Possibly getting to the sex stage, too, at some point. Is there some way I should act when talking to a girl to show in some way my intentions? I know you you once said in a video being too nice all the time is not ideal. Most importantly, I just have one big dilemma I keep thinking about. Oh, if I by some miracle get a girl in bed, would she possibly be turned off the moment she saw my old stretch marks around the hips? Hip, around my hips. I used to be fairly overweight. My marks are still pretty visible. I'm just not sure a girl would be turned off by this. I'm not trying to get you to solve all my problems, just this last one. All right. So I, I yeah. forgot I left that out. He had lost a bunch of weight. Good for him. Sounds like he's on the right yeah. track. Like he's the stretch things. mark thing. You're thinking about those a thousand times more than she is. So don't let that enter into your brain and, and fuck with your confidence. Uh, as far as what you need to do, it's I've said it, but I think I might have said it last time. It's a numbers game. Like think of it like a shotgun approach. If you go up to a woman and you're talking to one woman every Saturday night and you get shot down and you're letting that crush you until the following Saturday or Friday night, you're not going to get very far because you're going to go in timid and not very confident. And the reason confidence is a trite bit of advice is because it works. It fucking works. Women have a fucking like sixth sense for that shit. If you're like fumbling around and you're not, you know, being assertive, not rude. There's a difference between aggressive, assertive and rude. You're just being assertive. You, you're taking up a correct amount of space. You're not shoulders hunched. Your, your body language isn't weird. Like it's just kind of simple things like that. And don't get sucked into like pickup artist bullshittery because they do the same shit the diet industry does where they're like, actually, there's a new perfect way to lose 50 pounds in 10 mm-hmm. days. And it involves this $30 book. It's like, <laughs> oh, wow. Cool, man. So yeah, be confident. And a lot of the confidence isn't just faking it till you make it. A lot of it's going to come from things like working out, like continuing to lose weight, like sticking to a good diet. I've had a pretty not great diet in the last week. And I can tell it weighs on you a little bit. But when you get the right things rolling, it's not like you're going to have to fake it. You're going to genuinely feel confident. You'll walk around or you look at yourself in your new shirt and be like, oh, man, like, I, I feel pretty good. I, I like, oh, I, I set a new PR for my bench today. Oh, I went out of my way to talk to people in class that just a year ago, I would have thought, oh, they're, they're going to think I'm weird. And But also, don't go into every engagement like thinking that you're just trying to get laid. Like, don't, you don't want to come off creepy. Just yeah, it's, okay to talk to, it's okay to talk to people without the intention of getting laid. Like, you know, a lot of the time, pretty much the vast majority of the times that I end up either hooking up with somebody or going out with somebody it's it's people that i have run into multiple times across a you know either a a, like a couple weeks or even like a longer time frame where it's like the first time you're just getting to know somebody and you're like oh i think she's cute or she's attractive Mm -hmm. the next time it's like well i'd like to continue talking to that person like you don't have to go i don't know everybody's different but i don't have any success stories about like going up and doing like a one and done. Like I just met you today and we're going to fuck tonight. Like that's not a thing that the vast majority of people can do. So I, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about like, if you, if you think that, you know, if you're worried about coming off as, you know, too hard or too heavy and being like, Oh, she's going to think I just want to have sex with her. That's probably because that's what you want to (laughs) do. Like you you don't have to go in there every single conversation saying like end goal fucking. It'd be just like, increasing my social network sphere by one you know yeah that could be it. and i'll like 
the number one thing that's always worked for me is like just get them laughing. If you can get a girl laughing, it's the the battle's already happened. But that's your won. core oh, competency. Yeah. Like that's, I just like to get it. Really you know, my my kind of go to move is to show them my abs. If I show them my abs, <laughs> then really <laughs> the panties drop right there. And it also is a good way to weed things out because <laughs> I will tactfully. Actually, that's the wrong word. The opposite of tactfully. <laughs> drop in an offensive joke, like, you know, 15 minutes into a conversation if it's going well, just to gauge response. And if not it, too offensive. Yeah, just not too offensive. Just, just something to make you like, ooh. <laughs> I just like talk like this for like 40 minutes. And, <laughs> and if she's still like, oh my God, like, I, how'd you know I loved anime or whatever the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, so you, if you, you make a funny joke, you get them laughing, and women appreciate that a lot. That that will help you out tremendously. And the, the confidence thing, I used to, like when I used to hear people say, like when I was like, oh, how am I going to, you know, just go up to girls at sorority parties and not feel super intimidated? And people were just like, just be confident. I'm like, but what does that mean? Do I just start walking around like, <laughs> like Popeye? Like, or do I wear <laughs> cool sunglasses or something? And then like <laughs> over time, you start to realize like, oh, it's like, you have being confident means having to make meaningful changes in your behavior and lifestyle. Like if you're smoking pot all day and or drinking all day and your diet shit and your sleep schedule shit, and you're playing video games all night and you're going, I'm just not confident. It's like, well, no shit, man. <laughs> like you got to get these things worked out and it's going to start turning your favor. So I, also, I think it's, I think it's super overrated too. too. Like the, 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 the uh, sorority, uh, like if you go to a frat party, a sorority party, and, and you know, and you go in there with the idea, like me and my bros, we're going in there to fuck. Like you're going to a party to have fun at a party, and a lot of the time that you're gonna actually start conversation with people is incidental contact, right? Like you're both getting a drink at the same time. If something yeah. happened. Where's the? Can I have the bottle opener? There you go. You're now in a conversation. How, however, about, how about you open up this pussy? And, you're just, and, you're like, and then you're in. <laughs> Dear penthouse I mean, letters. You're, you're totally right, Tucker. Yeah, it's just a, there's there's it's about capitalizing on small, meaningful conversations and not injecting yourself where you don't need to be. That's going to make it hard for you. Yeah. And don't come off as thirsty. Like if you are having a conversation with some girl. And she makes it clear. This has happened to me many times. It's happened to every guy who's hit on girls at bars and parties many times where she'll kind of, uh, you know, if her feet aren't pointed towards you during the conversation, which shows that she's not fully invested and looking for a, a time to leave. Notice things like that. Kind of just say, oh, I got to go do this. Just peace out. Just leave. Don't be like, oh, you know, in 10 minutes, I'm going to bother her again. And this time I'll win her over. It's like there's a billion million fish in the sea. Just you know, learn when to cut your losses. Don't become that weird guy with one itis who thinks that there's only one woman in the world for him. You know, and you gotta God, get Stephanie that. from Pi Phi Z, whatever the fuck, uh, sorority. And if not, oh man, it's like life isn't American Pie. Just be like a birdshot in a twenty gauge, just all over the place. Shallow, you know, you know, like shallow, but you're gonna hit a lot of things. That's right? yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just say you love the office. Easy. Yeah, go go. If you're in high, if you're in college right now and you go to a party this weekend, ask what they think about the Area 51 raids, which are going on right now. Talk about the office, debate pineapple and pizza, and do all the things that people who have no personality always gravitate to. Talk about 
sandwiches and lunch meats. It's great. Make Every, fun like, of the pumpkin spice thing because if you're yeah. talking to that can only win with a white girl this time of year because she'll either laugh and embrace the oh I am such a basic white Even girl better. I love pumpkin spice or she'll go oh god don't get me started on that I hate that and you've already endeared <laughs> yourself a little bit. Bring a pack of pumpkin spice white claws to the party and you win. It's a brilliant idea, though. Come here and get some of this. You're not supposed to be the one eating them. It tastes like pumpkin and spermicide. What are you sucking on over there, Taylor? It's just like, ooh. He blows a balloon. The flavor never ends. Zero calories. See, like, yeah. All this advice, like you, you probably already knew all this stuff. Like, and we're not geniuses at this. It's just don't overthink it. Start to engage in behaviors. Get your sleep schedule right. Don't be, you know, partying too hard all the time. Don't, you know, eat like well, yeah, eat like shit. It's really just behavioral things that will lead to more confidence if that's your hang-up. But if you're, you know, feeling ripped, ready, and go, ready, ripped and ready to go, then you're already fine. Like Woody was right. The whole ab thing. I've never had apps, but I've seen enough movies to know that it works really well. And see, it's funny. Like <laughs> no, when it's don't beyond go my window of strangers, what the fuck? No, it'll like, work. It, 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 I, I wouldn't know, but <laughs> I, I highly doubt that. I, I don't think I've ever seen that work. Maybe at the beach where it's like, you need one percent or abs. No, right. I was just doing that because Taylor's like, oh, try being funny. It's like, yeah, well, I yeah, this is an area that he can flex. That's, but Honestly. sometimes. That offensive joke approach does not work. You will not realize you're with talking to someone who's like really progressive or he something. Dodged a bullet. You, you say, see that that's I was about to lead to that. Thank you, Woody. It's like even then, it's not like oh you ruined it. It's like you wouldn't have worked with this person anyway. You would. You need like if that's your sense of humor, which based on the fact that you're listening to this fucking show, I'm sure we have similar <laughs> senses of humor. Like you need to weed the weed the losers out. All the That's freaks what, and the losers. Didn't Trump tweet that on like 9-11 a few years ago? He's like, oh, oh yeah, it's 9-11. I like to remember all the victims. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck all the haters and losers. <laughs> it was, something it was like that. Oh, something so like funny. that. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> See, that guy, that that guy smashes back in the day. He I did. Had, but he uh, had the he had the billionaire card. $130,000 a smash, but he did it. Yeah. <laughs> what do we scale? If you had like a billion dollars, scale one hundred and thirty thousand dollars down to like a hundred k a year salary. What like what? So what's the magnitude? It'd be thirteen dollars. No, no. Oh, wait, did I do it a wrong? Dollars and a th- and th- hundred thirty thousand, right? Oh, so don't question your math based on my guess. <laughs> I, I got thirteen hundred, but I'm not sure. Hey. So fuck. let's see. A billion to a hundred grand is how many zeros is a billion? Uh, at least five. no it's eight eight and so 130,000 has one two three five so it'd be 130 bucks it's it's at least nine zeros right it's nine digits it's eight zeros I think let me just get out my abacus no nine digits would be like a hundred million one it's incalculable so it'd be like nine zeros plus one extra it's ten it's ten zeros i mean ten ten digits nine zeros all right taylor's right if it just takes ten zeros then i'm a billionaire (laughs) this is my favorite bit i was trying to figure this out bro i dropped out well you you went to college and you did software engineering i haven't done math in years all right so it's like (laughs) it's like it's like somebody who has a million dollars spending a hundred and thirty dollars 
on sex. And it's like, <laughs> it's like somebody who has a hundred thousand dollars spending $13. <laughs> it's, right. like, it's $13. Imagine, imagine just imagine spending thirteen dollars for for sex with a. Imagine a uh, hundred and thirty grand being like, I don't know, thirteen dollars a drink at a club to you. Like the, I'm trying yeah. to scale it, you know. That's so crazy, and that's only for one billion dollars. At yeah, the time, one... how many did he have? Like five. Oh, also, we're math? comparing net worth to annual income, so that's not quite right. You're right. Oh. Well, I guess no, so. don't well, ruin the fun. Yeah, <laughs> he was not earning a billion a year. That's for sure. Okay. Either way, no. I th- it's something like the difference between a million and a billion dollars. Like a million seconds is like a week ago, but a billion seconds is like 1977. <laughs> it's like it's I, like yeah. so far I know. I happen like, to know this. A million seconds is 11 days, and a billion seconds is like 32 years, 33 years. Yeah. yeah. It's so that like what the fuck, dude? Yeah, it was eye opening. Like. Like, to me, I just scale between millionaire and billionaire. I'm like, yeah, you know, like uh, there are more, but yeah. It's like, oh my God, no, there's so much more. It's yeah. it's in that realm of like the incomprehensible scale. Um, You know, like when somebody's like the planet Earth is one one millionth the size of the sun. It's like that does nothing. It's big. Like I can't yeah. I can't conceptualize something that massive. Same with billions of dollars. It's like ninety two billion dollars is so much money. It is. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't spend all that if I wanted. And I've got insane things I've thought up that's just, <laughs> that I could spend money on. Merge every professional athlete into the same sport. It'll be a mix. Oh my God, of, call it'll the be Super a, League. The Super League. What would the sport be? See, I haven't thought of that. It'll be on ice with a soccer ball. They still have uh, football gear so they can hit. <laughs> they have cleats. And uh, instead of a hockey stick or anything like that, they all have baseball bats. It's full combat swinging <laughs> sport while you kick the ball on ice. Every team has three goalies. It's like, here comes the Punisher, Tiger yeah. Woods. Great with the club, not with the feet. Like, I don't yeah. know the rules that These well. These golf but players I'm... just getting massacred. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Ryan Erlacher showing no, no yeah. uh, remorse. If yeah. I make the rules in this game, the UFC fighters do well. <laughs> no. <laughs> if they put the surface on ice, only the hockey players would do well. <laughs> it would have to be gre- it would have to be grass. Touché. Yeah. Yeah. And even grass, then yeah. like baseball players and You know what? Make it know. soccer players would it, do good with the endurance. Make it like uh make it like um like like mud, marsh marshy mud so everybody's just kind of mucking around. Nobody can get much speed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like mud wrestling. <laughs> it's yeah, on I mud, do. but we're keeping the skates. Yeah. <laughs> see and that's that's even though i would start that league it would cost me tens of billions to buy out all the other leagues i would lose so much money in this endeavor because every man in america would be like boycott this cunt who stole sports away. <laughs> and every year there's the taylor cup but every year, no matter who wins, it's awarded to me. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. You're welcome for blessing you with this sport. Well, that's like, this sport suck. Why is every team from St. Louis? It's like, <laughs> yeah, we won again. Yeah, uh, yeah, so I would lose so much money on that. I'd be frittering money away on like yachts and boats and things. Uh, what else would I would I do that was fun? I could buy like a big piece of Russia and fuck with Putin. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that actually. No, I wouldn't want to do no, that. Stay at a geopolitical conflict. Just have like fun, safe fun. Like buy, I would buy up like a, a non-local TV network and just broadcast the worst shit. Like a prime chain, like 
channel 61 or like, or like 30, <laughs> you know, like one that you actually will scroll past eventually and you just see some, like <laughs> else, like a Spider-Man costume guy getting pegged by Miss Piggy and you're like, make every odd this? number suck. Hey, welcome to the odd channel. Every odd channel. Every odd channel. Welcome to Taylor's Musings. <laughs> Just read that. You know what? I could also, for geopolitical things, I could buy all of the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, put mm. the world's biggest and funnest amusement park there, and then say, Don't you want this to be like not bombed, Israel? Don't you? You don't want to bomb the funnest give, theme park on earth. Give and then all the Palestinians are, are are stoked on it because they're like, this isn't so bad anymore. And like, because <laughs> like it's a, because they get free pass on the Scooby Doo ride and and all that. Shows aren't free. No, and, of course shows not. aren't yeah. free. <laughs> you got to draw a line somewhere. You have like, the, you have like the, the wailing the wailing wall ride. It's just like a Harry Potter <laughs> wafting willow fucking theme. That would be like, ideal. right in the middle of Jerusalem. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Israel is sorry, Israelis. You can only come here if you agree to a two state solution. And you're not going to want to miss the demon chaser, which goes 100 miles an hour in three seconds. Yeah, these these are good thoughts. I would be the first guy to be worth $100 billion and go broke. Did you? Oh, hunt, yeah. Yeah. I got all excited about a new topic. Have you no, guys been watching got... the Tesla Porsche electric car shootout thing? Are you guys following this stuff? I didn't even know Porsche I, made electric I know, cars. Yeah, well, the Taycan um, or whatever it's called. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been following it. Uh, not like the I don't follow Elon Musk or anything, so I don't know like the back and forth. But I know both cars really well. Oh, do you? You well, you might know more than me. But this, so Tesla has a car called the Model S, and that is that that's their highest performing car. Yeah. The yeah. So, and it has, uh, you can like, you know, a lot of modern cars now, you tell it like, I want rain mode, I want this. They have something called ludicrous mode, like from Spaceballs, yeah. and the acceleration is outrageous. Well, they have a new drivetrain they're calling Plaid, again, a Spaceballs reference. And it's not for sale yet, but Porsche came out with their car. I'm going to call it the Traycan. I learned by reading, so I mispronounced it. It's the Taycan or whatever, I think. Oh, can you do it again? Taycan? Taycan. I think it's I think it's T-A-Y-C, I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah, look at the Porsche. first letters, some of them, and then run with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it's the uh, Taycan. Taycan. Okay, so Porsche came out with their Taycan. It's actually much more expensive. It's a quarter million dollar car compared to like a one in the low hundreds. Is I that think. really the the list price or the estimate price is a quarter million versus like a hundred and fifty or one hundred and thirty? Um, yeah, that sounds right to me. So, and um, but the no, it's one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I knew I was the like, Taycan. Whoa. Yeah, the Taycan's one hundred fifty, uh, starting at one hundred fifty thousand nine hundred. Uh, well, yeah, but we're talking about the the Ring version. The I, I think that they call it a Turbo, and I, I'm pretty sure about that quarter million figure. Turbo S is one hundred eighty thousand. I'm sure if you option it all out, you could mm. probably get a quarter. Okay, million. Uh, yeah. So that's what I read anyway. So uh, it did a can't pronounce the racetrack. Do you know the Nürburgring? The Nürburgring, the most famous uh yeah, it's a German racetrack where they test everything. It is like the the bar for any production vehicle or or like car that's supposed to go fast and do fast shit. If you're a sports car person, you know this track and they use these times to com like get a general comparison on how fast the car is, how well it handles, etc. And Porsche came out, they laid down their time. And then Tesla came out and they did something I thought was cute. Now, there's lots of categories on the times that you get, you know, production car, whatever, four seat car, four door car, mm -hmm. et cetera. Right. Tesla rolls out with the seven seater. And it's like, wait, what? 
a seven seater. This is they, they were Wait, their model S or their model X. The X is the SUV. It is an which S. Which is seven yeah. feet. Now I'm actually confident on this. And they they equipped it with seven seats, so they were guaranteed <laughs> to break the seven seat sports car record. But um, they also stripped it. And they, they put tint on all the windows. You can't tell how stripped it is, but apparently the inside just like a driver's seat and bare metal. And they beat the Porsche time by some 30 seconds. And it's unfolding now, like over time, like the weather and practice and stuff. But they brought in these like uh, professional drivers. And I guess there are Nurburgring experts, like yeah. the specialists for that. And they're having them yeah. driving this S around and they're testing different configurations. And it's pretty interesting to me to watch this shootout amongst electric supercars and a guy like Elon Musk trying to be both better and cheaper and go, man. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean the the like rivalry between automakers is 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 old as time. Like uh, I, I think the most notable one besides this newfound one would be like Koenigsegg and um, and Bugatti. So the Koenigsegg uh uh one to one or a gara i can't remember they they set the um bugatti put out a video with the chiron or i think it was where they went from zero kilometers an hour to 400 kilometers an hour to zero kilometers an hour in like 45 seconds so they went zero to 400 to zero in that in that time and then koenigsegg was like eh, okay so they just did it in like 10 seconds faster you pick a number right mm -hmm. they did that's faster cool. and less and less space and so that's been back at like bugatti now just hit 300 miles an hour i believe with with their newest version so it's like the the dick measuring contest is 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 great it's just interesting that porsche is like yeah i think we're gonna just go ahead and fight this guy with unlimited time like elon will do nothing like <laughs> there's no like benefit here to porsche elon's just gonna keep doing things for no reason other than just to win and porsche's not gonna do that they're a company right they're, they're like yeah. adults <laughs> they're, they're not like fiddling around Tesla's the same a publicly elon traded Musk. company yeah. but I, I i do understand your point and i i i guess you're right i also felt like i feel like tesla's supposed to be the favorite in this thing right they're the Tesla They've been making sports cars since before any of us were born combined. Maybe. Tesla? You mean no. Porsche? Did I say it backwards? Yeah, you said yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So Porsche is Porsche is the experienced car in here. Tesla's been making cars for like what eight years? I don't even know. This Bugatti Chiron, this new Bugatti, Chiron. is fifteen hundred horsepower. It is a V sixteen, I believe. No, it actually might be bigger than that. That's unbelievable. Sure the base price of the car is two point four million pounds. Is that yeah. no euros? Two point four million euros. I get lost That's in bananas. some pretty small, outrageous numbers because I hear a quarter million dollar car and it's like, yeah, that's a lot. Two point four million, yeah, that's also a lot. But yeah. it, you know. But I mean, all right. So, so the the amount of quarter million dollar cars on the road that I see uh, living in in Los Angeles is like, I you know. No less than five every every time I leave my house. It's like a very common occurrence to see like the Lamborghini Urus, which is an SUV that's a quarter million dollars. Like the Bentley, Bentley Bentayga is the same thing. These are SUVs that are a quarter of a million. They're homes on wheels, right? Rolls Royces, all this Urus, stuff. They, they make SUVs? Oh, that's yeah. lame. Yeah, it's, it's a fast car, but, <laughs> but it is there, It's an investment. Attractive. In five years, it'll be worth an eighth of a million. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, those are not appreciating in value that much because they're not really collectors. But, Dude, you um, have to be a stone cold. I'm looking at this SUV Lamborghini right now. You have to be a fucking retard to buy this. If you were to, on these pictures, blank out the emblems 
It looks like a Ford Edge. Can you give the name exactly. of it again? I want to show you. URUS. URUS. And so it's this like, is this one is of the not a cool looking car. Not at all. Ugly. And and the and I see them everywhere. Like look at the Bente Bentley Bentega, B-E-N-T-A-Y-G-A, I think, or E-Y-G-A. That car, I'm like, okay, it's like a yacht on wheels. I get it. Um, but the Urus is like, you know, it looks like they tried to, it's a Hot Wheels car is what it is. Yeah. It looks like a Hot Wheels car. I hate it. And I see them every, and they're almost always driven by one of two people, a, a, a younger, like I'd, I'd say like mid forties white woman, um, or, or a, the most decrepit old white guy. I've not, I've, I've not seen like any other demographic drive these cars. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. This I mean, this is much better looking than the Lamborghini one. Maybe or the Rolls like, Royce Cullinan. It's this another, is the, all of those are making SUVs. Bentega? Do I have it close? Bentega, yeah, that's the yeah. Okay, Bentley. yeah, yeah. So I'm showing it. That, see, I feel like if I see a Bentega, even as a non-car person, I know that I'm looking at something special. Right? Something special right. has just arrived. I don't know what it costs or such, but... A lot. The other one, if you told me it was made by Chrysler, I'd buy it. Like, I, I'd uh, believe it, I mean you believe say. it, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, what about what about this? This is the uh, this is the uh, uh, Cullinan, the Rolls Royce. It is like that. Thing, I see that in my rear view, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! The, the grill is like six feet long. It's huge. I just pasted it in the. Uh, yeah, I'm showing it to people. This yeah. Rolls Royce always strikes me as the kind of car that rich people pay to be driven around in, you not like that? that you drive. You know, right. So you would say that, but I, I don't think I can name the last time I saw somebody being driven in one and I see them everywhere. It's always somebody driving it. You People who get driven in cars, at least here, are always being driven in like Maybox or, mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, like the, the car that looks terrible to drive because it's a but it's got like lazy boys in the back. Yeah, <laughs> this is still like a like people put their kids in this car. Nobody puts their kids in a Maybach. If you go to their their website on this, uh, what was it called? Cullinan. Yeah. And you look at the front view of this red picture. This is a straight up ugly car. It's it's straight a, up it's a ugly. Big brick. Yeah. It's a fucking brick. It's got those doors that open from both sides. Yeah, that is not a Wait, no. Hey, we don't talk shit about the suicide doors, but you're right. That front angle is is not great. Wait, what are you suicide driving, doors Tucker? is it, it goes up, right? No, they're no, the ones suicide, that like you know how your door opens like this. and the opening faces the back, they face the front. They're called suicide doors because oh. if somebody runs into the back of your door, they crush you when you're getting yeah, out. Make some clothes versus ripping the door off. You die. You know. <laughs> you get it, like you know, <laughs> if you exit no, to the get street it. That's side. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, a kid I knew, he didn't go to my high school, but he died because he was trying. He parked on a like a forest, like it was one of our friends' houses, like a forest slope. I say our friends. I didn't know the kid well at all. He was like getting out of his car and he didn't put it in park like a retard. And he was like getting out and it started rolling forward and the door hit a tree. And he was like trying like with his hands, like walking beside the car, trying to get back in and, and uh, slow it down. Head destroyed, dead. Boom. Dude, I don't know the actor's name, but the guy who played Chekhov in the most recent Star Trek died like that. Yeah, he got he got murdered by his own Jeep. Yes. Yeah, don't just don't just if your car's rolling away, just cars rolling away <laughs> yeah oh, what an embarrassing it. way to die yeah. to get, get <laughs> murdered by your own jeep <laughs> and, then, and then everybody knows now like has anybody watched the star trek movies since then i know i haven't but has anybody watched <laughs> them yeah, since specifically then? because he died now yeah and, been, and just had to say every time that movie's watched now since like, mm -hmm. you know that guy got he got 
he got got by his own Jeep in his own driveway. <laughs> on his so own much more sympathetic. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> those Jeeps, it's not a super uncommon thing to happen because, and I don't understand how, but it's not obvious to tell that you didn't put it in park. No, Jeep not being the paramount of safety. <laughs> no, be shot. <laughs> if like, I ever I'm... crush my head because of a tree because I didn't put my car in park, you guys can make fun of my death. If I'm ever hit by a train, make fun of my death. Taylor, more. if a car hits your head into a tree, your head will be the thing that comes out okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> here on the side of Highway 40, an oak tree devastated <laughs> by a man's skull. How are you feeling? I'm pretty fine. <laughs> Still going to find a way to charge you for the $10,000, like, what is it, tree, you know, like you yeah, took that tree without like, license. What are you driving, Tucker? Uh, I, st I drive a Mercedes C43. Really? AMG. I don't know what yeah. that is, but I, I know. Is that, that a sedan? It's like a, a it's a four door. It's like a um, it's a technically a sports saloon. It's the C63's little brother. Um, it's it's I I love the car to death. I've had it for two years now. I think I'm gonna buy it when my lease is up. Um, mm -hmm. it's oh, like you're the, leasing it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Smart. I've only put uh, six thousand miles in two years. Like buying a car outright is stupid for me. I just don't drive enough. But six thousand miles in two years. I put more right? on that in my car in the last five months. I, I'm sure. So, you know, I, 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 re, I really like that car. It's um, it's like a good mix. It's practical and it's it's sporty. It's got, you know, the nice like uh, like bucket seats. Uh, you know, it's got Alcantara everywhere, but it's also it's a fucking sedan. Like I can fit five friends comfortably in there. Nobody's like, what the fuck, man? You know, it's practical. <laughs> it looks really nice. It's a Zoomer. Yeah, it's I... from a Pontiac to that, you know. What kind of Pontiac did you have? Pontiac Grand Prix 2002 year and uh, 227,000 miles on it when Ooh, I when it finally died. The I interior on your the car winter. looks pimp, yeah. man. Like I what? Oh yeah, it, I like it. I, I drive an F one fifty and it's a nice one. F one. Like I'm not. I have no complaints. But yeah. one complaint. Okay, I take that back. Is that uh, every piece of the interior is supposed to be something else? Like oh, see this wood. I mean it's not wood of course but it, it looks woodish and you see this you know this plastic chrome thing yeah it's supposed to be chrome but it's not yeah yeah it's like, everything it's like, is, it's is an imitation of something that you know it was supposed to be I don't it's know. atlantic city yeah like like you know it's like atlantic city <laughs> to vegas it's just that's the other that's the other thing so i had never had like leather seats before or and damn sure i never had like ventilated seats or like heated seats or or you know or bluetooth any of this shit mm -hmm. so i got in and i was like oh my center console is is metal and then i touched it i'm like oh it's actually metal like this would be uncomfortable in the winter <laughs> i was like yeah. i was like sick like this is something that i didn't know you could get in a car for you know, not a hundred thousand so. dollars. My seats might be compared. I also have vented leather seats. Um, I was gonna say the dash. It's like, oh, is this a leather dash? No, but it fooled you, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that, that's my truck. I feel like people are really. I feel like people really regret, uh, or not regret. They they miss the 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 um, the the window the window price on on like big SUVs like an F one fifty or or anything that's de like supposed to be towing those. Trucks get up of like eighty, a hundred thousand dollars. I've seen oh, yeah. one hundred twenty thousand dollar trucks, and you wouldn't mm. know it unless you just knew trucks were expensive. Yeah, yeah. And everybody has that like friend or three who like has maybe gone paintballing once in the last eight months, and they've got a seventy five thousand dollar truck. Maybe that's a Midwest South thing more. No, and out there you see more like, like yeah. Yukon XLs and stuff like that. 
It's the, I could go off road, but I won't do that. But if I wanted to, I could (laughs) fucking tear up the the earth. It would be great. I would tear up the off road (laughs) if I wasn't terrified of scratching my baby. (laughs) Dude, so the, when the, when they announced the Bentega and, and, and they started doing the pressing stuff and I was watching like the press releases. So the, the Bentley version of the SUV, the one that we were talking about earlier, they, 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 this is like a year and a half, two years ago, they started doing press tours for it. And I, you know, I only watch pretty much COD or uh, car videos on YouTube now. So I'm watching my favorite guy go through it. And he's like, so today's press day is exclusively going to be done off-roading. And I'm like, there is no one that is taking their Bentley off-roading and, and they're <laughs> on like rocks, like doing uphill climbs with this quarter million dollar car. I don't care who you are. Not a single rational person's doing that. So it's cool that it's capable. But that's the same thing with the trucks down south. It's like, I could do it. I could tow a lot, but I don't tow shit. I have a street truck, and I always thought the concept of a street... I mean, it's 4 by 4 and it, you know, like, but my previous truck was off-road capable, and I really did shit off-road on it that, that would surprise a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, But my new truck is not like that, and I thought that I would really miss that capability, but I don't. don't. I, I like the comfort. I like how quiet it is. I like the lane assist and some of the driving stuff. Um, and... Uh, I can still run over curbs and not worry. That's really all the off-roading I needed. Yeah, just jump the, uh, you know, when you got to park on the side of the road kind of thing. There's that, or, or like, it's a truck, so it doesn't have the turning radius that I'm sure your oh, car does. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. well, the passenger tire's got to hit the curb, but you know what? That's okay. It can handle yeah, it's, that much. It's built for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's built for that. That's kind of my trademark. It's built for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm very glad I'm not into cars. It's a, it is the I, one yeah. like it is the one thing that I'm I've, I feel like I've done everything I can to stop myself from buying like an actual sports car. You know, like I mm-hmm. but I still you have a you sporty know, car. I do. I have he's a doing the car. smart thing. He's leasing it for a while. Like yeah. you can change up the flavor in a year or two when that's up and still right. save money in the end, especially yeah. if like if your lease is also charging by like as far as I understand, like I don't know if it was yours is different, but like when you lease the car, you get an allotted amount of miles per year, and then you have to pay a surplus, like or a, yep. a premium for anything after that. There's no fucking way you're having to pay any of those premiums. There's literally no, and yeah, it comes with like insurance, like all the services is for, are free, like insurance is covered by the dealer. So I got into, a, I got rear-ended, and uh, you know, and all that stuff. So like, there's a lot less. It's like renting an apartment. Sure, you got to take care of the shit in the inside, but like your grass outside, that's somebody else's problem. Like if your car gets dented, it sucks. Not your problem, though. So, I mean, it's like a nice little peace of mind that every little ding that happens is not my problem. Yeah. But, yeah. That'd be good. I haven't dinged my car yet. And, no. And if I did, it's fucking Honda. Who cares? Knock on <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't fucking care. Like my, it's, it's an 18. My old car was an 08. And like there are no new features in my car like compared to most of these things i see but for me i was like driving around i'm like i got bluetooth now and it yeah. connects automatically wow man the future is now and, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's fine it does everything i need to like i'm the backup cam still don't trust it still you, like to get a little physical confirmation on that too you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna start to trust it way too much i was the same way I, you know never having a backup cam i got really good at backing up like backing mm-hmm. down a mile long country back road you know just like oh no problem now if the backup camera takes a little too long to show up i'm sitting i'm just gonna sit there and wait like i i trust it it's that <laughs> you know it knows better than me it's gonna beep at me it doesn't want to be the little hit. lines if oh, you yeah, get too yeah. close, it'll start to yell at you. Yeah, it's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. My truck has something nice. It's an overhead cam. 
And oh, those are cool. Dude, p- passengers are blown the fuck away by it. They're like, what? What? How did... How is that a camp? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, you it, can I see the roof. I don't. Like, if people don't know. It, it it takes. I'm not gonna guess. Like sixteen cameras, like all over the car, and then it assembles what looks like an aerial view. And I think uh, it's four or five, one in each corner, and one in the back, and one in the front, and then it's all wide angle that they stitch together. But you, yeah, well, you're right. It's six, but I think it's more than. I think there's two per side, and then front and rear. Do you have a a Chevy, a Ford? I don't remember. It's a Ford. A Ford, Ford at one fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, uh, yeah, so that aerial view, I just use it all the time. I, I just it's use so it pulling cool. into a uh, this is like, like a regular parking spot with the lines because it's big and it's hard to drive. And I, I should be better at it by now, but I'm not. So I just turn on the little aerial view and I could see the truck pulling in between the two lines and get it centered in parallel. It's super helpful. Yeah. Nice. New topic? Sure. All right. Sure. Actually, Always. before we jump into this USA Today story that I'm sure is enthralling. We're going to hear from a friend real quick over at Squarespace. This episode of PK is brought to you by our good friends over at Squarespace. From personal blogs and e-commerce destinations to marketing tools and analytics that'll help your business succeed, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform where you can build and establish a beautiful online presence and run your business with ease. Don't have a domain yet? No problem. Because in addition to configuring third-party domains, customers can also purchase domains directly through Squarespace. Over 200 TLDs are currently available for purchase, and each domain with Squarespace comes with a beautiful beautiful parking page and free... Who is privacy? W-H-O-I-S. I-S. There is nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You won't need any plugins to get going. That's actually really handy. Uh, you can hit the ground running with your new website by utilizing Squarespace's award-winning templates. Everyone should have their own corner of the internet, and with that, you'll want to flesh out your online community. Now that you can now you can do that with ease, since Squarespace sites are fully integrated with commenting systems that support fully threaded comments, replies, and likes. Squarespace is trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. They're used by a wide range of creatives and people, musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. In addition to some of the largest e-commerce sites you'll find conducting business online today. So don't wait any longer. Get started today. Head over to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to go, just go to when you're ready to launch. You're ready to take off. Go to squarespace.com slash PKA and save 10% off of your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash PKA. Create your Squarespace website today and then share them on social media with us so you can feature them in a future episode of the show. Get over to Squarespace. Make yourself a website. They say everyone should have a little little corner of the internet. I don't know if I'm on board with that, but (laughs) some people should. And maybe you're one of those people. And maybe your website is hilarious. Maybe it, uh, I was going to say something they wouldn't want so close to their read. Uh, Maybe it's it's silly and funny. Tweet that at Woody and he'll send it to me. (laughs) That's what I do. I pass things on. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, Squarespace, definitely check them out. You need a website, that's how you get it. Yep. What do we got here? Uh, Florida man, always good. Or, wait, this is a Florida couple had sex Ooh. in the black back of a police car after a DUI arrest. Dude, she <laughs> so, is rough right now. <laughs> I will show her picture. Oh, I can show her picture as I read. Ooh, what is that from? Meth crack? Probably. Uh, it or might be from a fight with the policeman. So, oh. all of the above. Yeah, there's definitely. Um, <laughs> let's see. While I was outside my patrol vehicle. Megan and Aaron took their clothes off and started to have sex. When I opened up the door to stop them, Aaron was naked and Megan had her pants down where her vaginal area was visible. I observed her bra was halfway off and her breasts were fully visible. 
So yeah, when they went to apprehend her, she became violent and started kicking at the deputy and while the dep- kicking at the deputy while being moved to another car. She was placed on the ground to stop her from hurting anyone. So the fact that her face is busted up could possibly be related to resisting that arrest. That might be it. You know what? You can't. Let him fuck. Right? No. <laughs> then you have to clean like juice the the DUI juice out of your cruiser. Tucker, this well, is a you, couple you, that needs to breed. It's for the benefit of mankind. We need more of them. You're right. You need well you you let them fuck and then you mush their faces in their their post-sex puddle after you get back. <laughs> like a puppy to say, just no, it. <laughs> no. 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 And how then you, you then you put them in prison. Yeah. They, <laughs> man, these you know like is, is it bad that I'm thinking yes. if these people were, were better looking that I wouldn't be as judgmental? But the way these oh. people look, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad she got dragged across the concrete. <laughs> uh, I, I don't she think she's that I'm bad. I'm glad that cop got to let some steam out. That <laughs> Taylor, is <laughs> they that ugly? I, I, I don't I, think I mean, that... I don't think, I've seen some worse Florida couples. Like, the right? guy... I'm going to 5 has, out of 10 her. I'm gonna okay. not do that. Well, <laughs> I just no, come on. I you like you got to think about the spectrum of people. She's not overweight much, and he's not either. That already puts oh, him in so the average doing, category. You're doing, you're doing a a global population zero to ten. Mm-hmm. When most people do it zero to ten in terms of like acceptable, like you would even consider things. Like there's people out there. I'm not fucking Susan Boyle ever. That's not like I I wouldn't even. You know, so if somebody yes. like, is she a zero, I mean, there's like most of the population is zero. Right. No, no, yeah. actually like a two. do this. What percentage of the population I like what Taylor is, is less attractive than Susan Boyle. I might say 15, 20 percent. I mean, there are like less there's a, victims. There's people and... on Walmart mobility scooters. She's way hotter than all them. Mostly, you know, the ones who are there because they're way too heavy. I think that, you know what this is like, you know, when we were talking about like the difference between one billion and five billion dollars. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. This, is, this is the same. This is the same level of like it's impossible. Impossible for me to conceptualize the difference between Susan Boyle and like generic Walmart scooter person. Like I just have no. They're all just equally not for me. You know what I mean? I hear you. Ah. Uh. Like you're you're asking me to like split hairs between two things that have zeros. It's like yeah, I'm sure one is a little less than the other, but it's still so okay. far out but there. You you are you did nail it though. I was doing them on a population, and I would say that they yeah. are average. They're not they are not the ugliest people in the world, right? By far. Like they are well within the range. Of, you're way better looking than that guy, so you wouldn't consider uh, thank that. Thank you. Girl. I would hope so. <laughs> so you wouldn't consider that girl, but that guy's actually an average looking guy. You're just you. You exist in a world where you don't need I, to slum. I don't think that. I oh. think that. I just also realized you live in like Hollywood. Yeah. 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 There's a. Your, oh, your whole population is skewed. I'm a Hollywood four, and I'm a Minnesota <laughs> seven. Like there oh. is such a gap between you know the two oh. the two cities. So look, but even just looking at yeah, I don't think either one of them are are ugly. I don't think I would have even remote thoughts of sex with either of them but you know all things considered they're not they're not they're not hideous i would not like hide my children's eyes if they saw them you know i'm sure they're happy to hear that maybe if they were fucking in a police car you would yeah i just i'm trying to figure out i mean they said that it was dui did it say it was alcohol related or did Uh, it 
Yeah. The, oh, DWI is is uh, non-alcohol, right? I don't. I don't know. Driving under the influence, I think, is DUI. Uh, yeah. Debbie said he detected detected a strong odor of alcoholic beverage emitting oh. from both of them, but I don't know how he first. I need to look. Yeah, I was saying DW is driving while intoxicated, but both riders. Oh, they were on bicycles. They were Wait, drunk this... on bicycles. So I got a t- I got a citation in in uh, college for driving my bu- riding my bicycle drunk back from a party. I... So there are there are some states that you, <laughs> you can get, get DUI It's yeah, wrong they... that you can... they should have cut them some slack. I feel like so here I'm just reading it. Let me let the audience know. Um, they were riding bikes without lights around 11:30 p.m. and they cut into the middle of the road and were nearly hit by a car, which led to the traffic stop. But they're on. When I say bikes, I'm not talking about motorcycles. They're bicycles. That's when he detected a strong odor of alcohol. That's when he threw them in the car, and they started fucking. Now I'm totally on these people's side. Right? Getting a DUI for a bike? Let Maybe that's no. how she got hurt. She fell off the no. bike. It wasn't that she was... Look, they say, they said that she that they almost got hit by a car. I, I don't think that... <laughs> I, I personally do not agree with the citation that I got because I was, I was riding on campus on the on the sidewalk which was not for bikes it's not a bike walk but i was riding like through the on the side like there was no possibility i was getting hit at two in the morning where i was going to hit anyone it was just i really just want to convince myself that what they did was cool by fucking <laughs> in the, pretty, in the cop car after getting I, arrested it, that's balls it is cool I, I just look i get that they were riding their bikes irresponsibly Let me see drunk, dog. driving their bikes there irresponsibly what's up teddy is that the new one big or the old one no oh. he's just no. big chilling He's just uh, chilling. But I chilling just like feel like they I, they may have intentionally not drank and drive. That's what that could be why they were on bikes in the first place. I agree with you there. Yeah, I you mean know. the fucking in the back um, is is really really funny, and I want <laughs> I, I, I I can't help it. I gotta like that. <laughs> it's, it's just it's a funny thing. I mean, there's like yeah, I bet you wish you didn't drive those bikes. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't put that. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, you smell terrible. It smells like the. <laughs> It was like a red lobster after clothes. Jesus. I wonder if they were gonna. <laughs> I wonder if they were gonna get like detained in the drunk tank. I doubt that they were were gonna get like. I bet you he probably wasn't gonna charge him with DUI. He probably was gonna be like, all right, you're you're just go sober up and then go home. But then they started fucking. He's like, I'm throwing the book at you guys. You like, I have yeah. to have this car for years. Not, that probably is exactly what happened. I'd have gone the other direction, right? Like, I'm going to throw them in the drunk tank all night, and then they start fucking in my car, and it's like, all right, you rascals. Scurry on. <laughs> all right, get out of here. <laughs> You're cool. I didn't realize how cool you were when I first locked you up. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. So, hey, come on. <laughs> Seriously, cool going into the, the precinct, arrested two people for driving uh, their bikes while drunk, but they just started fucking, and... Uh, just wanted to expunge their records and right here. Yeah. yeah. We're high-fiving through the window in the back. Yeah. I'm going to let them play with the guns. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this a start for a porno? You just hear the yes. porn club theme intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, yeah, she maybe she'd look a little better. Her hair is goofy. Like, it looks like it's got five different lengths. I don't think her hair is good. I think her hair is the best part. Ah, maybe that's helmet hair from biking. biking. Hey, wait. If they didn't have a helmet put them in jail if they were wearing a helmet and riding a bike and fucking like all together i think they're just good good upstanding citizens if they're wearing the helmet during sex they're i'm on team florida couple 
Yeah. Well, you it's like one of those laws from 1614 where it's like, well, this couple fucked in the back of a precinct vehicle after being caught with a DUI. They are incumbent mayors now. <laughs> no, scratch that. They they walked backwards eating ice cream on a Sunday. They're going to be put to death. Yeah. <laughs> I love old laws like that. I They're think great, even man. back then the people making laws were like, let's, this is hilarious. Let's see how long this stays on. <laughs> yeah. The there's no way that they, there's no way that they seriously thought like you can't go, uh, whaling in Oklahoma. And they were yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> just a way to like boost their, their lack of crime numbers. Yeah. <laughs> What's this here? Oh, this is I totally forgot about it. Yeah. So the Felicity Huffman, if people don't know who she is, like I'm not good with actor names. She was the blonde mom in desperate housewife housewives housewives. That uh, I believe you. I don't know any. Oh, of yeah, that's right. Know. That show was popular when you guys were like eight. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So she was a really popular actress, and I I seem to be the only person on earth who feels like this days? isn't fair. I'm sorry. I just read it. 14 days is all she got. Yeah. As I mean, in, it's not enough, Woody, or it's too much. I want to know your your stance. Tucker's going to say too much or not enough. You're going to say too much, I bet. Here's the thing. It, <laughs> uh, this is what she actually got. She actually got, Here's if I'm thing. right, more time for her kid to take the SAT. Right. That, that was the difference between this privileged test area and the others. Um, and then uh, she spent, I think it cost a quarter million. A lot of this coming from my foggy memory. It's We, we all know about it. So, um, oh, wait. She admitted paying no. a Harvard graduate yeah. 15 grand to correct her answers on the SAT, securing a 400-point boost. Okay, so that's helpful. Let, let's say that's helpful. That, that'll give you a leg up. I get that. But 14 <sighs> points on the if SAT? You, no, 400 points. Yeah. Oh. Out of, and it's no longer out of 2,400 points. I believe it's over 1,600 points, which means it's one, quor one quarter of the entire test. Yeah, that's a, that's a good little curve you take you from 1100 yeah. to 1500 <laughs> yeah that that's a that's a boost all right all right so it helped but see it's see I, I said this before it seems like if you spend a quarter million helping your kid get into college fifteen thousand, you go to jail right it, or fifteen thousand in this case if you spend seven million buying uh, putting your name on a building so your kid gets into princeton well we just accept that we just say that's okay yeah. that's 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 how Harvard works. That's how Princeton okay. works. Let so, it go. So it's a yeah. quid pro quo, whatever it's called. Uh, you know, like, like, hey, if I buy this building, you're going to let my kid in, right? right? That I understand. I understand the double standards with the scale here. However, this was... I feel like uh, th there's a difference because I'm... God, somebody correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm pretty sure there is an allocated amount of spots that are that uh, that specific... Like colleges like Harvard or a college where this is even something that could happen. They have set aside every year to accept people that may do this, right? Versus oh, like what legacies? they were trying to do. Yeah, what they were trying to do is go through the normal route or relatively normal route and take places away from people that may have earned it themselves. I don't see how allocating a dozen spots every year for people that haven't earned it makes it better than no, I having was just a free-flowing system. Sometimes we let in six that don't earn it. Sometimes we let in 12 that what, don't What's earn funny it. is like all of these Ivy League schools... And like when you look at the amount of nepotism in Ivy League schools, not just Harvard, all, all of them, it's outrageous, fucking outrageous. And they like use like two little 
like some celebrities from the 90s, early 2000s here and break them over the coals. And then after this, they can be like, ah, oh, we're glad that's over. <laughs> right. We're glad nobody. We're glad we're not doing this each and every day with people all the time. We're going, ah, your your test scores are kind of shit. Uh, but oh, you're one of those gun kids from CNN. Uh, yeah. Yeah, welcome in. Come on in. Get in here, you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or like they're. Oh, you're you're one of the Rockefellers. You're one of the fucking ex name of other rich family. One of the Bushes. Sure, you're a retard. Get on in here. Like, it, oh, you're, they're gonna help our endowment. They're gonna like increase the like. I don't know. The whole Ivy League system is like that. And so, more yeah, than the just the Ivies. Making, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, well, all that happened here. The real crime is that getting into school became a little more affordable. No, cheating into school became a little more affordable. That's what went that, wrong. We should I be think, like China and all of us cheat all the time. Well, that I think would that the... make it fair? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, like, you're right. Like, there's, in an ideal world, everybody would be, it would be merit-based, but that's not how things work. I think that the the differentiating factor between buying a a building for your kid and having them go to school was that this was a large group of people that were setting up this program to do it i think they said like 34 people right so it was like starting a systematic way to do this versus so maybe this is like a hey let's nip this in the bud before it gets to a point where this is now a a, a fast track like an, a verifiable way to get your kid into xyz you know i still and, I and making i don't agree because i i think that if you look at the scale the whole building buying thing is more than 34 people you know i, I bet it's a couple hundred kids every year hmm. yeah it's like a lot of I, but i also no but, wait, you know. wait wait no they're not they're, harvard is not selling a hundred buildings okay, a year. I, I, I hear you i hear you but there's so endowment. Where we put this building? you could just dump money so into so the so endowment so the buying the building thing is really just sort of code for yeah for contributing money being a reliable alumni who gives back yeah. to the school all the time and then your kid gets in They'll do shit like, I'm going to buy a $5 million bench in the park. Hmm. And it's like, man, that's an expensive bench. I hope you hope you don't spend 12 grand on it to engrave it and then just keep four million, almost $5 million. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, well, we're definitely not going to do that. Definitely, definitely yeah. not. I still I think like... the funniest part of our show was trying to compare a thousand or a hundred grand to a billion. The best part <laughs> yeah. of that is I ended up being right with $13. The, immediately right off the uh. cut. Man, I wonder, idiot I, savant. <laughs> you know, you're right though. Is like I don't know the difference between the two, and I don't know if there's like I like my gut reaction is like I can't believe if she's getting 14 days in prison. What the fuck, you know? But also, like, what laws did they really break? Like, did they really break any like federal law? Like, right, they didn't I mean, break sure laws. They just broke rules. It's like getting caught early. Yeah, it was more like cheatery. Yes, yeah, it's, it's more. <laughs> it's not against the law. It's against the rules. <laughs> But yeah, like it is funny that like all these, you know, bullshit old boy nepotistic universities, it's, yeah. and you're right, it doesn't just happen in Ivy League, but it happens especially in Ivy League, are now like harumphing about with their fucking pocket watches and, and <laughs> pocket squares and uh, pocket, uh, there are lots of pocket things when you're rich. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Ascots. right here it says. Ascots. <laughs> Right here it says that it, it, it was the Rick Singer, this fucking ringleader guy. Like this, this was basically a sting operation by the FBI to stop this. It's just weird that that, like, now that I'm thinking about this whole thing in, in the in the grand scheme of things, it's just like a weird, like a weird thing for the FBI to be like, well, fuck, man, we got terrorists over here, and in that room, we're stopping college admissions scams. It's yeah. like yeah. what? <laughs> there was a, there's a, a headline I saw, like a screenshot on Twitter that was from like 1998, where it was like. 
CIA clears itself an investigation, oh, yeah. which accused CIA of spreading crack into rural and urban <laughs> communities. And so just one guy at the CIA, they're like, hey, Tom, you, you're head of internal affairs, and I know all your kids would love to see you for dinner tonight. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't I didn't know you. You definitely didn't get people hooked on crack. You definitely didn't do that. <laughs> didn't, you know. Oh, did uh, speaking of that kind of shit, did you hear like all the the stuff coming out with that Sackler family? Who? Who's, no, uh, I don't even know about that. Do you take it's like one of those, those those billionaire opioid families that like there were like quotes from them, like even in the '90s, talking about like basically alluding to how they wanted to get people addicted. They like they lobby doctors to give people way too many opioids, like it, and use it as a way more commonplace fixer of a problem. Where instead of being like. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You just had a surgery, but you're going to be fine in four days. Take a Tylenol three, you mm-hmm. know, every six hours and that's it. They'll just be like, yep, fucking uh, Vicodin. Fuck yeah. Vicodin for the next three weeks. Have a ball, son. <laughs> you know, and then you get addicted to it and then you turn to harder drugs or more pills and you end up killing yourself. And they got in trouble. Doctors and were, as were they were getting in trouble, this this family that owned this opioid uh, company, she billionaires, multi-billionaires, super rich. They were like getting in trouble for this manipulation and like intentionally getting people to overdose and knowingly when like private correspondents talking about how awesome it was, how much money they were making. Like there's like an article saying, let me, I can even find it. It's really funny because uh, I have it, I think in my, my favorite tweets, but I also favorite like people getting hit by cars. Jeez. <laughs> This this guy's really funny haircut. That <laughs> okay. they they oh, instructed the opioid like salesman, you know, like the pharma hotties that go to the doctors, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Man, it seems like we've got addiction problems." And they're like, "Yeah, but we figured it. If you just increase the dosage, it's weird. It actually undoes the addiction." And doctors yeah. are like, "Huh? Okay." <laughs> they, they ran with it. They, 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 of course, it doesn't, doesn't really make any sense, but <laughs> you're giving me a nice little kickback, so I guess I will. And as it was like tracking, that story was tracking, and they're getting in trouble for it. There were other stories breaking, like Sackler family found to have wired billions of dollars to Swiss offshore account in midst of blah 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 case and it's like oh "Oh, so this will be a one day long story nothing will come of this and they're going to be billionaires and they can basically walk up to somebody ODing on the street and like ha 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 I did that now I'm going to go get in a yacht a yacht and and fuck you like it's just so fucked up so fucked up to see things like that like okay I hear what you're saying but we need to get on the winning side of this team right we we need a, a mutual how do fund. we evict our audience opiates I exactly agree. yeah we need to get the is there some <laughs> investing strategy strategy for addictive shit right i want a bond or a mutual fund filled with like cigarettes opioids gambling help me out here you, know, you can do that with marijuana right uh, not addictive marijuana? enough Marijuana, people get addicted to weed, and marijuana is the best one because the people who like wake up every single morning and smoke, and then, oh, <laughs> it's a little before lunch. I think I'm going to smoke. Uh, getting to be early afternoon. I think I'm going to smoke. Ooh, before dinner. Don't want to eat unless I've smoked. Well, nice after dinner treat. I'm going to smoke. Those people, I went to college with some of those people, <laughs> will tell you like to your face, like, no, nah, I'm not addicted, man. No, I'm not addicted. No, I, mean, I smoke. Uh, I smoke like an eighth a day, or I, I smoke a quarter a day. But uh, it's just fun. It's just fun, man. It's like, well, then why when you we go out to bars and we're having like a couple beers, you're like, I want to go home and smoke. I want to go home and smoke. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, that. So like, you could people when they're like a 
blown out alcoholic or a crazy pill addict. Like, I feel like they have a sense of realness with it where they know it's happening and it's real because the consequences are way more dire, but the yeah, weed consequences, the consequences are so like, low. <laughs> it's just like, Oh, my motivation's gone. Uh, I'm not in very good shape. Oh, I eat bad. Oh, my sleep's a little weird uh, that they can rationalize it for way longer. So, yeah, I, I, I know, I know quite a few, like I smoke quite a bit, but I know a lot of people who smoke like, like you were saying, uh, I have a friend. <laughs> so let me backtrace I, or backtrack. I went, I went over to a friend's house for the first time and we walk in and we sit down and we were going to, we were going to hang out, smoke, go eat some dinner and then go, go mm -hmm. out to a, a show, like a, a, a music show. Yeah, it's fine. So like we're, that. yeah. So, so I'm sitting, I walk in <clears throat> and I'm like, Hey man, I bought a, I brought a joint. Like let's sit down. And he goes, Oh no, we're not, we're not going to smoke that. And he pulls out a, um, a, a dab machine, like a, like a giant rig pen. No, no, like it's like a oh. glass rig that you heat up a co like a, a the metal coil to like I don't know I'm I don't have one yeah I've and seen those with a fucking blowtorch he takes out a blowtorch he's like you ready man I'm like we're like are we doing crack or are we smoking weed he's like no it's just weed it's just concentrated and yeah. I was like this is where the line is drawn like if you if you're smoking even out of a bong or what like whatever your method is where it's like. Okay, cool. But the second you need a blowtorch to do anything, that is now not in the realm of like, oh. like, gotta go fill my butane burner. It's like, you don't take your weed you, intravenously, you are... rookie? Yeah, no, exactly. You're, like, you're preaching to the choir because I remember yeah. the first time. I, I, I must have been like sophomore, junior in college before I even knew this was a way of smoking weed where I was at a buddy's like house party. It was, it was winding down and he brought out a giant oil rig as he called it and like i was like that's neat it kind of looks like a fancy bong with a bunch of tubes and a, like a yeah. little bubbler on the side and then like he put the ceramic thing on it and then went grabbed this thing and went <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like this is this is weed can you just, like, just smoke the the flower part like an adult like, just <laughs> instead of being a maniac and then the thing that happens with those guys is i have a good friend did you of mine. smoke it though I no, mean, hypothetically, no. I mean, no, it, but didn't inhale. Smoked, but yeah. didn't inhale. I smoked it, but I didn't inhale. Yeah, you don't know and, anything uh, about it, of course. But was it better? Yes. <laughs> yeah, hypothetically, no. Way too strong. Okay, all right. <laughs> like, That's what is, I needed to hear. All right. Hypothetically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, a buddy of mine, to this day, he's gotten better with it. But he like moved off of flour, like the green bud weed entire, like. Like flowers, what they call just like regular weed. This is like what the, you think of when the, you think of as weed. Yeah, yeah, just regular ass weed. The oregano thing. Yeah, the oregano yes. thing. But these like little uh, shatter or wax or uh, uh, yeah, like little yellow pieces. That's like just like distilled THC condensed super much, super a ton. And they like that's the liquid sometimes you see in those vape pens. And he has pretty much transitioned and stayed fully on the oil pen thing for years and he uses it every day and he's to the point that if somebody's like hey i've got a a little bong or a joint with just some weed in it like you want to get high he'll just be like it's not gonna work no point <laughs> like you no, want to get high but it is that's baby it is crap. The, like you know when you're in when you're in the first time that i uh that i that i smoked weed was in college and my roommate was you know it was like you're you're like smoking some weird bunk ass to somebody it's like brown and crusty and you're like sweet and i, and I was like cool. yeah i was like cool fine and then you move to california and it's like all right great cool <laughs> explore the 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 wilderness going going there and trying that for the first time was <clears throat> like right before he, he right before he did the entire like you know method of 
I don't know. Like I'm not following. Going where and trying it? Are we in college at this this story? No, no. This was this was the story I was talking about. Going to my friend's place. Okay. Oh, uh, okay, right. Okay. And you know, and trying it. As I'm sitting there doing this, he's like, "By the way, man, just in case you know, like, or you didn't know, like, this is way, way more than you know, just smoking weed." And I'm like, "Cool." Like midway through this, like, "Thank you for telling me." How bad could it be? Like, there's no conceivable amount of like weed that I can smoke that's gonna make me like drool on myself. So then I started <laughs> drooling on myself immediately. Like, it's like it is not a if if that is an everyday thing, you are in the stratosphere of people that can, yeah. can smoke this shit. It's like an ungodly. I was so the end of the story was we went to dinner and I left dinner and I didn't go to the concert. I went home and slept. Like I was, it was, it's oh, like yeah. too much. It's too so, much. Yeah. I, I was a late bloomer with it as well. I didn't try it until college. And the first yeah. time I did in college, like it was at nighttime and like, it was just like a little joint thing. I had no idea what the, the quality of it was or anything like that. And like, I tried it, like I was really kind of timid with it. And then like the whole like realization washed over my no, might might have been a little bowl i don't remember what it was but it, the realization washed over me after i hit it of like oh this isn't scary at all yeah. like i expected it to be like the way that 70s show showed it where like stuff would be coming at me and yeah. be, whoa but it was really just more kind of like i kind of just want to do nothing and i'm really hungry and my mouth is dry real bad and then <laughs> the next morning i was i i had had somebody stay at my apartment for the evening and like they were like, dude, this is what you can bake because they were like pretty experienced with weed. And I was like, well, I'm not hungover at all. I feel fine. I just I just did this last night. I feel hunky dory. Can't even tell I did it. Let's do it. Let's do awake and bake. I was feeling so cool. Did it. <laughs> and then immediately it was like <laughs> going to Walmart. I was supposed to do that. Not going to happen. <laughs> uh, going going to the gym not gonna happen going and kicking the soccer ball around or playing frisbee with my friends stankowski field not gonna happen i'm just gonna melt <laughs> into the couch and it was like after a little bit of that like the novelty wore off and it was like this is yeah this is not a morning thing like i feel like it really just takes any motivation and plans to do stuff for me for some people it's different like i knew some yeah. of my stoner friends who would like smoke a whole joint to themselves and then go and and study none of them did well in school <laughs> so, uh, take that as you will yeah rogan would argue uh, rogan would say that the people who do pot and are lazy would have been lazy without pot yeah it just facilitates more laziness i think because yeah. it makes you content to just kind it, of it, do it nothing. makes um it makes nothing interesting right like if you're bored and you smoke like you still might be bored but you're definitely not as bored or you're definitely like it, it just you're oh. just content kind of being around and doing whatever like maybe endlessly mm -hmm. scrolling through twitter like obviously everybody's different you could almost and, you rephrase know. that to say it makes everything interesting or anything interesting sure yeah it makes boredom but, more bearable but it yeah it makes it doesn't make things necessarily more interesting uh it, i think that you know it, it just makes me okay if it, it makes me feel all right if there's nothing to do like if i'll just if i'm half paying attention to a television show right now or if i'm like on a podcast cool we're here and i'm engaged or at the very least like i'm still attentive to this but if i was on my couch and we were smoking and i wasn't super into it then i might just be content not being into anything at all and not giving my attention to anything at all but still happy yeah. and still enjoying it it's just like i'm not engaged with anything Somebody out there is watching this and is like, that's not how weed works for me. Mm, like, yeah. but that's fine. It just like people can be functioning alcoholics. You can smoke a fuck ton and be incredibly successful. Yeah. You can smoke and nothing. The and the brigade be, yeah. is always so defensive over it. I don't get it. It's like, if it works for you, go wild. 
I've never said it's a bad drug. As far as drugs are concerned and their outcomes and and consequences, weed is better than alcohol. And I know that's so ooh, boomer take. Well, actually, the opposite of boomer take. No, you know? but it is. <laughs> is that it's like, yeah, it, it actually is safer than alcohol in most ways. Like, but that doesn't mean it's some miracle drug. That's the thing about pot culture that sucks is the people who can't just it's pot accept culture itself. It's yeah, just, it's like, like every, people. Yeah, who make it part of their personality. Where like, well, if I have a buddy that likes to smoke, like my buddy who smokes a ton of weed, never talks to me about weed. He never talks to me about a new strain or a new rig he got because he knows I don't fucking care. Like, and it's it'd be like at our age, it'd be like, dude, really? Like, really? You want to talk about yeah. sativas? I tried this new home? Jack Harrer, man, Taylor. Let me tell you, it was crazy. Do you want to try some? It's like yeah. it's like the same. Uh, it's like uh, people who, you know, how you have that like uh, that that um what's it called stereotype of people like hipsters that are just way too into IPA beers or whatever. And yeah. it's just like, they'll come, they'll come to a party with their craft beer and like, now let me tell you about this microbrewery up there near Portland. It's like, great, cool. <laughs> I, I enjoy beer too. It's nice. But like, you're taking it a step further than normal people would be interested in. That is oh, the, yeah, unfortunately sure. a large group of the people that do tend to smoke marijuana. That, is like, yeah. The pot the not being bad for you with, thing. They yeah. take too far, right? Like, like, yeah. oh, dude, have you noticed I have no glaucoma at all? Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, you're 24. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of CBD shit that it, everything here in 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 Los Angeles is CBD infused. Like like uh, so I was shopping today to get groceries, and uh, at the counter of my little like not tra it's not Trader Joe's, but it's like one of those like smaller grocery stores. I was just getting like a sandwich. They had um, CBD water, and I'm like, gross. Okay. Yeah, better right. taste like, worse. Like, no, it doesn't really taste like okay. anything, really. Oh, you bought it? No, I've tried it though. Like I've been, like you know, there, there's been. I bet it costs more. It probably, it definitely does. Everything but costs there's more. There's CBD than like water. lip balm, CBD lotion, CBD eye drop. There's CBD in everything now, and it's like I get that it's calming for you, but it does nothing for me. So I, you know. Oh, cool. dude! Like so, like I, I work in consumer products with a number of clients, and so like. Every consumer products company is like, let's just fucking do CBD, man. Just throw it in something. The FDA doesn't let us make any claims, so it's not like there's an advertising war. It's literally illegal to advertise it. Just what are we going to do? Just put it on you the wanna, label. You want a cream? CBD cream? Fuck it. Yeah, we'll roll one of those out. A CBD tincture? Sure. Everybody's got one of those. Do it. And it's like... What's a tincture? A tincture is like the oil Droppers. dropper thing. Like... Oh. Someone gave me a couple containers of that uh, for free just to be like, hey, see if... Uh, this makes your, uh, they're like, uh, try this for chronic soreness. I'm like, I don't have any of that. I'm 28. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like they're it's like, already working. All you have to do is look at it. And then they, uh, they said, oh, it'll help your, your, you fall asleep easier. And so I think I'm going to start taking it every night and see if I actually can tell a difference in how fast I fall asleep. But counterpoint, I, I don't, I don't what if you put it in the air when you left your dog in the house alone? You That's another CBD. thing. You can CBD, CBD for dogs. Yeah, I've I've seen literal products out there. CBD for dogs. You I take thought I was innovating here. No, you, you <laughs> drip it on the dog's food and get this: the same companies that make the tinctures for people make the one for dogs. It's just a label difference, but there's like a three hundred percent markup on the dog one. The dog yeah. one costs more. Way more because people well, know like CPG research shows that people are more likely to spoil their dogs than they are themselves in a lot of ways. And that's why you get like whole dog mom industries of like, oh, he needs a he, he needs a Gucci bow. He'll know if he's wearing an old Navy <laughs> one. 
that kind of shit. Hey, but hey. Yeah, the CBD thing is exploding. <laughs> Old Navy's it, cool. Yeah, Old Navy is <laughs> nice for cool people. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. CBD. I do. CBD's I do believe CBD thing. works. Like it, my it, grandpa right. told me, like sure. it got rid of it, like his arthritis. I think it works. I think it works. Um, shit. I had a good analogy. I, I had a good analogy for it. it works. Oh, that's it's it's like taking a vitamin D pill. Scientifically, that shit works, right? You're getting yeah. more vitamin D. It is right. I take vitamin D pills if I skip a couple days and maybe like on one day three, I'm like, oh, I forgot to take one. Maybe that's a reason why I felt a little off. Probably not, but it doesn't really matter at we'll the end of the that. day. Like, yeah. it, you know, right. Like the CBD does shit. It is probably good for you in many ways. It is anti-inflammatory, whatever you want to say. However, I don't personally notice any meaningful difference. And I think that like, I'm sure people are different, but it's not like you're not going to take it and be like, fuck like i'm so healthy now you know it's like vitamins like okay. yeah that i'm kind of on the same page with you with that like i would have been on the it's kind of an overblown hokum thing until my grandpa who is southern farmer not a fan of weed at all not at all yeah. like my grandma had to twist his arm be like you were gonna try that cbd stuff because i'm tired of you not being able to do stuff around the house because you can't close your hand and then she started doing it and he was able to close his hand and everything. And then he stopped taking it. And I asked why. And he was like, I already sleep enough as an old man. It was putting me out at like seven. And I was waking up at seven too much. You know, he said, my, my grandpa's Alex Jones. Yeah. But uh, so I, I believe it works. And yeah. that industry is so is going to explode right now. Everybody is just waiting for the FDA to make a ruling on both dosing and uh, claims you can make. And as soon as that's all solidified and the edible nature of it, the the ingestibility of it is kind of regulated, it's going to be everywhere. Because right now, the reason that creams and uh, like uh, roll-on balls and stuff is the stuff, like yeah. a, a main delivery mechanism that doesn't really work as well, I don't think, but you can get it anywhere, is because the FDA is totally cool with that shit. They don't give a fuck about topicals. But if you say, put this in your mouth, they're going to add that, 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 that. No. Oh, let's take a second here. This could be some Chinese bullshit poison. I'm learning so much. I've, yeah, the FDA, um, did you know that the it, that um, malt beverages, like uh, sugar, uh, fermented sugar beverages, don't have to go through the FDA? So White Claw, um, all of those, they don't have to get regulated by the FDA like you would really? if you had like a premium liquor. Yeah, so I want to, so I'm, I'm, I, I'm sorry if we're getting derailed, but I'm starting. No. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 starting a vodka water company in a can, like like Wait, vodka and water. Yeah, for real. So I start off as a joke because that's all that I drink, and then uh, I had a I had a chance meeting with um um I, I Mr. Guess White the, Claw himself. Uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> it was the um it was the uh, the president at the time who created uh Mike's Hard Lemonade, and he does a bunch of consulting for my agency that I work with. And he overheard the conversation we were talking about. It was like, that's super interesting. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So we went through it. And, you know, long story short, we started getting the, down to like what it takes to bring an alcoholic beverage from, you know, idea to market. And, you know, all of the white tape and stuff aside, and he looked me dead in the eyes. He's like, you know, for like half as much money, instead of using vodka or whatever, like spirit that you would like to use, you could just use fermented sugar, which is the whole premium malt beverage or, or, or spiked seltzer is what they say. They don't yeah. say... It's out, or they just say alcohol by volume, but it's the FDA does not do any does not require any additional regulation. You can sell it at the same like the same level of regulation as Coca Cola. 
I had so no idea. It, I, neither that. did I. I was like, Jesus Christ. No wonder they all use the same thing and none of them are like, with vodka, you know? Be Even careful absolute... because there is, yeah, that whole not with like vodka thing. That's interesting. There is a vodka water can out there now that I've seen starting to crop up in uh, like convenience stores, like 7-Eleven kind of things. It's called Monaco. And Monaco. it's a, yeah, it's got like a picture of a rooster on it, I think. It's just called Monaco. It's like a long, long kind of tall Red Bull looking can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And its claim is two shots in every can. And so it's like 10% alcohol. And so you can, and they're selling them for two for four at a 7 Eleven near me. Now that is the market that they, like that, they cornered the market with that one. Yeah, that's wild. Well, see, they're trying to, to you know, they're going to be a loss leader, not like they're a leader in anything, but they're going to try and get a little bit of penetration into that. Uh, uh, white claw truly market and, and see yeah. where it goes. Yeah, which I it love those wild. hard seltzers. I'll probably have one later. They're they're like, they're great. They're just my only complaint with them. Actually, I have a couple. I don't like seltzer. Right? I like water. Okay. <laughs> I like fucking water. It's just it's just cold. It, no bubbles. No bullshit. It's just perfect. Right? Uh, and the fact that they're four point five percent. Like I have to drink six of these in two hours or else I'm not going to be even close to being drunk. Right. Like that's a, that's a, a problematic amount of liquid in my body. That means I'm yeah. not eating during that time. Like, like I just, I have to fit as many of these that's in here. True. So I enjoy them when it's like, I'm at the pool or, you know, we're just hanging out and it's like a good casual drink, but never in my life. am I like, I'm going out tonight, bring me a pack of white claws. I'm crushing all of them and I'm peeing for the rest of the night. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah I, I think they taste really good. I'm on the other side. Like I love water, regular water, but I love seltzer water. Like I always buy the off brand of it for like just a little lemon kick. I just like it. I, I like carbonated things on the internet and, and I don't know how it's true, but I just know that it's true. Seltzer water tastes like static television. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It tastes like static TV. Yeah. Well, does. then I love static television and its, <laughs> its flavor. It's good. I, like, I think I've said it on the show before, but like someone had a really viral, funny tweet like a year or two ago where they're like, White Claw or <laughs> truly tastes like, uh, yeah, LaCroix tastes like <laughs> you're drinking water and somebody yells out the name of a fruit in the other room. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like strawberry on low power mode. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Which is like kind of true. Like if you, it is. If they didn't have a label on the can, you took a drink, you'd be like, "Lemon? I want to say, I want to say, there's something in there. There's some kind of essential oil making it taste different, <laughs> but it's mostly the bubbles that I like." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's true, man. Those things came out of nowhere. They really they made, did. Like the fact that that like that that the fact that we have had two major food or beverage oriented crazes in this year is pretty nuts we had the popeye's chicken sandwich we've got white claws what's next yeah what's next like food shortage that we're gonna have or like did you rabid uh, did you see that <laughs> like there was this little like message that popeye's put out where they're like we're a bunch of fucking morons who can't get our supply line to work correctly but you can still have popeye's chicken sandwiches because just bring your own bun yeah. Just bring your own bun to our store. And it was like a commercial of people like buying a three piece chicken tenders and bringing their own bun and making their own sandwich and being like, this is just as good. And it's like, wow, this is Im Chick fil A has this playing in their headquarters laughing at oh, you. Oh, right no. Yeah, they just, was, they've man. just improved. I doubt they're giving a discount on this chicken sandwich if you bring your own bread. They genius. They, they, they've got a problem and they're like, hey, I've got a solution. Well, actually, you solve it. And people yeah. probably did. That's not genius. It was, see, the okay. problem here is that it's like, PR. 
it's they 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 admitted the chicken sand the sandwich is just our fucking tenders. There's nothing different. It's yeah. just our tenders with bread. And mm-hmm. and Chick-fil-A is just like, see, ours are very different. We have, you know, different cooking methods, all this stuff. You, you hit and the nail on the run. head. I feel right like there, you guys are they, chicken racist. They basically admitted people had this ethos about them and or the ethos around that sandwich of like this is like a new rival to the chick-fil-a sandwich like i don't know what they're doing back there but man it's competing with the legacy of the chick-fil-a sandwich and they're like actually it's just like a big finger it's like a big, <laughs> imagine a chicken finger then they make it like oh, like that big Yo, and then breast, put a on breast it. is cut in yeah. three we don't cut it this time we just put it in there. <laughs> yeah and so like them admitting that it's that meme's already dead yeah, they tried to hit it curtain. more. Like it's already the, the day's I gone. Sorry, any, I haven't heard anybody talk about it since the the whole shortage thing. Like that was it. They should have just ripped it. They should have McRibbed it. They should have ripped it off the menu and then brought it back for Christmas or some shit like that. You know, you need to get into marketing because that's exactly the right move. Pull yeah. it out, manufacture a shortage, so you you get people chatting about it, and then you bring it right back. The McRib. The only reason I've ever bought one is because of the hype around it and. People like be like, oh, the McRib's so good. I bought one. I think I took two bites before I was like, I'm not going to lie to myself that I enjoy this any longer. I like and the way he verbified McRib, which I just M- did with M- verb. He McRibbed it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like the Monopoly, uh, the Monopoly shit that McDonald's will do. Oh, I'm an yeah. adult, and when I see it's Monopoly time, I'm like, well... I play the lottery, but I get fries also. Yeah. <laughs> I am, but I am, but a man. And what am I? Who am I to say no? Yeah. And that's like, that's proven how good it is because I I am not a gambler. I never gamble. I don't bet on sports. Don't bet on anything. But when McDonald's like uh, it comes to town with that, I'll buy a medium soda and a medium fry and a six piece nugget, even if that's not what I want. So I get six peelies. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I got so, pork place now. All I need is boardwalk, and I'm rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're 50% of the way there. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one boardwalk and wait, you saw that uh, you saw that story about how um McDonald's managers from like 1998 to like 2005 embezzled every single boardwalk yeah. in Park Place. Every one of them. You could not win because they were all embezzled by the employees. I was yeah, like, really. seems seems right. Yeah. Hmm. True kings. That's True. <laughs> that's awesome. They were like yeah, they would like pay their employees like here's 15 grand give me that it was like all right do you guys know the well, story about the pepsi and the harrier jet yes, yes. i did yeah oh yeah. Ah, seven classic. million pepsi points or whatever it was I, yeah so pepsi had this thing where if you buy pepsi you get you accumulate points and if you buy enough of it in 1996 you could win a harrier jet and, it, and taylor said it's seven million pepsi points and uh so someone, I guess, figured out that it was actually a fairly inexpensive way. It was $700,000 to buy a Harrier jet, which is a good deal. So that's what he did. And Pepsi didn't come through with the jet. They said you were supposed to realize that it was a joke. Well, didn't yeah. they have They had to settle. They had with to them, settle. Yeah. Right? I don't remember what the set. I'm pretty sure they settled out of court or something like that. But it, they did not give him the Harrier. <laughs> Look at this insult. You know... Someone who's taking advantage of the legal system doesn't really typify the Pepsi generation. Oh, I'm sure he's so hurt. Doesn't typify <laughs> the Pepsi generation. Yeah, go You're have not fucking a real uh, Pepsi man. Like, remember when that that Kardashian in that commercial was like walking up to someone being abused by police? She's like, "Everybody, settle down. Have a Pepsi." <laughs> was that the Pepsi or was that the Coke? No, that was that was, that was the Pepsi. Yeah. yeah, the parade. I forgot about that. So, it was like racism oh. over. Can you imagine how tone deaf you have to be 
to be the writers for that spot, the directors for that spot, the marketing people who came up with the idea, and everyone along the way is like, yeah, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. Yeah, I talked to all my friends here in Brooklyn, and that we all agree it's great. Do you know anybody outside of here? No, I don't tend to associate with them. You know, it's like, the, yeah. like it's like these little inculcated co alcoves in in these major cities where like you'll see some advertising come out and be like, what the fuck? What? That's so tone deaf. That guy's getting billy clubbed by a police officer, mm-hmm. and, he, and and he's, he doesn't want a Pepsi right now. He wants a, a steak for his ruined face. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> That would be a great counter marketing campaign from Coke. A guy just, just getting <laughs> savaged by a cop, and then someone drinking a Coke just walks by, like, "What are you gonna do?" And it's mm. like, "Coke, we won't stop police brutality, but we taste pretty good." <laughs> and then <laughs> that's what they run with. We quench thirst, not racism. Coke. I, yeah, it's we funny that Pepsi that. and Coke never not mention each other, or rarely mention each other, right? Like I've noticed the news starts doing it. Like uh, CNN and Fox are often showing what they consider embarrassing moments from the other network. But I don't see like Pepsi talking about how Coca-Cola tastes bad. Or, like, they you don't, don't want to like because a, when you're as yeah. well known as Pepsi and Coke, your, your brand marketing strategy is no longer tell them the benefits of Coke. Tell them the benefits of Pepsi. It's just get our name out there because frequency and saturation of a given market is what's going to influence your sales. It's not yeah. at all the... Coke, we have, you know, the only one who even does that is Dr. Pepper, who's like we have, and all they say is like 23 flavors or whatever. And that's that's part of their identity now, too. So like being a brand that big, like Budweiser, you just show people having a fun time with a can in their hand and you go, oh, yeah, that exists. I remember that. Yeah, That'll think about my the, subconscious. I think of like the deep. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I did like a I did like a campaign for uh, for Coca Cola years ago, and they were trying to figure out additional ways to work Fanta into video game stuff. And so I was at the Co- the Coke HQ in Atlanta, just talking about you know I, it was honestly a weird meeting, and somebody was like, "What about Minecraft?" And I was like, "I mean, we could like rename all of the potions and Fanta flavors." And they're like, "No, no, no, we don't want Fanta mentioned ever." I was like, what do you, then what am I going to advertise? Like, we just want the flavor names in there and people will just know that it's Fanta. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that is one way. And like, you know, Coke was like, just wear red. How about they have a whole, a whole marketing and advertising campaign where they have a group of huge fans of Fanta called Fantifa. And they <laughs> they fight and they get cops mad. in the street. Yeah. And they wear masks and lock and sock. They, and they, <laughs> Fanta comes out with a new black flavor, like black licorice. Yeah, they dress and, from oh. head to toe. And Everybody's <laughs> like, even in the commercial, you see him taking a big swing and going, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, a black Some ri- sweet comes drink. out of the corner. It's like this is incredible. I don't know the sweet. <laughs> well, the trick behind the scenes of the shoot was filling it with Coke. You know, yeah. because <laughs> black licorice soda, black licorice is terrible. The candies Horrible. that people had to learn to enjoy in like the 1880s is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's a wax bottle filled with poison oh. that kind of tastes like sugar. As oh, a child, good, whatever. Good and plenty's yeah. were just like. You know, horrible tasting decoys to Mike and Ike's. Do you, are you guys familiar oh, with these candies? I know plenties. Plenties. Yeah. They're frustratingly bad. They're so bad, but they look like Mike and Ike's. So you're like, uh, maybe this time I'll like them. No, no, you won't. You fucked up. You know why they named it that? It's because you eat one and you go, oh, I'm good. That's plenty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, now what if Mike and Ike did that commercial and ripped on them? That'd be funny. No, just that me. Would, I wonder, wouldn't it be funny if they had the same parent company? Or as good, they just 
Uh, licorice is so gross. Red licorice too? No, no. Red licorice is fine, but black licorice. Well, you're painting oh with a pretty broad God. brush there, Taylor. No, not no, all licorice no. is bad. Well, oh, the just red the black one is. Huh? The black licorice is terrible. That's what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. No, with salt, with salted, salted black Racist. licorice is disgusting. Black licorice is nasty. Red licorice is just nothing. It's not good. I wouldn't. I never think. I never like wake up in the middle and I'm like, if I could just get a bag of Twizzlers right now, everything would be okay. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, like I'm never craving it. But you know, you're right. What I are mean, top tier candies? Mm. Uh, in your guys' eyes. I want to get Tucker's first. I bet you've probably ranked candies or something. I, I, you know, honestly, I should do it. I think, I think, um, whew, I think my top three would have to be in no particular order. Uh, three Musketeers, Almond Joy, and um, and Twix. I'm with you on a third of those. Twix is very solid. Almond Joy tastes good, but. It's not a top tier. You're not. You're not a coconut boy, dude. Twix is the only one I wasn't with him on. I, I might say, uh, yeah, those two in payday would might be my top. And by the way, payday. Did you say oh, Snickers? Oh, I love payday. No, no I didn't say Snickers. Snickers, almond joy, and payday. I think. And Snickers, by the way, belongs in the fridge or freezer. Yeah. Well, if that's three musketeers, put it in the freezer. It's just there's no nougat, so it's not even like Snickers is hard with the nougat when it gets frozen. Three musketeers is just cream it's like it's just chocolate mousse that's my so, weight yeah, loss oh. plan really right it makes me eat fewer snickers because it takes a good 15 <laughs> 18 minutes like, oh, i'm trying you ah. eat enough snickers out of the freezer you'll be smoking hot <laughs> See, like, <when laughs> it makes I, sense <laughs> when, I, when i do get like three musketeers because it is lower calorie and things i'll get like halfway through it the once every four years i buy a three musketeers and be like god damn it i should have just went whole hog and got a milky way Instead oh, of getting, Milky Ways are yeah. you know what? Yeah, I gotta put them in the dark chocolate Milky Way was a was a pull if you got that in Halloween. Love dark yeah, chocolate. Those were good. I can't believe nobody's mentioned Reese's. Those are my favorite. Fuck Reese's. Are you kidding me? What? Reese's is it's peanut butter and chocolate. It's no. It's like it's like um it's like the worst quality peanut butter you could ever put inside not great chocolate, and then it's just so gunky and dr it's like eating. I put Reese's and Butterfinger as like the bottom tier of this shit. What's like, interesting about Reese's to me is the small, like mini little Reese's actually pretty good. If you I agree get you. a bigger Reese's, they get awful. And I, yeah. I one time, like almost as a joke, bought a, a big one. I don't like size of a like human a head almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like <laughs> you wouldn't even eat it. Like it's just like it's it's it sucked. It sucked really bad. And oh. I guess I, I like when they come around with the, the Easter egg ones, like once a year and we're celebrating something about Jesus and, <laughs> and you get the eggs. Oh, I love those. I like the, the higher peanut butter to chocolate ratio. I hope you my mom just got upset when you said something about Jesus. Something. About <laughs> yeah, it was so like when like he it. fucked Mary Magdalene for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I think, what Easter is. <laughs> it's worth commemorating. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Jesus was so stoked on getting his dick wet that he was <laughs> like, holiday, oh, yeah. right here. He Everybody's just... getting peanut butter and chocolate. Christmas is when Jesus fucked the Virgin Mary, I think. I'm not sure. No, he definitely didn't fuck his mom. Well, oh, you're being... well the Trinity, it's all the same. <laughs> yeah, right. She was impregnated by her father. Mm-hmm. Think it through. Ooh, Look into it. I don't it. care. I don't care for this. Yeah, <laughs> that interpretation of it. Sorry, Woody's mom. <laughs> and all the other devout 
holy boys in the in the listenership. Yes, we have a we're we're thick with uh, holy oh, listeners. Holy, boys. there are yeah. some. I uh, I don't. I, I'm lucky that I'm not tempted by candy that often because my number one, my top top one, Reese's Fast Break because that's got peanut butter, chocolate, and it's got nougat in there. It's like mm, a bar. And nougat. top quality. And I always get the king size, like 500 calories in yeah. a in one bar of that. And don't even look at your daily sugar allotment because it turns <laughs> out that peanut butter has no protein in it whatsoever. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just, it just says type two. Yeah. <laughs> like right it's like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, I... I used to I used to eat a lot of ice cream and stuff, and I'm with you. Like I lost my sweet tooth growing up. Um, I still love salty stuff, but I used to go through. My mom used to buy me a uh, I guess one of those half gallons every like four days because that's how much I ice cream I eat. So you know, like a cereal bowl, my ice cream would be scooped above the bowl. You know, and like they, they, I, I don't know why they let me eat that much ice cream, but like that was just it. Now I can't remember the last time I had ice cream or a candy bar or anything like that. What was your I don't flavor the of choice when you were getting Moose Tracks? Oh man, Moose Tracks ice cream. So it, it was like blended with um, it, it had like peanuts in it, but then it had it was blended with like chocolate. Um, but the chocolate was those like sheets of hardened chocolate almost, oh, you know what I mean? Like that so turtle buy, stuff, you, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd get into it and then just be this sheet of ch- like inch thick chocolate. It was it was great. Oh, dude. Uh, when I was five years old, stuff. I was more enthralled by how that turtle chocolate sauce hardened so quickly on ice cream than I was by automobiles, planes, trains, planes, trains, automobiles. Like it was just like, oh man, Imagine. we got, we must have a couple leftover Nazi scientists who were still ambitious after the moon landing. <laughs> Hans is like, but what if we make it freeze? It's like, yes. what? Hans, are you tired down of, back there. Uh, are you tired of dripping chocolate on your ice cream? Very no more because we've <laughs> <laughs> the like, uh, like notable contri- contributions like the atomic bomb, hardening ice cream, like chocolate shell. It's like perfect, incredible work. You know what'd be funny is if like you know how we haven't done any moon shit in a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Is if NASA eventually came out and was like <sighs> Honestly, guys, after that last Nazi scientist died, we've we've been really struggling to come up with ideas. <laughs> the secrets died with the Nazis. I know you guys don't want to hear this, but I think we got to bring them back. It's like yeah. what? They were really good with rockets. They, <laughs> they were beating our ass and getting to the moon and shit. Yeah, Speaking we lucked of, out with that. We we did. Yeah. Just being like, all right, all you guys were putting you to death, but you and you and you and you and you, you you have a high paying job here with us now. You you kind of just sat in a lab the whole time, anyways. Okay, yeah, just come. Yeah, we're gonna absolve you of that. Just like make us something fast that goes high up. Yeah, and then when you succeed, we're gonna talk about how dope America is. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) your only problem. Yeah, I hope we start doing more space stuff, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Like, uh, where do you want we, your space stuff focused into like satellites that help us do shit or you want to science you want to see like controlling the weather or something with lasers okay so not finding new life I mean finding well, new life is cool. kind of hard to do from here you know yeah well you gotta start I, somewhere I want to start I, I would like I would like to I would like to go to the moon because with the I saw Chris Hadfield live stream from the fucking ISS right in HD Okay. Now there was a big delay, but I saw it. Right, I want that, but on the moon, 
I want to see some. I want to see somebody playing golf on the moon in HD. Like we have the technology to do this. I just want that. But now I don't even really care too much about anything meaningful going up there. Like, sure, it'd be cool to have the ISS continue. Aren't they getting like shutting it down? I'd like to see no some idea. more shit like that happen. Um, and sure, I'd love to go to Mars. But ultimately, I just want to see like the like at the level of the Hubble Space Telescope type photos. Just shit that's like, oh. Look at how cool this is. And this guy's actually up there doing this in real time. Yeah. yeah. I want to see somebody hit a 3,000-yard drive in the moon open. Yeah. You know, <laughs> send Tiger up there. Yes, send Tiger up there. Ooh, Tiger suffered a puncture in his suit. He is... Well, he's he's not in the competition anymore, folks. He's, <laughs> he's, I, I, he's looking good for that little wonder, Irish kid. No, yeah. <laughs> can you hit a golf ball out of orbit on the moon? What's the, I'm sure, you know what? I'm going to just Google because I know cool. somebody's already done that. I wonder if you could or if, no, Perfect. I was about to speculate on, on science that I couldn't possibly understand. Um, the escape velocity from the surface of the moon is approximately 2,380 meters a second. In conclusion, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's, that's way more than I thought. How much more is that than Earth? Or how much less is that than Earth? Well, I guess what's the what's the percentage of gravity on the moon? Is it like 0. 0.8, 0. 0.6? Are we sure it's linear? Yeah. I don't know. We need somebody smarter than us. Uh, I'll handle this. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, all you. The moon's gravity is 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 um eighty three percent of Earth's gravity. Hmm. Oh, I'm six. Like oh, I always wait, had less. Eighty three percent less. Oh. Uh. So if you weigh Taylor, how much do you weigh? Actually, don't answer that. That's a personal question. <laughs> it's like two hundred, yeah. Okay, two hundred. If you weighed two hundred pounds, you would weigh. Well, this website just doesn't work. <laughs> it's called moonconnection.com, and it doesn't convert. Am I thin on the moon, Tucker? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're bloated because there's no pressure in the atmosphere. Oh no, my head's even bigger on the moon. Oh, <laughs> so. it just swells up. Taylor, you'd we're weigh thirty-three pounds. Mm. Wow, wow. You'd be strong so as with fuck. the with the suit on, I guess I was like a little bit skewed by the fact that I imagine like them running on the moon, and I see these guys like running versus if you weigh thirty-three pounds, I'm jumping thirty-five feet. I'm like, doing push-ups going... all day. Not push-ups, what pull-ups. I... I was going for doesn't matter. What I want to do then is like load up a bench. And just bench what? If two hundred pounds is thirty three pounds, dude, you'd go viral on Instagram. Let's do. Let's do it <laughs> like with one arm. Yeah, the bar is bending. Hundred pounds. It cost bench. a trillion yes. dollars to get it from Earth to the Moon, but it'd be cool. Yes, <laughs> you're right. That's what I would do. It's like, what are you gonna do with the eighty two billion you just won? I'm gonna I'm gonna bench press sixteen hundred pounds on the Moon. <laughs> so, Why? The first man to win $92 billion has gone in debt. But is it cool? <laughs> How many likes did the post get, though? No, people are calling it fake and gay. Fuck! <laughs> Could have been fake and gay at home. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, like, little corner... <clears throat> of youtube with like the weightlifting and workout people where there's like lifting cops like some woman in russia or something will be like uh, uh a video will be deadlifting 
900 pounds and some like jack dude will be like fucking bullshit look at these plates and now compare it to this plate here and let's cross let's cross section these and see what we see and it's like you just know these people didn't do any kind of math they're like like editing this advanced until they saw somebody faking their lifts and now they're all about it (laughs) it's brains frying if you're like if you're like an expert like lifter and that's your bread and butter of life and you're like worked really hard got to 750 800 pound deadlift i don't fucking know what's that super impressive and then someone fakes that yeah, that would piss you off. Yeah. Like, what, what's the guy's name? Is it Brian Castleberry? Is that his? It might, uh, this is who way out of my realm of things I know. Are um, you talking about the world's strongest man? Oh, no. <laughs> he's no, not him. Brian Castleberry. I, Brian Shaw is the world's strongest man. Or, uh, he's been done it like four times. Chucks, he, I don't, he, he always pulls his pants down right before he lifts. He's Instagram famous. He's jacked as fuck. And almost, sorry, what do you mean? almost like, as strong like as he ass? pretends to be. Uh, he just does like before every lift, he kind of pulls his pants down to like his dick root. I don't know why. It's like pants down, weights up, and he goes. And it be- sounds awesome. <laughs> it's become like <laughs> that a, a meme. But like he'll he'll be like doing seven hundred pound benches for reps, and you're like, well, oh, okay. Look, I get that you're really strong. But you're not that strong. You've exaggerated mm-hmm. how strong you are. And he mixes in real and fake weights and such. People confront him at like muscle and fitness shows. It's a thing. You know, you know what sucks? No matter how hard you look online, no clips of chimps or gorillas doing like feats of strength. Like they just they just don't do it. We need to train it's a gorilla to weightlift Brad so we can Castleberry. really see what they can do. Oh, and see just, a silverback just pumping iron. <laughs> let's put steroids in those things. Let's have fun with it. The, hmm. I we've talked about this like I let's legalize steroids for a select group of people and put them all in a cage together and see what happens like just pump them full of everything and no no rules let's use Eastern Europeans or Icelandic people because they're already scientifically thrice as strong as the rest of us apparently (laughs) because try and find a vowel in the world's strongest man competition you can't (laughs) (laughs) there's like the number one like one of the best guys ever is from something zavakia and his name is like uh cedris zidrunius and it's like man you know that guy's yoked <laughs> like it <laughs> like, but it's that eastern european strength where like if you saw him unloading boxes at the back of a truck at you know like you'd be like, yeah, that looks that looks right, because they've got like yeah, that big like, belly too. Yeah, yeah. That seems like a sport that's cool to do, but very high risk, low low reward as far as money and shit. Like yeah. if you're like the tenth strongest guy in the world, or the I'll say twentieth. Like, are you making? We don't even money? know like, his name. He's American. Yeah, I know yeah. Thor. <laughs> he was the strongest last year, the year before. People only know who he is because he played the mountain. And then Brian Shaw, you only know, I only know who he is because I've looked at his YouTube channel and he's won it like five times. But other than that, it's like, who the, who, who, who are these people? Yeah, no, it's true. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of sports like that. I mean, like, what is the, what's the 10th best 
competitive parkour tag player in the world do like you know like like all these like off yeah. off brand espn oh. you know the ocho show i mean at least with weight no one on this show except me can name the best acrobatic paraglider pilot in the world right and that includes so, the so audience like, yeah <laughs> who cares matt woodworth <laughs> not me think, yeah you know you just like go into weight training and then you you i know that thor uh trains dan bilzerian because I've really? seen him on Dan Bilzerian's Instagram page. So, like, there. There you go. Now he's a celebrity weight trainer. Or, you know, like, I guess there's avenues there. But even still, you're right. He's, like, top 10, top 5. Yeah. What do you do with number 27? I'd love to see The Mountain or Brian Shaw or one of those guys just try UFC. Too just heavy. do super heavyweight. Wait, uh, is I thought super heavyweight was the one with no limit. There is no super heavyweight. The heavyweight um, limit is 265. Wait, oh, what, none of these guys would um, make it. <laughs> is that what um uh what's his face fought in the WWE guy? Brock Lesnar? Lesnar. Yeah, Brock he, Lesnar. he was remarkable in that he had to cut to make 265. And he and I, I remember watching that fight and it was a great fight but also it was not really he was not a great fighter. Like he, you know, I you guys are way more into UFC, but it was pretty interesting from you know, somebody who doesn't watch, I was like, oh, he's kind of getting his ass beat. I thought, you know, this massive man, and I think he's fought before, right, in the UFC prior to that? Or he's done stints? He's done a couple know. runs. Um, He beat Mark Hunt, you might be thinking of, I think that was his most recent fight. Maybe. He was a champion, and he won, you know, so he was the best for a little bit, and his technique, he was not the best pound-for-pound pound fighter, even at heavyweight, but he was so strong. In college, he had the same thing. He was a collegiate wrestler. He was a Division One wrestling champion, who never lost. Like he, 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 he went, I don't know if he lost his whole college career or if it was just like his best year. They all season long, not a single person beat him. And his technique wasn't really better. He was just he's bigger just and strong. Yeah. He was just gifted, medically enhanced, who the heck knows. But um, no one could beat him because mm. of the physical tools he brought. Yeah, when he's like, I don't even watch, I've only watched like the clips online of him fighting. And... It's it's hilarious when he's on top of somebody. You cannot see the person. You can see the two legs sticking out behind him, and then just the biggest back and shoulders of anyone on earth, and it's just smothering him. Oh, and, yeah, that's I, a I wrestling thing too. Like it, 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 I'm I'm not a great wrestler, right? So like, let's say that I was laying on you in such a way that we made like a capital L. Okay. Go on. And uh, go on. <laughs> You'd probably find your way out. You're strong. You twist over. You. you Competent at rolling out of bed, you did whatever. Wrestlers are so heavy, like all my weight is on my elbow on your shoulder, and you're just like pinned. And that's what Brock mm -hmm. does to people. He's yeah. something else. I, I looked up his college record: 106 and five. Mm. So it I must have been undefeated. Five season, were, you know, like who are those five like walking out of there like arms mangled, and they're just like, I did it, guys. Like, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> At what cost? <laughs> I won. I won. <laughs> Yeah, that would that would fucking suck. Like they probably had to bring in actual chimps to be <laughs> chimps. Absolutely, like Brock a has bat. to be stronger than a chimp, right? No, chimps are insanely strong. I'm not saying gorilla. Am I under it? I did this with tigers once. I underestimated how big they were. Tigers Can you are tell actually me how quite big large. Of like a, a full grown chimp is because yeah. when I think chimp, I think like eighty to one twenty year old child. Yeah, fifteen yeah. pushing it. Oh. It says chimpanzees have been shown to be about four times as strong as humans comparable in size. Well, so is Brock Lesnar. 
See, uh, no, you might be right then because size. comparable in size. Because how much does a chimp weigh? Like 110 pounds? I just Googled that. Um, it's all 400 pound. There's two kinds. As high as 130. 75 to 130, 88 to 130. It might be a good fight. Yeah, 130 pound chimp. Brock Lesnar's a 260, 280 pound guy, you know, come fight day. And he's really strong. But also, the chimp doesn't know basic rules. So, you, you know, it'd yeah. be like a street fight. I, I, it says, in chimps, the muscle fibers closest to the bones, those deemed to be the source of strength of both chimps and humans, are much longer and more dense. So a chimp is able to generate much more power using the same range of motion. Unlike, unlike humans, chimpanzees have less control over their muscles. As a result, sometimes chimps use more of their muscle strength than necessary. So, like, hmm. whereas you would pick up, you know, a can of something... They would like crush it. pick it up and crush it on accident because they're, you know, not. I mean, we're pretty bright. We we tend not to break things that we. We're pick pretty up. fucking smart guys. <laughs> we <laughs> are. Never done that. We rule at at intelligence over the other animals. Like even the smartest dog out there will eat shit. <laughs> it will. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is a show dog. He's really smart. Get that shit out of your mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that one's frozen. He's carrying it around like a cigar. I take it back. He's not smart at all. <laughs> well, can they like estimate the IQ of animals? Is that something they can do? Or like yeah, obviously they can't take human IQ tests, but like what would the IQ they... of a smart dog be like 40? I don't know. I think they tend to draw parallels to like humans, right? Because, you know, like IQ tests quantify. I, I don't actually know what they quantify. I've never taken one, but I feel like they usually go like, hey, this dog is about as smart as an, an eight year old in that it understands or like a five year old. And then it understands when you tell him to do this, this and this. It understands like the ramifications of its actions, you know, versus yeah. like it can do math. <laughs> like, According to this chart I pulled up and does, is not sourced. <laughs> is <laughs> researchgate.net I, I trust them over 130 very superior 120 to 129 superior 110 to 119 normal brilliant brilliant's nicer than superior and then less than or equal to 78 is mental retardation that's a narrow gap i'm just worried you know 80 to 110 does not give me good breathing room you know what i'm saying like that's like two two cans of whippets away from being mentally retarded <laughs> Oh, this is nicer. This is from the Weschler uh, intelligence test. 69 and below, they just have, they say it's extremely nice. low. <laughs> <laughs> as, as if someone with that IQ is going to like read a chart and be mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the IQ of a dog? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I thought you were going to draw, get pull up a like a graph that shows me the parallels of like a dolphin, a cow, a pig. Yeah, I want to know what their IQ is. Like, I want an actual number. You know, if you told me no, a dog like, had a 55 IQ, then I'd just sort of map that to what a person would bring to the table. Animal IQ chart. Man, none of these look reliable. That's what I'm saying. You're, but oh, like, does it not seem like you're trying to compare like a human test to something that can't take even a comparable thing? Okay, but yeah. I think that like assumes that we can't do an IQ test without language. There has to be some sort of like, here's three boxes make a ladder kind of IQ no, they, test. I, but I'm saying they do have that. I don't, but it's not called an IQ test. I, there's got to be. You're right. There has to be like, um, like the test that if you can recognize yourself in the mirror, yeah, right, self actualization or whatever. That yeah, self actualization. Is that all it takes to achieve self actualization? I didn't realize I was yeah. so high on the. 
That'll well, be- the Turing test, you know, like the same thing. It's like all it is is one simple statement, but it, like to get there is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Let's also understand self actualization. I thought it was they, like the top of the pyramid of some psychological needs thing. Self something is what it is, but uh, like they they even do that. They can do tests like that with like little kids and see yeah. like and predict how smart they're going to be cuz like if a little baby is like already recognizing themselves in a mirror versus a little baby who has no concept that that's them they can kind of draw a thing and be like yep yeah, th- this kid's probably going to end up being smarter than this one yep. shit like that's so interesting yeah i wonder what th- i like like the number one on this list of ranker.com renowned scientific journal <laughs> talking about how smart orangutans are and the whole clip of the orangutan is like it's literally david attenborough sitting there like the orangutan is so intelligent it notices his tool use and will try to emulate it and it shows an orangutan who saw somebody use a saw holding the saw by the blade and going eh. <laughs> using the, <laughs> on, the non-blade side yeah. on the board it has a hammer and it will put the nail on the board sideways and then hold it upside down and go like that with its orangutan strength until it's like pounded like this <laughs> ways into the board with the side of it's the like, hammer yeah i don't want to live in this home that this thing's building <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the framing so so the crown molding sucks yeah, it's just a crown molding you hire. Instead of like Mennonites or Amish people, you hire a, a gang of chimps to build your home. Well, they're behind schedule and over budget. <laughs> I swear, Shit four everywhere. hours of the day, they're just throwing feces at one another. <laughs> and every evening, they seem to tear off the scrotum of the weakest. <laughs> I'm losing workers. I'm, I'm, I'm hemorrhaging money. Worst <laughs> crew. I'm gonna be honest, guys. I don't think I'm gonna hire these this specific group of gentlemen ever again. I think they're. Gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going on Yelp for this. <laughs> You're all fired. Bring in the silverbacks. Yeah. Well, three hours into day one, they'd killed all my dogs. <laughs> Add insult to injury, they started eating them in front of me, and I'm too afraid to tell them not to. Orangutans <laughs> never seem athletic, right? Why is every orangutan like a fat old uncle of a Because they just need to swing, you know? It's like orangutans are the baseball players of the animal kingdom. Like, they just need to do one thing well, and it's just hit that ball, and then they just kind of jog around. They just need to swing, and they don't have to do much else. And they're so strong. They don't yeah. even look that strong. Like... Like there was a clip I was watching a while back. I've, I've got a huge mental log of monkey clips and ape clips in my in my brain, and it was an orangutan who was just you know when they sit down they look Jabba the Hut like just like a a semi melted yeah. ice cream cone look. Mm-hmm. Like one of them is sitting there, and David Attenborough, whoever was like, this male weighs over four hundred pounds, and it reached up with one arm and with ease from the ground just pulled itself up and started swinging. One arm, 400 pounds, just just a day in the life. And they have to be fast swingers because the way orangutans reproduce is through rape. Like, <laughs> m- uh, like a huge amount of the animal Well, be. wait, if the women were fast swingers, there'd be no more babies. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like the women uh, orangutans swing super fast. So then a bitch-made orangutan isn't going to catch her. Mm. And she's not going to get bitch-made orangutan genes. If he catches her... It's like that evolutionary test of like, ah, he's a quick boy. He's going to give me quick boy orangutan babies. And so 
uh, so yeah, they they reproduce through <laughs> raping one another. <laughs> Jesus, them yeah. and ducks. Yeah, ducks do that too, and they've got that crazy ass uh, like cork penis cock. that like it, it's yeah. like a yeah, it's like a, a, a corkscrew, a pipe cleaner almost, where it's like super long and thing, and, and it just goes and shoots out. Do all so, animals reproduce through rape, kinda. Uh, a lot of no, animals no, no, no. do. Uh, like well, a lot of animals do, but like I like some penguins mate for life, and they're like invested. You know, that's like some a birds. thing. You know, yeah, like yeah, Bert. But I mean, I I would not be surprised if a large um, amount of animals, even I would even I would even posit like the majority probably do. Right, yeah. dolphins. I don't think are romantic. It's because they don't even like most animals don't even get enjoyment from sex. It's just a pure instinctive drive where it's like that. This is just what we do. What is it yeah, just like I, dolphins I, and yeah? I think dolphins dogs get enjoyment from it? sex. Really? Well, they practice on stuffed animals and shit, so I, <laughs> I guess they like it. Yeah, maybe because dolphins wonder, like it. Uh, yeah, dolphins and giraffes, I know, are are two animals that, at the very least, like have sex or 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 enjoy it more than just for reproductive stuff. Giraffes? I'd never heard that. I didn't know. I that think one maybe I'm just thinking of. I'm pretty sure that. <laughs> All right, here we go. What animals oh, have sex course. for fun? I searched that, and then so we've got uh, we've got all of the chimp, you know, chimpanzees, all the all the monkey, you know, just the cl- our closest relatives are banging it out. Mm. Anteaters, let's go. Um, bonobos <laughs> are are crazy. Bonobos are whores. They're yeah, they trade it. Wait, what was that? That like they would literally trade sex for like sticks or some or like snacks or something like that. Oh yeah, like they did those <laughs> uh, those things. Like studies with bonobos or chimps, one of those two. Like I know bonobos is almost like a subsection of like smaller chimp that's a different like sociability, but they would like put a vending machine among the monkeys and they'd get little coins and they figured out, oh, fuck yeah, put a coin in here, grapes come out. I get grapes. And within like two days, they recognize the female chimps having sex with the male chimps it's for their coins. And then the female goes over and is just like hella grapes. Like, yeah. I'm looking up how hot bonobos are because I got a pocket full of starbursts and a yeah. bunch of, <laughs> and, and some blue chew in the nightstand. The thing, the thing will bite all of your fingers off. <laughs> Female cheetahs and lions and uh, fruit bats engage in oral sex. So that's tight. That's pretty sick. How much of that is them wanting to do it or and just or like just like not getting it? It's they're just like I don't know how to do it. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of animals that fuck for like fun. Yeah. There's enough. I mean, I guess we do it enough for the rest of the animal yeah. kingdom. Well, you you may. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too down on yourself, my man. <laughs> it counts if you're alone, Tucker. So it does. So you got some good numbers. Um, Jack them up. up. <laughs> Jack them numbers. up. I like what you did there. I have a topic, kind of longish. You guys interested in this uh, relationship advice from Reddit? Ooh. Yes, but before we get into that relationship advice, okay, I want to hear from our friends over at Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, good sex. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? 
Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue, B-L-U-E. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it's the real deal and it's the stuff that works. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now this isn't just for guys with dysfunction. It's for any guy who wants extra function and to enhance the performance in the bedroom. BlueChew is described online is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our, for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code PKA. Just pay $5 in shipping. Once again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code P-K-A, try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. So, Kind of a neat deal, you. right? Like if, if, if you told me it only costs $5 to know what it was like to strap a supercharger on my truck, I'd see. Well, you want to put a supercharger on your cock? Five bucks in the coupon code P-K-A. Boom. You're... You guys don't want to lose money on this. Like, <laughs> get yourself a hard dick, and and it's going to be hard for a long time. About ten like, minutes. The sign up on the website, ask you some questions like, "Do you have, you know, this or that?" I forget. Maybe high blood pressure. Whatever. It's on the website, and uh, doctor will look it over, see if you're okay, and if you're a good candidate, they they ship it to you. Yeah, and every month now, I get my shipment of custom medicine. <laughs> As if somebody would see that and be like, yeah, this is probably for for not dicks. Like, like, <laughs> like what? you see a package that says custom medicine, you kind of put the pieces together. But yeah, it's discreet packaging. Get yourself a hard dick and, uh, and enjoy it. Yeah. And you'll enjoy it on a special kind of mattress that I'll talk about later. I feel like if you're packaging gets discreet enough it, it, it circles back around the suspicious like this I doesn't know. say amazon on it this doesn't say qvc <laughs> on it this is like no return address packaging yeah, if <laughs> i, I ran gonna... one of those dick store like <laughs> shipping things it'd be like the shipping it makes no mention of the fact that it's dick pills and then it would show up and it'd say like severe herpes relief. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're like, well, at least they don't know it's my erectile dysfunction medicine. Oh. <laughs> the guy in the commercial's like looking coyly, like <laughs> my neighbors think I have herpes. <laughs> don't but really, them, my dick doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So anywho. You, you had a, a relationship? Uh, I do. Quandary? It's a little longish, so uh, buckle up. Let's strap in, boys. Oh, Put on your reading on. glasses, you old. <laughs> <laughs> How are you throwing stones? How are either of you throwing stones? All right. <laughs> I'm blocking them both. <laughs> My wife, 38-year-old female, is convinced that she's pregnant, even though every pregnancy test, store-bought and medical, comes back negative. We didn't do this one, right? Uh, no, I have Jesus. no recollection of this. It's this taking a toll funny. on our marriage because she thinks I'm going to abandon her and our twins. This is all over the place. I really need help. My wife and I, 42-year-old male, have been married for two years but together for 15. All this time, we'd either decided not to have kids or had problems getting pregnant. After some medical testing, we found out that it was near impossible to get pregnant due to a medical issue with her. We were thinking of adopting when one day Sad. she came home and told me she was expecting. 
I was super happy. A week later, we had an appointment at the gyno, and she had some blood drawn. The test came back negative, and I was devastated, but she wasn't. She claimed that she was pregnant, and the doctor was wrong. We took some more store-bought ones, and they all came back negative. My wife is in complete denial. She now claims we're having twins. She's buying them clothes and decorations, and she's pressuring me to start with the nursery. I'm at a loss and I don't know what to do. My inaction is making her believe that I want to leave them and that I'm going to doom my wife into the life of a single mom. Harsh. (laughs) What the F is even happening? I love her and I don't know what to do. There's a (laughs) follow-up. Yeah. That's... Oh, that's, that's more a, sad than it is funny. Yeah, honestly. that's that's like a men, that's honestly a men, that sounds like a mental health issue. Yeah, right. she's thirty eight, so she's probably in like panic Let's hear the mode. Update. Yeah. Um, I called up our primary doctor and told him about the problem. He seemed very concerned, and he wanted us to come in the next morning. He said it was important to be gentle, but not to feed in her into her delusions. I sat down and we talked. All she wanted was to talk about when I would get the nursery started and that we were on a time crunch and that she's found the perfect color for the room and she wants me to be more involved in her pregnancy. Mm. I tried to be very calm, but I was perturbed by seeing her that way. I asked her to go to the doctor with me tomorrow and she said yes, and that she wanted to check on her babies either way. Now I took some advice and words that you gave me about being calm and asked a bit why she thinks she is pregnant without calling her delusional. So I did. She kept changing the topics and saying that a mother just feels it. You wouldn't know how it is. And that I love, I told her that I loved her very much and said that I would never think of leaving her, but we needed to go to the doctor to confirm her gut feeling. She got very agitated and was crying and telling me that I wanted to leave her and that I should simply leave, but I shouldn't call her a liar. Somehow I managed to calm down enough for her to go to sleep. After she did, I went on her computer. I never snoop on her but I remembered a commenter pointing out in forums about cryptic pregnancy. So I went to look for it. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Oh boy. She was in two Facebook groups. One was a normal mommy Facebook group and the other was a group about women that believe they were pregnant. In the normal group, she would post updates about her symptoms and pictures of her belly and her story about how she was almost never able to have children, but due to the grace of God that kissed her tummy, the gift of life was given to her. And how she was Oof. compensated all these years of suffering with twins. In the other group, the women were quite literal, ex- literally, excuse me here, fucking insane. They were feeding into each other's delusions. One woman said that she was almost two years pregnant. And sometimes <clears throat> it just takes longer. My wife would post there complaining about doctors oh, that no. don't take her seriously and about me. So many women were making her fear that I would leave, saying things like men just can't stick to a woman. Many recounted their stories about how their marriages broke down because their spouses could not handle the pregnancy. I was really fucking scared. I researched phantom pregnancies and read that it could be a sign of schizophrenia. To say say the least, I couldn't sleep. I was and still am very afraid of losing her. She woke up and tried to act like nothing was wrong. We were going to the doctor. It was as if nothing had happened yesterday. She was convinced that we were going for a pregnancy checkup. Things got really bad when we began talking to the doctor. He was really tactful when talking to my wife. He tried to explain to her that it was medically impossible that she was pregnant. We tried to show her the tests, the ultrasound that we did the day before, but nothing. She got more agitated and began to cry and scream at me for making her look like a crazy person. She began bouncing back and forth and holding her head with both hands. Uh, Women. (laughs) She could not (laughs) calm down and went in on a full-on panic attack. She couldn't breathe. The doctor laid her down and tried giving her some medicine to help her relax, 
but it did not help as he didn't have the necessary tools to treat a panic attack that was that bad. She had to go to the hospital where they did take care of her. They did an EKG to exclude that she was suffering from a heart attack. At that point, I had really no other option but to inquire about the involuntary commit. So I couldn't, I'm sorry, so I could not do it myself. My doctors, I needed my doctor's statement that she was a danger to herself and others, and I had to initiate the process of an involuntary examination of 72 hours. After that, we would have to submit a written statement to the court to determine whether or not she should stay there against her will. So far, I've submitted all of her posts in both Facebook groups as well as the test we did with timestamps when possible. My wife is two days in the three-day examination, and I have no contact with her. When I last left her, she was furious with me. She said that I was taking away her freedom, which I am. I felt horrible, dirty, and useless. She is so mad at me. I feel like I'm abandoning her and don't know how she will ever forgive me for this. I love her with all my heart. I'm afraid that what will happen is the courts will decide that I can't commit her and how our life will be affected. I feel like I failed to protect her. At this point, I'm just rambling. Sorry for the long post, but I guess I needed to vent. And there's some updates here. I'm not going to leave her, you unempathetic dickheads. <laughs> you know, I yeah. guess that was Reddit's thing. She's not a fucking psycho. She's sick. I hope no one in, none of your loved ones ever has to go through this because your her support network consists of dickheads, etc. Um, dude. Man, this is really sad. That's like, that, yeah, that there's like, what do you, that's not a relationship problem. That's literally a, how do you deal with somebody who's having a, a, a I don't know, what's the correct term? Not like psychotic. A mental episode, breakdown. A mental breakdown, like in an, 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 an elongated one, not just a, a, a single instance, but one that is going arguably to alter the, her life forever. Like this is a very major thing. And, you know, what what do you do? I, I don't even know if, like, I feel I feel like he did everything he should do, but the yeah. danger here is, yeah, he they, they sit the court's like, well, she's not going to hurt anyone. She's just thinks she's pregnant and then, what do you do? Yeah, this, that's that. I, I'm not even a woman, but I I can't even imagine how heartbreak heartbreaking that is to be 38 and like convincing yourself that you're finally pregnant and every bit of empirical evidence you have says no, and so you start breaking down. And this guy is going through hell and back too because like he, I agree with Tucker, he's doing exactly what he should do. It sucks and it's tough love, but what are you going to let your wife believe that delusion for? two years and then eventually she'll come crashing down harder than ever when that baby doesn't show up or she like, doesn't come crashing down and like like what do you like what how do you have a normal conversation with somebody it's like yeah i'm pregnant still and they're like well how long have you been pregnant for two years and she's like yes there's no way that if i was meeting somebody or even like had a casual connection with somebody they said that to me i'd immediately straight to my phone like so listen this person is actually not well like there's no yeah. rational way to kind of diffuse that situation and and i get that you know i can i can sympathize with the like like you said with the intense uh and and difficult way of like understanding that you can't have a kid my mom i remember going to the fertility center like every damn month with my parents because my mom could not conceive another kid so after like six years we adopted my sister uh, you know, but like that, mm -hmm. I understand that they're like, this is a more common thing than, than people talk about is like, you just can't get pregnant. Like you're infertile or there's a medical condition that means you can't get pregnant. So it's crazy. There's that's terrible. One of the comments was, was pretty cool. There are online communities for cryptic pregnancy that encourage women to believe they're pregnant when they're not. 
And against their doctor's advice, these often involve claims of having twins after a negative test. Be aware of this. And the guy goes on to say he's not a medical expert, but he describes these women who fit all these patterns. They, they've wanted children for a long time. They've been unsuccessful at it. All the tests come back negative, yet they create, I don't want to call it a support group because support's not a, not a, a, a word that fits here, but this like mutual insanity group where they all you know, encourage each it's other. It's a mass delusion is okay. what it is. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, like, is this so far-fetched? And This may be grasping, but is this like a far-fetched thing so much more far-fetched than like, say, believing in in some, like in a cult or like or falling victim to, you know, people who are convincing you like, yeah, you you can do X, Y, or Z. I, I like, I, it's it's a, it's, this is not like a standalone thing that I'm like, I can't believe this has happened, right? It's like one facet of a wide variety of different uh, yeah. categories that people all fit into the same, you know. I don't think you're going too far saying a cult at all. Cause like there's like rules in like establishing whether or not something is like cultish where it's like sequestering you from your friends and family, uh, telling them to deny the reality that's told to them by everyone around them, accusing people, everyone of lying or of intentionally disbelieving you. Like, like I'd have to look up the actual list, but yeah, this, this seems like, like just total maladaptive behavior promoted by a bunch of delusional people. And the, the internet has done, some bad stuff in that way where there are communities like this all over the place where people are fucking delusional and yeah. they get reinforced with it. Like you can look at, uh, you can look at incel communities where I was Girl. like, I was pissed when they banned incel because it was one hilarious. <laughs> it was, it was great. Nothing will ever be as bad as when they banned fat people hate on Reddit because that was nothing motivated me like going on there. Like, and seeing, like, there'd be someone who was, like, like just my level of overweight. And they'd be like, fucking fat hog. And I'd be like, ooh, uh, I'm not going to snack tonight after that one. Like, and so that was, that was good. But anyway, like, yeah, those, like, the incel thing where it's a bunch of people being like, oh, it's not just that you can't get laid. It's that women are all the same. They're fucking evil. They only sleep with Chad. They only, the tippity top 0.01% of men is somehow having enough time and stamina through Blue Chew to fuck 85% of women and all of us. You know, and then they'll convince themselves like all these other guys who say they're getting laid, fucking liars. They're not Chads. They're just, they're just dudes lying to themselves. Women only do this. And then some other guy will be like, yeah, brother, exactly right. 100%. And it's like, it's just a feedback loop of misinformation and delusion. It's a fe- the like Reddit, Reddit, because I go on it a ton, but Reddit specifically and the only like community that I can bring up that's that <clears throat> that's like active and does it right now is like Livestream Fail, which is a community specifically devoted to Twitch clips and and whatever. Mm. Like watching that over the course of four or five years of you know almost every day, I'll go there just see like what's the drama. It used to be a subreddit for any clip that was like that's cool that's a win like that's a fail right anybody it doesn't doesn't matter who it is like the it is like the twitch version of reality tv you'll have like mm-hmm. five people getting posted but it's um it's like a cesspool of um of like this this girl this korean streamer with 23 views bent over seductively like fuck this person i can't believe that she's not banned yet and i'm like we're like you have so much there's this one user who posts so many clips from so many different streams. And I'm like, how did you find this? What were you <laughs> doing at 2.30 p.m. or a.m. 
on a Wednesday with this viewer or with the stream where you clip this 10 second point where she adjusted her bra and you're like, can't believe she's not banned. It's like when you get this all, like you said it right, positive or this feedback loop of people affirming your biases or doing whatever, it's hard to break free because you've got so many of them. Even if it's like 20, that's still a ton of people being like, you're right. Don't listen to that person. They never really thought that you were right. They never really, they, they're not going to humor you. Like we care about you. We believe you. It's, it's it happens really in politics. Dangerous. It's a drug. There's a reasonable drug. Yeah, people on the right and left of politics. And then there are crazy town people who really thought that there were, I guess maybe there are little pedophile rings, but you know, the, 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 the comet pizza thing, that's the basement proven. and this that and that. There yeah. Been. Yeah. Yeah. Epstein yeah. was the thing, but, but yeah, you know, you go to the end of the only guy thing doing it. and you select your own news sources and, until you just reinforce what you believe to be true. And you go farther and er, yeah. further and further to the right or to the left. And uh, yeah, this is what happens when you choose your own news. And, and this is what happens with discord. Extreme. Discord. Oh, you, you not see all of those like Discord harbors uh, uh, alt right and like and neo Nazis, and I'm like, I'm sure it does. Just like I'm also sure that it harbors like child porn and everything, just like any other major, you know, like and you know, network could do. You know I what else Discord harbors five hours a everything? week for this? <laughs> like the telephone harbors KKK communications. They're using it to facilitate their next meetup. Yeah, yeah. but no one blames the phone. Right, but but as soon as it's Skype or something, now it's a place where they all meet. Yeah, or as yeah. soon as it's yeah, you can't police the phone lines. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess I guess that is something that somebody could argue. It's just it, it's kind of crazy. It's the internet's a drug. I could not. I am firmly in the camp that I am addicted to it. I can I can take breaks. I could probably disconnect myself entirely if I didn't work in the industry, but I don't really want to. I have no desire to. There's a lot of benefits and positives that come from it, but there's a lot of people that fall into the same tendencies of like, this is my home now. This is my group. These are my people. And no matter what they believe or no matter, no matter what they're preaching, like I'm going to get behind yeah. it because it feels good. I'm, I'm like you, but I don't admit my addiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All those yeah, things yeah. describe me except the part of acceptance. Yeah. That's sad. That that's a that's not I, I man, you said we got a long one and I was like, let me hear about this fucking guy ruining <laughs> but it's just like, oh. Oh yeah, it makes me I, feel bad for sorry. for them. I it thought is it was funny. captivating. It, like, it is it was it is captivating. It's definitely an interest like this was not something that I was aware of. I knew that there are people that believe that they would be pre that they are pregnant when they're not, but I did not know that there was like a some God, I don't want to say support a network of people that would feed into this for years, like so far beyond the rational or even like pseudo rational level of like, I'm still probably pregnant, like six months. Okay. okay yeah. Like, all right. But two years, that's not even. Yeah. You're an insane person. Elephants yeah. don't even gestate that long. Like, <laughs> yeah, come on. Big ass babies. <laughs> give a birth to Jumbo. So like, yeah, it is pretty fucked. Like, mm. it's, it's almost like its own kind of Munchausen's. Like I'm where sorry, they, what? like its own kind of Munchausen syndrome. I've heard it. They, I don't. Can you refresh what my is, memory on that? It's where people like there's Munchausen's by proxy, where like usually women or moms will be convinced that their child has a debilitating disorder and takes them to doctors all the time as a roundabout way to get attention for themselves and sympathy. Oh. And then there's Munchausen's like regular, which is like you think that you always have a thing that's unique to you, and no matter what they do, they can't take care of it, and they think it's like a like a circumventing route to get attention. So mm. it, it seems like almost like. Like the positive that makes, that makes version sense. of that, yeah. maybe uh, like not positive, but like the <sighs> I'm not dying from a rare disease they haven't diagnosed, but I'm going to have birth to twins. 
between 16 and 22 months from now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. I just the fact that the, um, she wanted to have kids and couldn't is the like the, the lens I keep looking at it through. Yeah. So now rather than accept her awful reality, she's just picked a different one. Created, yeah, created her yeah. own. Just sad. Yeah. Can we watch a guy jerk off on an airplane now? <laughs> I was hoping we would. Mm. I, oh, Taylor's gone. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, we'll wait for Taylor to come back. I do need Taylor for that. I'm, I'm like 80% sure we haven't watched this video before, but I don't want to. you need him to verify? I do. I do. I don't, I don't want to watch it like it's all new again when the audience has seen it. See, that's yeah. the beauty of being like, you know, in your upper 40s. You can enjoy the same joke twice. I have I have many a time been doing like a Friday stream where I watch a bunch of meme videos, you know, and I, I tend, tend to go through like one every one every Friday. And then I've come across like reposts in the year that I've done this and I'm cracking up. And then I look over at the chat and everybody's like, bro, we saw this like two weeks ago. And I'm like, I don't, I don't remember. Just it's funny right now. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm glad me. you do that because I do that yeah. sometimes, too. Yeah. I have I have terrible memory uh, issues, you know, or short term, especially like I just can't remember shit. So probably oh, all the weed that I smoke you know, <laughs> probably feeds into that. But, but yeah, I'm happy. It's like uh, short term memory is kind of a good thing when it comes to comedy. Do you think Taylor will come back with the dog? He already came back. Oh, you think that he's going to get the dog, the, the new I, one? I might misread it. I, my impression was that someone else was getting the dog during the show. So he, no, may... he said deli- he said delivered. All he right. said the dog would be delivered. So I thought that that meant that whomever the breeder was was going to drive to his home and drop the dog off. That does make sense. I don't know why when I heard delivered, like that's not how you describe your girlfriend going to go get the dog, but I mapped that onto it. Oh, and you thought that maybe he has to go and assist yeah. or something like, like that? Like, yeah, she's going to go deliver the dog or something. I don't know. No, no. I thought, that's, I thought that's not the what dog delivered. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> <laughs> So, dude, you're live streamer. I've been live streaming more recently. Like I, on Twitch? Yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I kind of had it in my head, like, maybe I'd like this. Maybe I should do it for a week or two before my first time. And then I watched a Hutch live stream, which was just really kind of chill conversation with the subs. And I was like, ah, I'm going to do it that way. And it was yeah. cool. I enjoyed myself. And I've yeah. done it. I don't even know, five or six times in the last two weeks. Yeah. I mean, streaming, the biggest like drawback, I think streaming is my favorite thing to do just in terms of playing video games. Like I, you know, I rarely, if my friends aren't on, I don't play video games alone, period. Like I don't know the last time I played a video game alone just for myself for whatever reason, outside of maybe like Super Smash Brothers to get better. But even then few and far in between, but chat, it's like, um, at least the way that I run my stream is it's a big, it's like a giant couch. I'm on it. And everybody's got something to say about the game, about you, about some random story. Like there's always conversation or something to pay attention to. So, um, but yeah, like Hutch is a great example of a relaxed, laid back, casual streamer. The biggest drawback is the fucking time commitment. You got it. If you really wanted to I know you're not concerned with this, but if you wanted to do that for your job, it's an everyday, multiple hour thing. So, yeah, yeah, my streams, um, they, they've been. My last one was six hours, which I think nice. is long. I don't know if that's that is long. that is. I used prior to this month, my uh, my I would stream for about four and a half hours a day, every day though. That, oh, yeah. So I'm streaming two or three times a week, and yeah. or might be closer to my average. Like I, I, one time I intended to stream longer, but hope needed accounting homework help. 
So I just yeah. I mean, that's that's like four. Four is a good amount. Anything like two two hours and under, I almost I almost just don't stream. Like if I have something a very small window, it's like what's what's the point? Like I get like a couple games in. It's not Mm. for me. Like a stream is like a it's like a movie, not like a short film episode. You know, if I have thirty minutes, I'm not gonna go watch an episode of The Office before I have to leave. I'm just not gonna do that. I was gonna do it more for fun. Like yeah. just fucking around, like not like a I'm I'm live Sundays and Tuesday or whatever the hell. Just no, it's more just like, you want to play a game and you yeah, want people. I'm popping to hang on out. and I want yeah. people to make jokes with me. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it so lately I've been streaming Borderlands three, and ooh nice love it. They've made it better. So I like I played all the Borderlands before, so I'm not new to the series. Mm-hmm. And uh, Borderlands has a thing I don't like, which is like, all right, you're going back to Sanctuary, which is a safe city, can't get hurt. Yeah. I know you know it, but the audience might not. And uh, like, all right, so you need to run to this corner, then run to that corner and take your trinket and give it to Miley and then d- d- take the knowledge she gave her, now talk to Riley and then go say hi to Moxie. And, the- and you're like, dude, yeah. <laughs> I've been running for 18 minutes. Yeah. Like, there's no chance to mess it up. I'm just navigating a simple maze. This, well, I'm chatting and my teammates are getting all that done. And... uh and I think that they're happy with it. I'm happy with it. I'm like, dude, you're making Borderlands better by handling some of the fetchy type stuff that it's a, Borderlands has always yeah. been very fetchy. This is a uh, outside of like some optimization issues. This is my favorite. Uh, like I'm like you. I played every single one. I played the Telltale game version. I'm a big fan um, of them. But they've done a good job in making like even the side missions are really fun. And the and the fetch missions or the like the there's no like escorts or there's very few escort missions. And then the fetch missions aren't um, that big of a pain in the ass because you can fast travel from anywhere. So if it's like on the other end of the map that you're on, instead of driving for five minutes or running for 20 is fast travel there. Some people like to run all the way back. That's fine. But if I just want to go turn this thing in, I just teleport there and I'm good. Like or, you know. It makes it bearable because Borderlands One was a grueling running sim. It was fucked up. <laughs> and it was there's a couple little now we're in Borderlands talk, but you can walk up to the ammo. It's like a vending machine, like you'd get Coke from. Yeah. And one button refill all your ammo. Yeah. Cute. Oh. And it's like, all right, perfect. It's so, the quality of life changes. They finally got them. So, They're like, and I don't know if so because I talk to the chat. Sometimes I lose my team, and they yeah. they've run all the way across the map and done what we need to do. You can fast travel to your team always. Yeah. Oh, you knew yeah, that. It's I, just nice. My chat it's helped me with that. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. I, the people playing the game or watching me play sometimes know more than me. So there's like good hints. A hundred percent of the time they know more than me. Yeah. And, and you'll run into this. Like the, if you play single player games, I put mine in sub only mode and I'll just perma ban you because you know, you get overzealous backseat gamers who will literally like, they'll come in and they'll be like, so this complex puzzle in this game that you're playing, you're for your first time. And you're like trying to enjoy it. They'll be like, they'll literally just, paced in an unavoidable way like the most simplistic way to solve it it'll be like one three four two and i'm like that's the code that i haven't even discovered yet and i have two missions to figure out and then you'll put it in you're like okay great thanks man mm. so you know the overzealous like i want to help two guys they need to settle down sometimes yeah well you've got a thousand people watching you there's going to be one percent with bad social skills Oh, I'm ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, oh, big numbers like that. Twitch. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I want to stream with Jericho and be a bad influence on his. <laughs> yeah, I, like the liability that. I, hey, I will say you, PK has. PK PK has a uh, a an incredible. I don't know if it's people that have come from PKA to my channel or if it's people that exist in Twitch that watch PKA, but but like almost universally. Um, 
every single stream, I have somebody come in and talk about some real sweet kids or something like that. <laughs> or like, and somebody will come in, somebody came in the other day and, and, and said the old phrase and I, and like <laughs> five or six people like, Shh, not in public, real sweet kids. <laughs> Not outside. <laughs> I was like, oh, see, so you guys are lurking. Like, there's some people around. <laughs> it's, PKA has had a big impact for, like, I don't know, the, the Sailing La Vagabond guys will come. They're YouTubers who sail around the world. Yeah, I remember. You showed me them here. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they, you look through their comments. People are still like RSK baby, etc. Joe Lozon, UFC fighter, yeah. has a big uh, fan base overlap with us now. Steve Hofstetter did it. And then because... Because uh, so the business model for a comedian is you know they get sort of known, then it becomes easier for them to fill out club over club. Right. Well, the RSK guys kind of vocally support them. You know, they'll be like, "I saw you." They'll, they'll tell them, "I learned about you from PKA." Well, that's helped us get other comedians. You know, like people in Steve Hofstadter's circle, and that's kind of nice. Using using gaming fan, and I'm not to go into too like too in depth because this ties into a. a nda thing that i'm working on but like gaming fans are are in like disproportionately um god i don't want to say this in any way like this is strictly marketing speak you know if you guys are watching this you're like i can't believe we're just numbers to you but like they're they're very uh uh they they're very easily attached and malleable to to things that um are are presented to them in an appealing way so like if if x streamer is like hey i really like this game they are infinitely more likely to jump in and and play that game than if michael jordan was on it you know saying like hey i like this game and i, I yeah. i'm almost certain that it has a lot to do with the amount of on-air time and direct interaction that you have on reddit or on twitter or whatever i have on stream where it builds up a a, a way more personal connection than just i watch that guy on tv it's like you know i'll, I'll meet a viewer from who's been watching for two months and it's the same level of reaction as somebody who's like a five-year you know viewer it's just a long term and and yeah. a little bit deeper connection that tends to make you know like fandoms grow and spread easier so it's literally it like sense. an advertising like term like frequency yeah. and saturation the more frequency you hit somebody with something and the more saturated like a, a higher percentage of their total consumed media uh, percentage like it, it's more influential. And yeah. I think just the nature of Twitch and YouTube and things like this, like it's pretty apparent that like someone like, like all of us, we're just normal fucks. Yeah. Like we're like even we subnormal. Yeah, subnormal. <laughs> I'm retarded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Best quote ever. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So fucking funny. Let him go back on Twitter. Come on. It was so good. His account was hilarious. I wonder, and we keep talking about it. It doesn't, hasn't changed, but it, they canceled him, right? Kind of. Yeah. Did yeah. it work? Uh, in um, a way it did because like, basically we live in like a technocracy as far as communicating with one another where like, I heard someone describe like in the nineties and early two thousands, there were, you know, thousands of websites on the internet with people talking about, you know, all of their shit. Now there's people talking about all that same shit on four websites and they're heavily curated. And mm. instead of being like, they're like treading a line between curator and publisher. Like they're like, they'll, they'll hide behind the publisher thing and be like, whoa, we're just a publishing outlet. We just let people say what they're going to say. And then they'll ban people and be like, well, we have an obligation to curate our content. And, and uh, here's a bullshit advertising reason behind it. And, and yeah. they're treading that line. And like, I don't think there's any 
any board of any company that large that I trust with curating public discourse, because that's where discourse occurs in the modern day online on these handful of websites. I don't agree yep. that the advertising thing is bullshit. Yeah, I know that you can select away a lot of bad people or, or say, I just want to show up on say Philly D, but, but just the same, you know, platforms get poisoned by bad stuff. They, they happen with uh, 4chan and 8chan, you know? I, I, if you go to 4chan all the time, you're like, oh, I really just like anime a lot and naked cartoons. I'm not about all this racist stuff, but the racist stuff exists there. The CP exists there. And that spoils the rest of the site. Yeah. I don't think 4chan was ever a large advertising. Uh, not a large one, but I use it as an extreme example because it got in trouble. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you but that, oh, that shit was it, getting in trouble way back when I was using yeah. too, and that was years ago. So. <laughs> um, what was I going to yeah. say? But yeah, the, it, and it is difficult. Like if you, I mentioned the phone company, right? No one blames the phone company for anything because they don't do any censorship, and no one expects the phone company to be able to say, you know, this guy should be able to talk and this guy shouldn't. It's just a heck. But then it becomes goes from the phone company to a typed out thing, whether it be AOL back in the day or Reddit right now, they're like, you're forming a community of people that hate on people. So they censor it. And now all of a sudden the phone company parallel fell apart. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so what do you want from them? Do you want them to be straight up 4chan and 8chan? Do you well, want it, them to be it wouldn't, the New York I think Times? That's like a, where everything's a really dichotomy. Selected? Like if you allow free speech, that stuff's not just going to crop up. Like some of it will. Yeah. But Free speech isn't around to protect already safe mainstream opinions. Like, yeah, people who say edgy and ridiculous and outlandish shit, they should have their ability to have communities online. Like, that's that's what free speech is. And when people say, you know, oh, but, you know, Twitter has the, the right to do this, that, and the other thing, just make your own Twitter. And it's like, you <laughs> boomer to your retard. Okay, that's not Taylor, how shit works. The jailbait subreddit was really popular. They posted pictures yeah, of underage girls in bikinis. That's literally illegal. No, it's not. Not bikini pictures and such. Like, it wasn't naked. It wasn't CP. It was kids. Like, I think that's I mean, legal. That's like, I, but I, I don't think it is legal to post sexualized pictures of children. It wasn't sexualized photos. It would be like a, like a family photo. When, you know, like the whole family's at the pool. And just crop out the dad and the mom. and Or, like, even don't do that. And then, you know. And she's, like, 14. Yeah. Ugh. How long was that for him? I've heard of it before. It was it was a thing on Reddit from for a while. Like that was that was like one of their first big banning like things. Like, all right, we got to get rid of the jailbait guys. Like, this is too much. Yeah, Reddit kind of. I'm sorry. No, go for it. I was I was done with it. Okay, Reddit kind of didn't censor, and then with jailbait, they're like, all right. Sometimes I guess we got to censor, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you know they just start reaching out. Go ahead. I don't think there's a centralized area where you can have rational people. Um, even I think Reddit is probably as close as you can get to a um, centralized uh, like site that has diverse groups where none of them really have to re- interact with each other if they w- don't want to. But like, even if Reddit was not owned by a corporation, it was by some random dude who was like, everything's fucking good, even child porn, like everything's good. Just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. There's no way that normal people normal being like tommy who's a who's like a cashier at you know walgreens like tommy is probably not going to wake up every morning and go on reddit once he knows that or go on this centralized thing once he knows like there's child porn on here and you could accidentally run into it if you just were looking around randomly like i feel like there's a 
a line in the sand that once people are made aware of something that they don't agree with or something that's illegal or something that's like really adverse to their tastes is in the same area as them, they're just going to avoid it entirely. You know, like if there was an apartment building and one of the rooms had like a drug den, you might like all the other apartments are cool, but the guy down the corner is like, yeah, maybe I don't want to live here anymore. Like that guy all the way over there kind of messing fu fucking shit up mm -hmm. for everybody else. That's a so, real, I love that analogy. I mean, I think I'll use well, it that sometimes. one out of my ass. Yeah, no, but it, it, it is every once in a while a gem comes out of there. And it's yeah. nice to feel like that's why uh, I keep searching. Yeah, I've sifted through my shit for years, no gem. But similar to that woman who's delusional about pregnancy, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> so far, it's just corn and what seems to be peanuts. Yeah, so I know, gotta switch up my diet diversity. Yeah, this is um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have an apartment building, there's just one drug den, the, the, the whole building gets smeared. That's what happens yeah. with um, those creepy, like, Spider-Man fucks Ella videos on YouTube. You know, it, it, yeah. it, it impacts YouTube's entire reputation. Even though, like Taylor says, Pepsi can make sure their advertisements don't show on that one, it still becomes mm -hmm. a ruined apartment building. Yeah, Taylor, I, can you I click that was more? Did we watch oh. this already? I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, I thought I was beating that topic into the into the ground. Ready yeah, to trashy. Um, I don't think we have. I've only watched the first one second though. <laughs> so we're, uh, uh, well, we'll, is, is this uh, this isn't that Asian guy freaking out? Oh, right. This from, one's like, a gym. No, there's no Asian guys in this. Okay, I'm ready on this. Uh, can we go. queue up yep. at zero? Yep. Ready, set play <laughs> oh i feel a cool guy it's, of the week coming on that's what i'm going oh, for it's so obvious no he's, he's practicing his dice, his dice. <laughs> he's practicing his shoe shiny yeah well you he's on his phone what no why would you confront this guy? With you, actually. You hear him laughing? He's not even denying it, really. He's like, be a pro. What language are they speaking? Dutch, German. There's still movement going on in space. He's got to put it away. <laughs> He's God. like, well, you broke my flow now. I'm just going to zip this back up. You know, when we I, talked I, about I, girls earlier and being confident, that's confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Beating like off on Southwest flight <laughs> <laughs> under, under a thin communal blanket. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like, well, I, I recognize the hypocrisy because I brought this topic to the show. But that guy who recorded it was a dick. Is no, anyone else? That's hilarious. I, 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 I think that you can. There's a. There's like a. Uh, 
I feel like it's okay in that sense to to shame, but I just would take that video and 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 send it to my like I would pro- I would take that video and post it back. This dude's beating off on the airplane, but I would not get up on the flight and be- and he's like yelling. He's like, this dude's beating off. <laughs> Like, there's nowhere to go. You're on the same metal tube for presumably hours. Like, what do you do? Like, Can we get Quibble Cop in here in case like, that's one of the languages yeah. he speaks? Get some yeah. translation. Oh my god, that's that risky is... business because, like, that guy may be like, "Well, I was just gonna beat off. Now I'm gonna blow up the plane because I got caught and I can't let this video hit the ground." So, I would want to see. I'd want to watch till his completion on the camera and oh. then see. The cleanup maneuvers. What happens? Does he get up and go to the bathroom? Does he ask oh, for you a know napkin? he was gonna, gonna ball do? it up in that in that provided blanket, and then some hostess was gonna have to clean it up. He wasn't gonna take that out of the plane and throw it away. Yes, <laughs> Sharon, I dropped one of the blankets and it shattered. <laughs> 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 smells bleachy. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, uh, uh, that's that's really funny. Good for him. Which for one's the, the cool guy of the try. week? The uh, the the masturbator or the cameraman? The guy. Well, they're both pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I think the masturbator is a cool guy of the week. Like we've all been <laughs> on long flights and you're bored and maybe you just you know you you're just like fuck. But go to the airplane bathroom. Yeah, and even don't right? do that, man. Or don't at least stand in the aisle. Just beat off Was when you get me? back to your hotel or something. <laughs> yeah, or stand in the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> just assert dominance. <laughs> exactly. Do you guys just walk up to the hottest person with an aisle seat? He's like getting himself hard, making me feel weird. In line for the bathroom. <laughs> just yeah, that guy. That guy's a a, a stitch. Big fan <laughs> that of that guy. And 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 his like response to it was just like a wave of the phone, like get out of here. Yeah. Like yeah, he was time. he was significantly less like what? All right. So hi- hypothetically speaking, you're jerking it. And that guy, ha- like, what do you do to mitigate the situation? Did you, did he play it right? Just by saying nothing and staring at the wall or like, what, like what's I your, what's so. your maneuver? I don't think he's going to, I mean, unless there's a shoe under there with a shining kit that you can pull out and be like, what? I was falsely accused. Then I, I, I don't know that there was a better move, right? He got busted jacking off in, the, in a window seat of an airplane. And he just did the whole, like, Bro, let me off here. Give me a warning. Yeah, I'm just. Gotta... I'm impressed. Like he, he, he felt comfortable sending it. Like that was a pretty, pretty direct line of sight. The guy wasn't even leaning. He was just probably looked over and was like, "He's beating it." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was nothing. I, That's yeah. the kind of thing. Yeah, you could be watching your own iPad movie and notice a, a bit of jerk in the <laughs> periphery and look over there. And the only way to salvage that is to. Like, just be like, this is a social experiment. And, <laughs> and I was seeing how long it would take uh, someone. Look, look, my dick's soft. Let me show you my dick. That's another social experiment. You let me show you. My dick. <laughs> All right. Now that you're watching, it's kind of hard again. Because <laughs> that's my thing. Any, anytime you get caught doing anything bad, like cutting in line, just be like, this has been a social experiment. And you passed flying colors. <laughs> hey, there's a camera. When they look, you just run. <laughs> yeah. There's a camera. You're on. This is just Johnny Knoxville, and this is beat off on a Delta, <laughs> Delta domestic. Uh, that was Lufthansa. The jerker yeah. was his brain just ruined with a bath of horny chemicals that made him think that this was a reasonable idea. You know that he's like a porn addict. The launch had sequence to. had initiated. Now there was no stopping him until until he finished or got recorded on camera. Like I, 
I look at that and I say that was clearly a bad move. He does not have the privacy that he thinks he has. So I mean, did it he was clearly? Yeah, did he think that he had that privacy in some sort of like yes. stew of horniness chemicals in his head that's made it seem like a good idea? You know, what would be even funnier is if he put his phone down and it was playing like an Olsen twins movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> and that's what it was. Even My worse. Is, no, I, I swear, I was looking at porn. I was looking at wait, uh, grown up porn. <laughs> what was he jerking? Like he was. He had to be doing something with a locally saved thing because you know you're not streaming shit on that airplane Wi-Fi, and you're sure you know what I mean. Like he had to have if porn saved on his phone to beat off on an airplane. You're willing to stream porn on an airplane? No, no he's talking can't. about the data, the bandwidth. Oh, you can't. You get high enough in those phones. You don't fly sleep. enough. You'll fly like Yeah, phones oh, no, lose I just, I around never 4, buy, I never buy the in-flight Wi-Fi. It's, I just bring a book or something. It's about oh. as it's about as useful. Now, now, like right now, you can on some flights, you can get like streaming services which will let you probably like get like like maybe five down. And like you can reasonably stream Netflix in like 480p, sometimes in HD. But that okay. is like very rare. The normal airplane Wi-Fi is like like I can't load Twitter images. Jesus. Like you can lo- you can it's, refresh Twitter and it takes 30 seconds but you can't load images. And so you're and just What's like, the point of even paying for it? It's something to do when I wait 30 seconds for that Twitter to refresh, I'm sitting there going, yeah, I'm this thing to refresh. Man, yeah, like, unlike I mean, every other time I refresh Twitter in my life and it's been yeah. total retard shit, this time <laughs> this time it's going to be good content. Yeah. I, I was going to say 90 seconds. Like you 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 scroll down on Reddit and you know like you like scroll down enough and it refreshes itself. Yeah, really. That takes like a minute and a half, and then the images come in one by one. And if it's like a, a gif, like a moving image, you're just like, ah, yeah. on a plane, you don't want no that. No joke one. is enough for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing's going to be funny in the 13 minutes it takes to get this gif. Yeah. Yeah, well, good for that guy. Good uh, for that guy. That's our, that <laughs> that's our sure. takeaway. That's the takeaway. Cool guy of the week so far. Aside uh, from social experiment, was there a better way to handle getting busted? No, I don't. I genuinely, I genuinely think, you know what? I, I, the only other way, just mm. completely own it. Just be like, just smile at the guy and be like, yeah, like I was jerking it. Like, right. He could do that shit like that movie, like 88 minutes with Al Pacino, where he's like, if I don't keep my dick hard this entire flight, this plane's going to go down. Wait, 88 minutes. Wait, 88, wait, 88 what, what's minutes. What's the one was, where, where wait, he has to keep wait, his heart rate up? You're not thinking of the Jason Statham movie where you're, he has the constant. Crank. crank, I'm thinking but the perfect name for this. Oh, I'm thinking of Crank, where he's like, unless I crank my cock on this plane, on this domestic flight, if I'm not hard when we enter Chicago, this whole thing's going down. What the hell's 88 just, minutes? No, like, listen, you it's combine that Al Pacino three guy movies. who's like, I gotta last 88 minutes before I come, or the whole. <laughs> 88 minutes is the is the movie about the the rock climber who got his arm stuck under the boulder and he had to cut it off. No, that's 127 right. hours. We're all wrong. But you said and then if I, I don't keep my dick hard for the next 127 <laughs> hours, <laughs> I gotta cut off my arm. Every single movie now is like just <laughs> you gotta keep your dick. If, hard. if I don't jerk it for 60 miles per hour, everything blows up. It's Frodo. Frodo, you've gone soft. How are we supposed to make it up Mordor without your dick hard? He's like, Sam, it's sore and it's bruised. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) the elves are giving him little hands, Mr. Frodo. (laughs) The elves give him some bread, some cloaks, and a Bluetooth packet to make their way to Mordor. Lembus bread. This will keep your dick hard for 10 hours. (laughs) One bite of it. He's like, how many did you eat, Pip? 
Devin, and he said, he was just wearing his pants. <laughs> what if this guy on the plane had like a top five percent cock and just showed it? Like, like that maybe that's the move to get himself out of the situation, impress the people around. No, him. because then it goes from because then it goes from then it goes from jerking off to to felony. Yeah, I was gonna say like then you get <laughs> then you're getting arrested. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I mean, wonder if he got indecent exposure. Trouble. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> at the very like... least, I'd be worried about the flight attendant coming over and be like, sir, can you put your penis away until we land? Yeah, have, to, have to keep your dick hard so <laughs> you don't... Uh... All right, this is going in the good idea journal. <laughs> <laughs> what other items are in that journal? Are you literally writing something? I write stuff on like a piece of paper. Yeah, that, you don't like, have a good idea actually... journal? No, I don't have a good idea journal. Like I, I had like a notepad in my, my phone for a while where I'd put stuff that I thought was funny and then look at it later and be like, that's retarded. Like, that's how was Twitter that funny in the right moment? Now. Yeah, that's my Twitter drafts. Like, I was like, I, I laughed for a while thinking about like if racist parents started naming their kids N word, like Edward, but with an N in there. And to me, <laughs> oh, Jesus like, Christ, yeah, <laughs> N word. N-word! Get over here. <laughs> and they'd be like, no, it's just it's his legal name. You gotta you gotta call him that in class. And and then I look at that later and I'm like, this this is so stupid. <laughs> How did you make it into the good idea journal? Yeah, it's, it's not a good idea the- journal. It's just things I thought of and I need to write down so I can re you know reassess at a later point. Yeah. The overwhelming majority make no sense when I relook at them later. But That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Late at night when you're tired is when a lot of those ideas come up and it's just not funny. Oh, for day. sure. Most, ooh, the animal most likely to kill you from each state. Wait, before I even open this, I want to, I think we should guess our states unless Woody's already seen it. Yeah, I'll abstain. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, do, do you have a guess? I'm guessing for California, I am guessing it's a, it's bear. Um, but I'm guessing for Maryland. I'm guessing it's a a um not a mountain lion. What's the like small bobcat? Yeah, bobcat or cougar or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's a good one. I in Missouri, I'm going to say I don't know whether to say rattlesnake or cottonmouth. Mm. I'm going to say Ooh. cottonmouth snake. All right, let's go. Let's just dogs Alabama. I didn't even think Oh no, pit bulls are gonna win. In oh, so many you're states. right. Oh fuck, they're gonna win Maryland too. Everybody loves a good pit bull in Maryland. I don't think oh, pit bulls on the list. Pit- they just have it all generalized as dog. That's but fine. It's like, but it's pit bulls. I think shit. these are. Does it say wild animals? Is this no domestic? Oh, animal? I'm an idiot. California is a desert. Of course, it's rattlesnakes. Yeah, yeah. It was Arkansas uh, is bears. Colorado cougars. Hornets, yeah, California Louisiana's hornets, wa- hornets, wasps, and bees. That's terrifying. Delaware coyotes. That's humiliating. Maryland is bees and other stinging insects. Did we say that? I, yeah, no, I didn't say it. That that makes. I didn't think like insects didn't even come to mind, but I guess so. At least a couple of them have to be mosquitoes. Missouri is venomous snakes. Did we say that? Miss, oh, Mississippi yes. and Minnesota are deer. Kansas and Iowa domestic cattle. Wait. 
Shout out to shout out to Nebraska for rogue cows. <laughs> North Carolina's fire ants. I had forgotten, but yeah, fire oh, ants. Oh yeah, are... fuck fire ants. Oh Dude. my god. I, I those went, can kill you. Yeah. Well, if so, my sister went. We were on a road or a road trip because my everybody's from North Carolina. We're driving to Greensboro or whatever, and um, I, we have to pull over to the side of the street. To, to so my sister can go to the bathroom side of the highway or whatever and she goes to the bathroom on a hill of fire ants um Ooh. and she was like she was like nine or something like that Shit. and they chewed her leg up so bad we had to go to like we we did the benadryl thing and then we had to go to er just to make sure that it would like that was just one leg and it was not like i i believe it i didn't think about it but so i believe it for listeners that don't have fire ants in their area this is the way they work uh, they're able to walk all over you and you don't notice, you barely notice, etc. And once they they're get tiny. a yeah, they're very small uh, red yeah. ants. And then once they get enough on you, they release a pheromone. So they attack synchronized and bam, all of a sudden you've got like 50 bites and it hurts, but it doesn't, it hurts. It's not, it's like, it's like, but like, you know how you can go into anaphylactic shock with a bee. I think that's right. With a bee sting. Yeah. It's the same thing with fire ants. You can go into shock. So, if we ever go to war with China, that's what I imagine it'll be. They're like. a little Fire difficult to yeah, just, <laughs> like, That'd be so funny. It's like the Chinese can create superstructures with their bodies. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> <laughs> they're difficult to brush off, and but you know, even after you get them off, like the water doesn't seem to brush them. Off, but they, so you work, 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 and then they get itchy afterwards over time, and they look like pimples. But you can't. Yeah, they got like a little white, like infected looking top on them. It's gross. Can mm. we can we talk about Oklahoma's being tigers? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. How is Wait. that possible? Is there one <laughs> that's really what I'm like, well, tiger? How does this happen? As is the case with almost every other state in the Midwest, Oklahoma has been designated a large animal state by the CDC report. And unlike, I'm sorry, and like many others, the highest risk comes from road collisions with deer that are potentially fatal. However, Oklahoma also has an interesting habit of not being able to keep tigers contained. There have been multiple instances over the past few years of tigers and other large exotic species escaping, whether it's during a tornado or due to a faulty fence. Who knows? Tigers may one day prove to be more deadlier than deer in Oklahoma. That's surprising because wow. I thought they had, aren't, isn't there some weird stat where it's like there's more tigers in Texas than in like the rest of the world at this point? Uh, it sounds right. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, this... that ranch, the Oxford ranch is the one we know. They're like a friend of a friend of the show. Uh, yeah. where they like brought all those contained animals in and then you could hunt yeah. them if you wanted. And yeah, that's pretty cool. It, yeah. it is. It sounds is. cruel. And there you're like, you can't shoot. I'm making it up. Wildebeests. But it turns out, you know, if you don't have your prickly horn wildebeests able to be hunted, then they just get rid of yeah. all of them. And... It turns out you absolutely can shoot wildebeests. <laughs> 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 They're slow and bullets are fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, Interesting. I don't think, I'd only want to ever shoot animals that I could eat. Like, mm. shooting like a tiger or an old lion, like, that's going to be nasty ass, sinewy meat. Like, nobody's eating tiger or cats, right? The only people Isn't that hunt that are people that are trying to do like, like the whole, like, I, I killed the king of the castle. I am the apex predator with my gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus like, uh, like, you know, I know that hunting is a generally touchy subject with some people but like in, not where i live <laughs> not, not where you guys live but like growing up in maryland they we had such an overpopulation of deer 
that they extended the the hunting season, like took off all the limits. They were just like fucking have at it. It we used to be bow only hunting, and they were like, mm-hmm. use semi-automatic ARs, like do whatever you need to do because this yeah. is a very real ecological problem. And, Same and with that, hogs. yeah, and hogs, wild hogs. Like those, you know, and venison uh, is is actually oddly good when it's like really, you know, really good venison. I wouldn't go out of my way to eat it, but I've had it enough that, you know, good venison's pretty good. Never had venison. Really? It's it's not as gamey. It's like um actually I don't know how to explain it. Uh it it's 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 good, like a good venison or like a veal steak and you know, something like that, kind of similar texture. Food and drugs are harder to describe than they should be. You know, like yeah, you know what does pot feel like? Like uh, yeah, like, like a like a like you're really heavy couch, like you just kind of want to melt into the couch. You're kind of happy but carefree, kind of. You're uh, doing really well, but if you were to ask me what alcohol feels like, I I don't know that I could. Really I feel articulate like describing it. that is describing that's easier than describe describing like um. I guess describing a meat or something that generally has the same attributes of something else, like you just can draw comparisons. Like, what is chicken really like? Well, it's like a semi-chewy, not very flavorful meat, but that doesn't do much for you, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. What does what cherry it looks coke like. taste like? Like a coke, but like a little, a little hint of cherry. <laughs> Perfect, thanks, Dale. <laughs> 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 ah, now I get it. But I'm yeah, a like, like, <laughs> one of those like d- describe this without or what's this word, but don't use the word in the definition kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I hate those questions. What does it's Coke hard, taste right? like? Well, it hurts a little, but I like it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> sugar like a, water. It's like battery acid, but battery wow. acid's good. I wonder if people like five hundred years ago, if they had a drink of Coke, if they would be like, "Oh my God, this is." god's elixir or if they'd be like oh gross what's the way you have you not like, seen that um i'm sure you've seen that video of the or the gif of the girl that um like the young girl that has a sip of yeah, coke yeah, yeah. for the first time and it like shoot like head back like eye rolling back and it's like and then goes back in for yes. another like, that, that reaction is that reaction is exactly what i imagine giving like thomas edison a coke he'd be like what the f- Holy shit, this is wild. Like, <laughs> honey, I've been wasting so much time on these shitty ass bulbs that make the- <laughs> But Look you know, like the, the Brazilian <laughs> societies that use pigs and teeth as currency, like, you know, hardly what? touched what? by man. Oh, sure. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, like, yeah, that's not, this isn't mainstream Brazil, somewhere in the rainforests. The, you know. No, I just, the segue, I wasn't sure where you were going. No, it. it's pretty you, funny. They're trading pig teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you could give them Coke and see how they react. It would be no different than a thousand You'd years start ago. a civil war. Coca-Cola, not cocaine. I do Both mean Coca-Cola. I'm not being effect, very clear. Like... Yeah. Um, get, well, like, it's like fiercely tribalistic, where like one is a Coca-Cola tribe and the other is a, a Pepsi-Cola <laughs> tribe. <laughs> I got stock on the Pepsi tribe. Yeah, <laughs> I think Pepsi is the better uh, first time soda. Coke is really that's Coke the is hard a veterans. Shit. Be- yeah. yeah, right. It's that hard shit. Coke, I like Diet Pepsi. Pepsi more than Diet is Coke. a gateway drug to Coca Cola. I um I only drank Pepsi. My aunt was the uh, was a uh, uh, high up at uh, at Frito Lay, which is Pepsi, and mm-hmm. you know the various stuff. She worked there like the entirety of the time that I was growing up. So she would give me Pepsi stock for my birthday, which at the time wasn't cool, but now super fucking cool that she, you know, like, well, that is no, like look at all this money that you gave That's me. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, so all that my dad would drink, you know, like gotta support your aunt would be just a fuck ton of Pepsi. So I never really drank Coke. 
And, mm -hmm. you know, whenever we were out with my aunt, you know, don't you dare order Aquafina. You're drinking Dasani or other way around, right? Like, don't, huh. don't order the competitor's brand. So I didn't have a lot of Coke experience until I went to college and that's all they had at my fucking cafeteria. Like, <laughs> Kyle bullshit. None of my aunts ever gave me stock. That's a neat idea. I, that is the, but that is also like recognize how absurdly unique that scenario is that like I'm giving you stock options in the like that's not something that like that's cool. most people are able to do. So I, you know, at the time I was like, where's my fucking Best Buy gift card? Yeah. Well, you could give now stock. My, like, I bet yeah. Pepsi's. I don't even know what Pepsi stock is. I'm just guessing that it's some reasonable. I have 131. Price. I have 131 Pepsi stock. Oh, it's 135 dollars. So that would be like. Yeah. A, Pretty solid birthday present, I think. I was expecting wow. it to be in the 40s. 31 times uh, whatever number Woody said? Yeah. But, but but recognize that this is from 20 years ago, right? This is like yeah. my early childhood. So I, I think it was like five stock per birthday, maybe some for Christmas or something like that. But this was like in 1993, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Mm -hmm. you know, and then she eventually left. But then Pepsi is obviously grown. So I don't know what it was at the time. But now when I and I'd forgotten about it. And when I was doing uh, I switched uh, business managers and I had to move all my stuff over. And they're like, hey, so we're just wondering about this one specific asset that you have. Pepsi. Why do you like Pepsi? Like, can we move that? And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. About that. <laughs> I've got over 10 grand in Pepsi. I yeah, found and, and, and a I was like, no, car. Keep it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, no, you keep that Pepsi stock. I don't <laughs> We can't touch it. Nice. This. Yeah. This financial instrument has sentimental value. Mm -hmm. Okay. Until oh, until, until it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> until I really need it, and then it has no value. Well, monetary value. Yeah. So uh, before we jump to the next thing, we're going to talk to our last friend of the evening. That's Casper.com. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Casper Mattresses. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get the best night of rest one night at a time. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. Their breathable design helps you to sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. Casper offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. The Essential has a streamlined design and a price that won't keep you up at night. Casper also offers a wide array of other products like pillows and sheets to ensure an overall better sleep experience. All designed, developed, and assembled in the USA. They've got affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So start sleeping better today and get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash PKA and using PKA at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That's casper.com slash PKA, promo code PKA at checkout for $50 towards select mattresses. Check them out. Yeah. My, we have one Casper mattress in the house. It's my son's and I legit go on there, lay on my belly, read the computer because I'm addicted to it and I like it. They're so comfortable and like unboxing it, like the foam mattress <laughs> unboxing. It's like, like it, it's, it's just cool. Like it, <laughs> you open this box and first of all, when I got mine, it was three stories up into my then apartment a couple apartments ago, and I got the king size. And as a pauper myself, I had never known the extent of a king size mattress. And I un I opened it in my living room, and it's like a like a flower bloom, like one of those flowers that blooms once every ten years. And it's like hitting chairs as I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, don't expand so quickly. I should have done this in the bedroom. <laughs> it's. it's 
it's just cool and there's no dents no like divots from it being rolled up i have no idea how they do it but mm-hmm. like it's immediately a thick ass yeah vacuum seal. i guess i do know how they do it yeah <laughs> but it's it's fun to leave a little bit of the mystery no it's just wizardry <laughs> this is how they do it yeah very comfy mattresses get yourself one and you're going to be confident uh in your in your dick hardness and you're going to utilize that dick hardness on casper Pop a blue chew, hop on Casper, get some fucking done. Have fun, friends. And then you can go post about it on your Squarespace website. Ka-cha! <laughs> when you when you said it at the start of the show that they wanted a that the you know you were gonna tie in like a personal story, I immediately thought of this one thing, and I was worried that I couldn't say it until you said get your dick hard and fuck on your Casper mattress. <laughs> yeah. So so listen, I, I I hooked up with somebody, um, and I have a Casper mattress. I've said it literally every time I've been on here. I and I bought it because of painkiller already. Uh, use their code. Um, I was, I, I hooked up with somebody and about a week later I got a, I, it was like a very quick one night stand. Didn't really, you know, talk to him too much after I got a text and it was like, you Hey, didn't... super, super awkward. But like, what, ma- what kind of mattress do you have? <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I was like, nice. Like, okay. Like I have a pretty comfy bed then, you know, somebody is going to text me out of the blue and be like, Hey, but what kind of mattress did you have? I was only on it for about 30 seconds, but I need it. (laughs) Hey, I wanted to ask you about your mattress. I mean, it was great, but your dick could have been harder. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I found out you don't even have website that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you need. Check out your Casper mattresses, man. I want to look at more animal related lists <laughs> this is probably my 17th time here and and almost every time i'll have somebody come in and they'll be like man you guys just always gravitate to to one of three topics and one of them is always like animals fighting animals human fighting animals or animals just being absurd you know animals <laughs> i was like yeah you're right we do kind of talk about animals a lot i'm sorry i'm a bad influence on the show no no <laughs> no i i, I like It'll the 10 like, animals most likely to kill you yeah we're gearing up for the 2020 election i'll be like yeah but look at this this monkey ripped this other one scrowed off yeah, but you see that guy who hit that got hit by that moose? Hey, pull that video up. Like that Joe yeah. Rogan clip. Yeah. <laughs> pull, 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 Jamie, pull that shit up. Yeah, he's uh, I love all those jo- Have you seen the Joe Rogan edit where it's Joe Rogan talking to Joe Rogan? I think I have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's incredibly well done too. It's so funny. He's like, I think I'll rip your dick off. It's like, hell yeah, well, absolutely. You're preaching to the choir. Oh. Yeah. 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 You know how strong those things are? <laughs> Stronger than you, man. Stronger than me. Like this. Like back and, and, then he, and then he's like, I'll roundhouse kick that fucker in the chest. And he's like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I like this one it. Joe Rogan summed up in 90 seconds or something. And it's great. I forget the details of it, but he's like having a deep existential crisis about science or something. And then they just like, Oh, yeah. Well, LSD is cool. Jamie, pull a clip up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You ever done DMT? <laughs> yeah, that clip of the monkey that just did DMT and ruins the circus for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> how do you get DMT? That's the, if I'm on my deathbed, no idea. I, like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you, like, he goes, have you ever done DMT? Like, this is something that you can go behind the high school and just buy next to the weed. Like, wh- how do you, you know what? Maybe not a good conversation to, to talk about. I don't know the legality of DMT. Is it even legal? No, it's definitely Ooh. illegal. Oh, I don't know how illegal it is, but like, I just like, I don't know a single person who's done DMT. Not one. I don't have a smart way to get drugs. I guess I could drive to another state and do it there. That would probably be the. What? If I wanted a smart way to get drugs or do drugs. 
That's not. I, How is I that feel, different? I mean, you can do you drugs get, in any you state. You can do drugs anywhere, and, and, but getting drugs smartly and doing drugs smartly are two different separate things. Like making sure the drugs you're getting are not fentanyl and making sure the area you're doing your non-fentanyl drugs, you know, like yeah, two okay. separate ideas. If I wanted to do any drug, I would have a hard time even getting it. You know, aside from like flying to Colorado and finding a dispensary. <laughs> they, 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 okay, we always joke like... I could go over to NC State. That's a campus in my or yeah, a college in my city, and uh, but like then what? Skateboard? Hey, fellow no, kids? No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't... be like Beto O'Rourke and be cool all over the <laughs> campus. <laughs> Just be cool, and everybody's gonna offer you. No, so the when I lived in Washington, um, uh, well, Portland, the <clears> the <throat> vast majority. I had a friend who uh, who owned a dispensary there. The the vast majority of every of all the customers there were above the age of 40. Almost every single time I went there, almost every time we talked about it, almost all of them were above the age of 40. Rarely did you have 18 to 20, 30 year olds go in there because like they they talk about this, but the allure of 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 smoking weed when it's legal and it's easily acceptable and your mom's your mom's book club is smoking. They're not drinking wine and doing book club. They're smoking joints and doing book club now. Like yeah. <laughs> coming like, oh mom, whole house reeks of weed. Like, what are you doing? Right. No longer cool. Funny. That's a yeah, cool so, mom. so it's more like uh like how do you, you know, a lot of people in your situation, like, yeah, I'd be fine trying it if it was legal and it was easy to get. Well, once that happens. Well, almost everybody like you is the same way. Might as well give it a shot. And then all the kids are like, fuck this, man. But but you, like <laughs> you're in a, you're talking about a legal scenario, right? Which North Carolina I'm talking about legal. Right. Yeah, I don't so know how to I don't know. If, you can't just like go to a store and buy acid. I don't know. <laughs> I can't go to a store and buy anything. It's not legal here. So that's what I'm saying. I have no idea your your problem. Mm -hmm. I don't know if like flying. To, I would never fly to anywhere. Weed is not so good that you, I would take a trip to go, you know, like. Some people are like, I'm going to Amsterdam to smoke weed. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, you hmm. know, go to Amsterdam to see Amsterdam. Weed is a byproduct. But it's like, how, you know, I, yeah, the original point, how do you just get, how, where do you get DMT? Like, what is that? How do you I even, don't even quantify right. that? I don't even know what it is. Do, what what, is, what form does it come in? Is it, is it liquid? a liquid? Is it, yeah. a, is it like a, a, a little patch the way LSD is where they put it on a, a little piece of paper? Oh, a little or piece something? of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't well, know. I did a Google like image search on it. Apparently, it looks like calligraphy. DMT looks like calligraphy? <laughs> it's like it's not helpful at all. Oh, wait. Here's, see. Are you looking at the Are chemical like composition? DMT? I just searched DMT on Google image search and got a bunch of bullshit. Well, we can't go to fucking Silk Road anymore. <laughs> so me. I found two things. One, on a playing card, it looks like a powder that maybe you'd make put in a pill. And I'm going to Google this. How I found to another buy thing DMT. that looks like a oh, there's foil there. Do you burn it, smoke it? Oh, it's on a playing card right here. It, it looks is. like yellowish powder. Scroll down a bit is. and you'll see one with a pill. Go ahead. It's um, it's oh. um, it's in the same class as like mushrooms, where you can buy the seeds, but but you have to do all the work for it. So DMT, like you can buy DMT containing plants, and then it's up to you to like at home fucking. Breaking Bad chemist it down to DMT versus like with mushrooms, it's legal to have the seeds, I'm pretty sure, but it's not legal to have anything else. Huh. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass because none of this is something I'm not like, hey, one time. Yeah, I don't know anything. I mean, DMT seems scary. And so it's one of those drugs I have no desire to do. Yeah. Dude, it baffles me. On one hand, it seems like it's in the hard category, right? Like, like there's pot it and maybe alcohol is. and. 
I don't know what else. It's kind of a soft drug. And then you've got DMT over there next to like heroin and scary things. It On the may, other hand, just, Joe Rogan is like, dude, you take DNT, you have a trip, and the, for the rest of your life, you're emotionally richer and more creative and successful and smarter, and you, you view the world in a different way. And this, and I'm like, wait a minute, is this like an up aftermarket upgrade for a brain? No, but look it at it the other. Be. All right, think about it this way, okay? You know, that is something that people look at, and you're like, I'm curious, right? I am curious, but I'm curious when I'm 85, the idea <laughs> of changing my world vision to an extent that would drastically alter how I operate from day to day is terrifying. Like I'm yeah. pretty fucking, everything's kind of good. You know, I kind of like what I got going on. So right. if I just randomly was like, it's a Tuesday, let me do some DMT. And then I woke up and I'm like, gotta go herd alpacas in Peru, like have to do it. There's nobody that can stop me. If Maybe I'm about it, but like, <laughs> If your oh, life I hope was that a, is your life journey. <laughs> if your life is a twenty-sided die, you rolled a nineteen. You don't re-roll. Right. You stick with yeah, that. You don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. And isn't Joe Rogan? Didn't Joe Rogan like start smoking pot in his thirties? He did Wait, really? start late. Yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan pimps DNT harder than he does uh, on it. Yeah, oh he really does. Oh my god, on it, Labs. I forgot. About I mean, if that Joe one. Rogan thinks it's a good idea, that's what you're <laughs> telling me. Dude, it's Alpha Brain. You know, on it, Labs used to ship our our gamer house here packages of Alpha Brain and just ship whole containers of it and, like, just use Alpha Brain and talk about it. And Muzzafuzz was all over it. We talked about how influential, <laughs> like, you know, even like we are, like people in the Twitch and gaming space and whatever. Yeah. Joe is that to me. And uh, he had a guest who was like, yeah, I drank this weird mushroom coffee and now my head's clearer and my sentences are more articulate. Thank you. And I'm like, well, clearly I need that. It's a performance enhancing drug for podcasts. It's probably not. You know but, what? I'm going to throw my hat into the let's not drink mushroom tea before a show ring. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's a let's pretty big ring, that. Taylor. There's a lot yeah. of people in that ring. It's not, <laughs> it's not a hot everyone take. is everyone yeah. is except for Woody is in that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I would just love. gullibly believing that mushroom tea makes you smarter for a bit. That's you know the what? way to prank Kyle when he gets out of prison is the first episode back. He and I are sober, and I just am like, Woody's been acting strange recently, and beforehand, you drink a fat cup of mushroom tea. <laughs> we just see where it goes. Yeah, you're just... Uh, I don't, does mushrooms... They don't make you sleepy. Like they, no, they do not. They just make I, you hallucinate. I, don't, I read uh, an article about really, them. And... You'd have to eat a lot of mushrooms to hallucinate. It's more like... It's more like a... But I'm not qualified to answer this, but I just I know quite a few people who are very who love it and do it quite often. And and like we went bowling and they did mushrooms. And I was like, OK, like it, it, they, they say it's like it's like being drunk, sort of. I was like, sick. Oh, shroom tech. Yeah, like they sent us some of then this. Just, then just have a couple beers, you maniac. That's what, yeah, but why do a couple beers when you can just eat these dried shrooms and chew yes. them up? And it <laughs> smells like ass. It's like, why enjoy what you're drink what you're drinking when you could just chew through it? Shroom tech. Oh, that's so funny. They have a, a band on their capsules. packaging that says clinically studied. <laughs> Yeah, not clinically proven, not just, we fucking studied it. We determined it was shit, but we're just going to say clinically But what's funny is the there's point. shroom tech to increase your immune system. It lacks the clinically studied band. <laughs> like they yeah, don't wait. even pretend. Scroll not, down, and you'll so, see that, yeah. you, you'll see they have three bar graphs. That's all I need in the clinical studies area. 
Well, those guys are lifting weights and running. So bench, bench press reps. They, <laughs> wow, they is, claim that it increases your bench press by 12%. Uh, it, it increases the ability of your body to rep it, but like what? Yeah, this I don't fucking, I don't buy this. This shit reminds me of all the liposine commercials I'd see on late night TV and they'd be like literally burns fat from your body at an aggressive rate, life-threatening, 25 pounds in a day and it's just like shows somebody just shrinking. Yeah, like, it's That's like not healthy. Yeah. It's like Hydroxycut. I've mentioned this That's like what brilliant is, yeah. brilliant marketing from Hydroxycut before on the show where their advertising would be like are you overweight? Do you need to lose between 50 and 100 or over 50 pounds? Hydroxycut is the solution for you. Warning, if you only need to lose 20 to 30 pounds or 30 or less pounds, do not use Hydroxycut. This is for people who need to lose a, lose a lot of weight. And immediately everybody who's watching is like, I only need to cut 20 pounds. I just if this is formulated for people that heavy, I'll lose in a, in, in a week. Oh, I'm ordering. I'm ordering. Yeah, like, and that works. That kind of shit yeah. works. I just assume that what they're saying is 75% untrue. So if it loses yeah. 100 pounds, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You, you take it with a grain of 75 salt. 75 is, that's, a, that's not a big enough grain of salt. I, you know, <laughs> oh, really? It's 95% untrue? Salt. Well, hell, even that, I'm down. I'll take five yeah. pounds. What the fuck? I'm <laughs> a pill. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess I'm in the, I guess I'm in the camp. I, I have a friend who takes um, uh, like a... Uh, uh, whatever the, I don't know the scientific word for the hallucinogenic mushrooms, but takes like, yeah. like micro doses them almost every day. And he has for like two years and he's incredibly successful. And he's, he's like, I love them to death. I swear by them. It's not the end of the world if I don't take one, but like if they're there and I, and I have them like, let's go for it. And I'm like, do you feel any different? He's like, yeah, it's pretty, I'm sure. I mean, you know, I've noticed some differences and I'm like, that's not a resounding. Yes. I'm not convinced that like, he's like, it's like a subtle nudge in the right direction. Like okay, That's, dude, I want selling it. <laughs> I want to meet the successful CEO who microdoses Miller Light <laughs> like a shot of Miller Light every hour. <laughs> I've been microdosing black crack and rum, and my work has plummeted. Frankly, <laughs> I have horrible headaches idea. throughout the day. Yeah, I'm just dehydrated all the time. I, I got not enough water in my body. My shits are hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible I'm, idea. But or a guy who microdoses like a dozen drugs, so he's just fucked up. <laughs> I like so to chase my microdose that? of Jack Daniels with a microdose of marijuana, followed up by a quick microdose of LSD, followed up by a final Wait. microdose of DMT. And by the end of that, I'm drooling on my floor and I've missed work. <laughs> Wait, did I ever? Did I think? I think I did this last time. Hunter S. Thompson's, uh, oh his yeah. schedule. It's. Did it's I tell you about that? I think we did yeah. look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. ridiculous. Anyways, it's just why it's just so much, so many drug cigarettes and cocaine and acid, and I'm like, and you wrote books still? Like, what do you mean you still wrote books? You can yeah. write. And it was uh, like. He's like, ooh, 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. or 4 a.m. to 9 a.m. Prime writing hours. And it's like, yeah. just like take your whole life clock Flip and just it go like this. Boom. You're you're back into normalcy. You'll get some vitamin D in your life. He you're not need no drinking your, uh, what is it, Chivas Regal she and smoking your, uh, your Winston cigarettes or something. Oh I don't remember. God. I heard vitamin D is overrated. You so heard vitamin what? D? Yeah. So look, I I'm just only as good that. as my sources. Oh, you say it was overrated? Yeah, like at the no at the start, I didn't say it was overrated. I said you I said took it, it and I'm like, yeah. yeah, you do need it to absorb calcium, I think. 
I, so, I, I, I take it because I don't go out. I'm in a lightless booth. I have LED panels. That is my light for all day. <laughs> so there was a time when they were like, hey, people with vitamin. Now, look, this is one study, but whatever. But they were, the study said people with vitamin D in their systems are much healthier. Well, your body produces vitamin D when you're outside. So they weren't, they didn't really disambiguate whether it was from having vitamin D or from being the kind of person who goes outside and does things. Like yep. th there's some health associated with that too. So. Yeah, you're right. Like they, they probably didn't control for that. Mm. Like who, who has lots of vitamin D who, you know, whatever, streams on Twitch 16 hours a day. Yeah, yeah. you can take a bunch of zinc as Kyle said, and it'll make you uh, produce did, more cum. Did you cum trust that? You know, I took zinc, zinc supplements for a little bit, and then I like at the time I was taking like a one a day men's or like some some mm -hmm. like uh, multivitamin, and then also had a zinc supplement on top of that. And like I was like, is it possible? Can I be getting way too much zinc? And I looked it up, and turns out yes, you absolutely can get way too much zinc, and it causes copper and iron deficiency because I guess all receptors that are capable of picking up those micrometals or whatever the fucking name is, like if you fill it all with zinc. You're going to get copper deficiency. You're going to get shaky and feel weak and be uh, fatigued with nausea. So, so I cut that out. Did you uh, notice just, the volume difference? No. Oh. no. I'm going to be honest with you. The, the, um, I'm really split on this whole, like, I want to, I want to come more, right? Like this, this idea <laughs> that I, I like this, this idea that you just like, there's somebody out there like crushing celery and zinc pills and like corny goat weed and just like I need to enjoy, I need to be a fucking fire hydrant. I'm, just, I'm sitting here thinking like think of the cleanup like that's so much extra effort. If I could shoot blanks vasectomy shout out. If I could shoot blanks the entirety of the time until I really needed to. Just to seems like a win dust. in my book. Just to, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> right? It's like a great. it's like a keyboard duster. <laughs> <laughs> It should just be a lovely aroma. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if it was just a strawberry scent that came out? It's, yeah, I got lavender in my ejaculate today. Just... <laughs> I uh, <laughs> is that I, clean linen? <laughs> we need a girl on the show. By the way, I can't recall the last time we had a girl on PKA. But we, oh, we, yeah, we need a girl on the show to like. Oh no! Oh wait, Kitty, like we just recently. But do, do they um do they like giant loads? Are they like yes? Okay, uh, give I, me I a cup of it. This is awesome. <laughs> or are they like, you know what? It's actually not my most favorite fluid, and less is better. Oh no, I, I think that you know who the coolest guy of the week would be is a guy who gets really into supplements and shit. Oh, are you guys? Am I breaking up? No, you sound great. No, I'm listening to every word. Oh, maybe oh you shit, can't hear my, us. my video started getting crazy, but okay. uh. I was saying the funniest guy is a guy who like loads up on every kind of supplement and none of them have to do with exercise or getting fit at all. It's just <laughs> getting bigger loads. <laughs> Can you please like lift a weight or something? It's like, no, no, this is all about volume increasing. This is called German volume training. <laughs> this kiwi pill is a kiwi. What the fuck is the strawberry like green thing? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a key. yeah, yeah. Like that. strawberry that's, green thing. Really? That's just for flavor. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't increase volume, but the babes love it. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the amount of asparagus I eat can't be good for that. Oh no! Uh, I, eat a look, of I love asparagus, but if I look at it in the grocery store, my piss smells for two days. Dude, like, it's if you nuts. if you eat asparagus and ask someone to drink your crumb, that should be against some sort of animal <laughs> cruelty laws. <laughs> 
Yeah, that is the truest thing you've ever said. You know, if, you, if, you, if you go to a nice steak dinner and they put a plate of asparagus and you're eating, just know that your date is looking at that going like, he better not nut in my mouth or anywhere yeah. near my face. That is a backload if I've seen no, you better never go- stopped me. Yeah. <laughs> you need to go straight to the restroom and get that done because 90 minutes from now, it's going gonna, it's gonna to influence the flavor of your cup. Not even, God, or, see, no, I don't even know if it influences the flavor of your cum. I just know it makes your piss smell. Wait, wait, I did, I did, I, God, this is, we're really pulling in these tangential stories here, but I read a, I read an article about somebody who had a significant other taste test, his cum for 30 days where he had varying amounts of pineapple, um, like, uh, extract, like he ate pineapple one day and then he, he like just like only ate pineapple and pineapple juice and whatever. And she was like, tastes a little sweeter. Still, still tastes like shit. Like <laughs> yeah. it's still salty and like yeah. it's yes. not pleasant, but like, at least it doesn't taste like a shoe. It tastes like a shoe yeah. with an air freshener. In it. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like, like be- slightly su- sweeter bleach. And somebody opened a pineapple LaCroix three feet from my nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's what I imagine like a mango white claw tastes like if you put too much salt around it. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think cum optimization is the next, the next frontier. <laughs> on it needs to look, dude. Like we can compete Wanda. with on it. We need like pawn it for a PKA version. It'll all be cum modification supplements. None of it that has anything truly... to do with fitness. It's all about cum. <laughs> it's about how fit your cum is. How fit is your ejaculate? You want to be hitting that your significant other with a load of vitamin D. C. She needs to get her multivitamin from your semen. Can you imagine Ooh. me defending our podcast in court as Cliff Hutchinson <laughs> saying that cum tech sport has nothing to do with, <laughs> with that? <laughs> Your Honor, it's literally a piece of Tupperware container con- with pineapples in it. <laughs> I think you know. I think that's. A, I think it's a winner. If, <laughs> this is a creates... pill designed to convince your significant other that it's a facial cream. Yeah, <laughs> it cures pimples. Dude, there's people that do that. There's people that actually like uh, have like a facial skincare routine. I say people as if this is a widespread thing, but I I know there's like one or two vocal people that are like I rub semen on my face every day, and I'm like. There are even hear me out. If there was a way for you to get perfect skin rubbing cum on your face, but you could get a clinically proven scientific or scientific version that would do 80 fuck 80% of the, the work for, you know, like just don't rub cum on your face. Yeah. I, or yeah, I can't show that, show that link, Taylor. That's yeah, not a good one for the show. You can't show that one, but it's beauty blogger covers her face in sperm every day for smooth and healthy skin. And you know, I want to know if it's fresh or frozen because I want to know know, if one guy was able to provide all of it, right? Like, Wendy's, our sperm is always fresh, (laughs) never frozen. Uh, I I, I saw a Reddit, maybe it was relationship advice subreddit, I'm not sure, but the point was these guys were they were dating, but it was like a you know, established older relationship, and his girl just liked sucking his dick in a non sexual way. So she'd watch TV, just sort of using it like a pacifier, just lightly sucking dick through Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And they're like, you know, is this weird? Or like sometimes it leads to more and sometimes it's just a way that we connect. And I I don't know. I thought that girl was one in a million. At least this woman was being highly scientific. Semen builds babies, Tracy says. 
They, the babies, come out very soft and have beautiful beautiful skin, and it leaves my <laughs> skin nice and soft, so I'm very Sorry. happy to use this as a facial. You can't argue thinking, with science. I, I was like, yeah, that's science. Like, what do you want me to do, stand and spit in the face of Isaac Newton? No. <laughs> can't do it. I'm sure Rub Tesla that did your this. Face. Nikolai. <laughs> I'm going to have this shit, like, bookmarked every time I go out on a Tinder day. I'm like, have you read this article? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I've been using it on my skin. <laughs> the only problem tell? is you can't use your own. Yeah, <laughs> you guys do. Yeah, have that's nice just skin. Like you can't drink your own pee, but you can drink other people's pee. That's yeah. facts. I won't tell them it's from Accutane and not cum <laughs> on my face. Yeah, that's hilarious. And I like how the picture that they have, like on the right, she has nice, like not her nice skin. Beautiful. And skin. then on the left, the distribution of the cum Covered is not the cum. way cum is. <laughs> A cream is distributed on the face. It's like jets it's, of it's, no, cum. No, literally, you would you would assume that she would have it in a jar and apply it evenly. No, oh, somebody no. just beat off on her There's face. Clearly, yeah, a like, rope <laughs> going from her, her lip. To the it's, it's, Dude, it's you know the trajectory. It's sideways. Like go up or down. It's like diagonal this way. Dude, the coolest guy of the week is the guy who goes to her house every day, beats off onto her face, and then goes, that'll be $30. <laughs> and then goes back and he's like, you know, I need a documentary on him. And he's like, you know, it's not easy staying as hydrated as I need to stay. It's just like chugging water and taking supplements. Just like, I got to have a full load every day or else she's cutting me. Tucker, you oh, said yeah. the angle was wrong, but I figured it out. What he did is he came on her nose and lip area and it dripped. There's one going to her earlobe and one going like below it on her neck. She's laying on her back. And it's Are you dripping. forensically studying the semen patterns? I've, I've completed on her face? my analysis, and that's where I came up. <laughs> you're, you're probably right. Dexter level, uh, you yeah. know, analysis of this. <laughs> it seems the first shot came at a 45 degree angle, <laughs> <laughs> and then it ran across. Yeah, and then it dripped down to the side. I, I've got it. Nailed. How much money can you make uh, selling your sperm? Obviously, you have to go through a rigorous test to make sure you don't have like Huntington's disease. But like, like, how yeah. much can that you is make? A good question. It depends if you're like if you you're tall, if you have blonde hair, if you have blue oh, eyes. You have to have good genes. Oh, hey. Yeah, nobody's like nobody's like I need a somebody who has early onset male baldness, is five foot two, and has bad knees. I need his semen. So donors earn seventy dollars per donation. It's fifty when it uh, when you give it to them, and twenty more when it's released. That's not enough. Yeah, the problem is you. Like at, I can, you can make more do on your uh, platelets, or not your platelet, your uh, your plasma. What really? is plasma? Part it's the oh god, white oh. white blood cell type shit. It's basically I I sold plasma a couple times in college. They put a fucking like uh, needle in one arm and then the other, and they pump it through a machine, and then the blood goes back in the other arm, and you're like, <laughs> really? It's not fun. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I don't get. I'm not bad with needles, but I don't enjoy them. Giving blood and stuff is something that I do like once or twice a year, but every single time it's just like you're sitting there and you're just like, I've got to do it, but it's not enjoyable. Like, I don't know anybody that's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go give a pint of my blood and get some yeah. cookies after. <laughs> I wouldn't want to deal with that shit, which is why I don't give blood. Yeah. Also, you know, if you also have, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it depends on what blood type you have. I'm AB. I'm, I think I'm AB. That's like everybody has that shit. Nobody needs it. AB? No, AB is rare. No, it's that whatever the the most common one is versus like the O negative, the universal donor. Oh, I think I'm A positive. I should probably know my blood type. Mine's O positive. I'm sure of it. 
that's I, universal donor is, or no? Yeah. No, O negative is the universal donor. O positive, I think, is just worthless. I think O positive oh, can give everyone to blood. positive. <laughs> oh, everyone to positive. Maybe you're right. Maybe O is like you can do everything. O negative goes everywhere. O positive is positive. There's one that's just like, bruh, you just take all the blood. Like, no, but you can't give it to anyone. I think it's like AB or, or not AB. It's like A negative or something. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. So I can give to O positive, A positive, B positive, and AB positive. But I can receive from O positive and O negative. So I guess O negative is, like you said, universal. So you can, blood. yeah, so you're, if you are dying of blood loss, you're statistically <clears throat> less likely to live because you only have Ooh. two donors in your own group. But if you're AB positive or negative, I'm pretty sure that you're just, you're good. You just suck blood from everyone, basically. I didn't realize positives and negatives could cross. But yeah, I can give to any of the positives. Huh. Yeah, it looks like O positive is the most popular. A positive is the second most popular. And then all the rest are the shit tier bloods. See? Yeah. Now Tucker might be off. Even though I can only take from two of them, I can take from some of the most popular ones. Mm. Yeah, I need to see a breakdown of how likely am I to live if we're in a, if we're in a blood crisis here. A B positive, you can receive from all blood types. That's what it is. You're you're a you're a leech. You're a siphoner. I think I'm A B positive. I think uh, I think Universal I'm the worst. Mooch. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas O negative, can only you're receive just... from O negative, huh? And you can give to everyone. Everybody can take O negative. A positive, I can receive from A positive, A negative, O positive, O negative. None of you B second class citizens for me. Thank you. Disgusting. Disgusting. Fucking hate it. I think One I've second. told this story before. Wait, are, we okay, did blood ahead. tests. That, I don't know why they did this. I feel like they'd be smarter nowadays. But in high school, we each pricked our finger and tested to see what our blood type was. And as a genetics like lesson, we asked our parents what their blood types were. And there was this girl in my class. I won't out her oh, name, but I remember yeah. <laughs> it. But it proved that her parents weren't her parents. Yeah. That that is that's a good. hilarious science teacher. Yeah, that <laughs> science that teacher kind of knew what happened. they were doing. They were like, one of these yeah. days, I'm gonna get. Right. How are you gonna <laughs> do like, like, because you know she she taught everyone in the class. There were hundreds of kids, like three hundred kids. You're not gonna find one. I don't know what she was thinking. Are but, you guys donors, organ donors? Yeah, yeah. You don't believe in the, I am too, but you don't believe in the whole, like, they won't save me. They're going to let my organs be used for other people. I mean, I'll, now that you said that, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to probably cancel that out. Yeah. Think about it. But why would they be like, eh. Would they just going to pick if, someone they like more? No, no. Yeah. But like, let's say you, let's say you get head trauma, right? So you're, you're all of your juicy, good yeah. organs, good, right? But it's just a head trauma yeah. and you are retarded in a coma. Now. Yeah, and you're a you're in a coma, and they they the the not a coma, but you're basically the paramedics are on scene, and they're like, so this is like a ten percent chance, or else he goes vegetative, or maybe like whatever, maybe they just like don't work as hard, and then all of a sudden eight different people get second lives because you died, so are they you, trade one life for eight. I don't believe this, by the way, but I've heard somebody talk about this. I'm like, I don't fuck if I'm a if I'm that close to dying, Yeah, it yeah. is a bit of a wives' tale. Are you but, familiar but with I, the trolley problem? No, the trolley yeah, it's problem. the exact same thing as the trolley problem. Where are you gonna are you gonna change the track to kill these was one guy instead oh, of it's it run the, over the five it's guys? the weight of life like the AI I, the trolley problem is now yeah. I've wow this is a great gen uh, generation gap it's like uh what I view it as is like if you're in a car 
driven by self-driving AI and there's a bus of and kids are crossing the street illegally, do you just run over the kids because they're doing something wrong or do they kill you because they save yeah. five kids? Now it's like if there's yeah. a school shooter running into the science room and he's about to <laughs> eat five kids, but you could direct him to the social studies room where he'd only eat one kid, where do you do? So let me lay it out for you. I did this once before, but Kyle kind of shat all over it. Okay. So, <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, he only likes his own topic. Anyway, so you've got a trolley, and if you don't do anything, it runs over those five people. You're standing there with the switch. You have the ability to toss the switch and prevent those five from dying, but actively but kill, kill one, one, right? So, so pull the switch, that, film it, go viral. All hmm. right, so, so my, I guess, I guess my, my problem with these questions is always like, I know that in in a real world scenario, there's ramifications for this, right? Like if if somebody's watching me flip the switch, then you know I can get sued by the parents of the one kid. Like my life could be effectively ruined for this decision. But yeah, I guess I get to make the moral like choice. If we're not in a vacuum, I'm flipping the switch, and I'm just hoping that like the power of social. I'm just hoping that people in the area, if there was somebody that wasn't directly accusing me, or even if there was, I'd be hoping that there'd be somebody to be like, Hey, this is what he did. And then I get to atone for it, but you're still getting charged. Like, like there's no, there's no scenario in which you get off scot-free from that. I, I think. Right. Okay. So yeah. if it's more of a value of life <laughs> question than a, how do I get away with it? question? No, it's a value no. of life question. Of course I value five lives over one, even regardless of like the status or whatever. I think that in like most people would think, Hey, let me kill this one person and save these five without any additional information. Then it just becomes like a guessing game of like, which is like, what if they're all five murderers and you just save them all? Right. How about five so, retarded so, people? And the, hold on. Let me, normal, and let me run with it instead. So you think the right move is to flip the switch because killing one to save five is the move. I think my initial response, if I'm sitting here and I find myself in this scenario is I do nothing because mm -hmm. I don't think I'd be able to even fucking process what the outcomes of any like. I like to think myself as pretty rational. Uh -huh. If I saw this scenario happening, I saw the lever there and I was like, this is something I could do. I probably would do nothing and just like, okay, fine. But if you're putting this vacuum, I feel like it's not a fair question because there's so many, like you can just keep adding variables that make this always the wrong decision. Right. Like yeah. Taylor said, like, what if, what if there's five, what if there are five murderers well, there and you didn't know. So let's play it straight up and say there's no law enforcement ramifications. I'm act all right. I'm actively killing the one person and living that with that for the rest of my life. Presuming that everybody there is of equal status, it's in a vacuum, vanilla. I am actively taking the burden of killing that one person that is does not want to die to save the five because that is just a net gain in life. Okay, that's my that's my stance. So pause there. Let's do a similar scenario. Okay, you're a surgeon. There are five people that need organs to stay alive, and yeah. there's one completely healthy person. Who could donate to all five? Right. You murderer? No. You see the the disconnect. Yeah, I understand that, but yeah. but but there's a difference. I think the is she mm, let me try and figure this out. I feel like the difference <laughs> here is one is a one is a scenario in which oh god, because this is hard to th like. They think keep about. getting more one, parallel, right? Even as you try to rationalize it, you're like, well, well one's a trolley and the other one's an no, active, I think but that, they're both an active participation. Right, but one's one person's healthy. There's no, like I have to actively go out and murder that person. All somebody is dying in this scenario, regardless of what uh, what I do. Right? There's either five people or one person dying, no in, matter what. In both, scenarios. I have to go out and fucking murder somebody. That person's not dying; they're healthy. 
But I have to murder somebody and save five people. The only difference is you went from a switch to a scalpel. No, the only difference, you said there's a healthy person. The only difference is I've actively murdered somebody who is in a, who is otherwise not going to die. This one is deciding between two outcomes where somebody dies. But wait, the other one, there are five people who needed where, organs to survive. And the other one, and, and you're basically just taking from the one who was otherwise going to live and making the five live. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Um, what kind of dick dastardly character is tying people to trolleys? When, <laughs> right? How long has this been a thought? Experience? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, ultimately, I think that that thankfully real life is not black and white and not in a vacuum. And situ- like if you put everything in a vacuum, I think that realistically I will choose. I would choose more if everybody is created exactly equal. I will always choose whatever will gain what whatever whatever will keep the most people alive. But that's not how any of this works. So I'd, I, if if we're again in a vacuum, I'm killing the person that's that's healthy, and I'm saving the five people that aren't. Okay. Yeah. For what it's worth, I did the same thing as you out of the gate. It was like, oh, I'm toss the real switch. Time, real time Twitter poll. <laughs> toss the switch. I, no, but kill one and I mean, save I, five. And then when it became surgery, it's like, oh no, no, different now. Let the one survive. You can't just open up a healthy person. And it's like, well, yeah. wait, why is why is because in yeah. in this situation. Like death is potentially imminent for all of them. And That's the what I'm one, saying. They, they, right. But the other one, there's somebody whose death is literally not imminent in any way, shape, or form. And I'm creating <laughs> yeah. the death but happen. That parallels the trolley situation. The trolley no, wasn't no, no, going to no, hit no, the no. one. No. He's in, already in tied every, to the train tracks. He's made every, his piece. <laughs> what I'm saying is in every scenario. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like there in every, I don't know. Maybe you're right. I feel like I'm, I'm not just, explaining it correctly, right? Because No, like, you are. I'm just trying to, there, I do feel like these two scenarios are different enough in which one, one is, one is choosing between a disaster and a, and, and, a, and, and a, and an issue, not an issue. One's choosing between a big disaster and a small. Mm-hmm. And the other one is choosing between a big disaster and the course that was scheduled. The scheduled course being those five die and this person goes on existing in the way that the world has shaped them, right? Like this one, these people are put in a position where where either five people die against their will or one person dies against their will. Now, we still get the same net outcome of five or one per people living. But on the other hand, we're, we're dealing with a situation where five people who were already scheduled to die in this in this if I do nothing, if I do my job and everything's correct, five people die and one person lives normally the way they were supposed to, or I have to take the action and kill somebody who is not supposed to die or not even, you know, remotely in a death scenario in order to save people that were in a position where they were going to die regardless. I have now like, I don't want to say this, but like, you know, the action of God, like I got to play who lives and dies against a more black and white scenario, the trolley problem. In both cases, if you do nothing, five die. If you do something, one dies. Yes, but 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 if you go as very simple as possible, but simplifying things to that degree makes everything wishy washy. You know, like oh. I, I think that I think that if you simplify any problem down to a this but this, it's always going to be a weird fucking mash of 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 i don't know but if you like that's why i say like when you build it up and you keep adding scenarios then everybody's answers change you know one after the other like what what if one per what if the what if that's you know a, a genius down what if all of those people save cancer and the other one doesn't and you you can kill five people to cure cancer like is that worth it you know it's just like the uh 
What's how that? attractive are these people? <laughs> <laughs> you tell like you, but I, like none of that has happened. I, I don't know. I, I came up with answers that didn't match, and I don't have a way to rationalize it. And, yeah, I don't have yeah. a way to. It's tough. It is. It's an. I love. I love thought experiments. I, I like the idea of. Um, I think that one time there was a, a question that I had on a test, like where does the mountain start and where does the 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 field end? You know, it's like where like where does the start of the mountain happen? Is it right here? Is it here? Is it here? Who fucking knows? But. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, I, I just don't hang out next to trolleys. <laughs> well, they're clearly <laughs> dangerous. I'm not a surgeon either. So <laughs> no. I'm never getting in that situation. My other dog arrived, and so I'm going to be playing with him ooh, in a few ooh, minutes. We have like one off. minute before we have to wrap. Can you get the dog? I'll, I'll show him on the next show because okay. they're, he's, he's getting to know Teddy. Ah, uh, right yeah. Now. You I'll don't want to grab him, and you're like, get over here. You want to just grab by the neck and hold him up and. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good okay. first impression. Look at these. Does he look just like the dog we saw? Uh, I mean, he's a little they're... bigger, and I, I haven't gotten a close enough look. He might have a slightly lighter coloration, but they're clearly brothers. Like they're oh, Roger that. Very they're both boys. Looking. I think it's yep. good. I like that. Yeah. All right, Taylor. Are there any post rolls? No, there are not. Pucker, anything you want to tell our audience? Ah, thanks for having me on again. Two times this close together. I, I say, get, give me like a couple months cool down. People are going to get tired of me. You know, I got I to gotta continue to have people like me over here. Oh, you're like the guy fun. nobody gets tired you're of. You're a fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always good. Thanks for having uh, me on, guys. PKA. Yeah, have fun with whatever you're doing. Four, five, seven. <laughs>